wore you wore sweatpants for a while. Do you think Rover's kind of ripping you off? For years, you wore you wore sweatpants. The only time I really wear sweatpants uh, when I'm on the bus because like when we go on bus when we leave here to go on bus trips, I'm always stressed. So like I'm in sweats because I know that I'm up for like maybe about an hour after we hit the road and I hit the sack. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to change clothes or anything like that. So yeah. Let's get some coffee in you. Calm me down. <laughs> well, I mean, would you? Do you, let me ask you guys: Do you rather have sour Jeffrey or happy Jeffrey? Because you got happy, happy Jeffrey at the moment. Happy. You want to keep it going? Yeah. There you go. Happy. happy yeah. Happy, right. happy Jeffrey. Right. Now, last thing: You said you'd rather fly to Australia. What if we took our only glory one? We convert it to an amphibious vehicle. It can it can roll on land. It can traverse the seas. But what if we? Had pop out wings and a jet engine on the thing. And oh, you mean like uh, like Eagle Five and Seafalls? Yeah, there you go. What if we had that? Oh no, that would be easy. Then you need a pilot. You need someone that can fly, can drive, run? and uh, sail. Well, would that would you be the guy that's up for it? Again, you'd have to. Uh, it's a problem of having proper navigational equipment. Well, no matter it. what you, no matter if you, for, you need it for land, sea, and air, my friend. I think that you don't have that qualification. Yes, you do. Your skills work in the air. This guy, if you've ever seen him on land, he doesn't need GPS. In fact, he right. doesn't use GPS. He has some sort of weird, like, homing pigeon sixth sense. And no matter where we are, he could just, he'll get angry and just start walking back to the bus or walking wherever, back to the hotel, and he just has, he knows the way. Yeah, he just finds the way somehow. It may take six hours for him <laughs> to walk back, but it works. So wouldn't that work in the air? No. Because okay. you need, because like, if, if I was walking, like the one time when um, Charlie and I were walking back to the hotel in Rochester, and this was my first, I think this was like my first time in Rochester, and um, Charlie couldn't believe how I found my way back to the hotel, because I just had, I guess I had sort of an interesting sense of direction. All I had to do was just look for the building with the round top on it, and um, find a way to navigate towards that. <clears throat> so just look for the opera house in Sydney. You know the one that looks like the white sail. I, I know. I know famous. what that. I know what the opera house looks like. It's a very look interesting piece of architecture. Yeah. All right. But you, you have to be able to see that from the air, though. Uh, and you're at not, and you're at thirty thousand feet, and, and you're flying above cloud cover. We'll keep it low, slow and low. I don't know. Yeah, remember you have planes. You have other planes in the area. You got to think of air traffic and all that kind of stuff. Come on, <laughs> just be realistic, dude. I understand. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ryan writes, listening to February seventh seventh show. Rover talking about his contract. Sounds like Brad Pitt and Fight Club. First rule of Rover's contact contract: don't talk about Rover's contract. Second rule: do not talk about Rover's contract. Yeah, that. Look, I, I wasn't. I don't think I was revealing any super secrets about that. But they do. There is a clause in there that says you can't talk about your contract, the terms, uh, anything involved in the contract. Speaking of Fight Club, Dieter had a story about that. The movie. Yeah. Remember the topic you did last week? That in was it China? Yeah. They, they cut the ending, the ending for like two, three minutes. They cut out. Yeah. And they just put a the end of Fight Club is uh, is the buildings blowing up and basically their plan of anarchy coming to fruition. But in China, they just cut it 
and they, <laughs> they go. The police quickly discovered their plot and arrested them. Um, just to keep up with the authoritarian regime. They don't want anyone to think like, oh, I can get away with something. No, no. The government will always get you in China. Yeah. That's the moral of the story. So, and now they went back to the original ending. You think they, they had a three-minute ending with a message? Uh-huh. Black, it went to black screen, and then they just put words up. Yeah. I think that they let it play a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think they went to maybe just under a minute. So they cut out the last minute so instead of the last Instead of the last minute, because people were pissed. They're like, okay, so they did maybe a minute. So they updated it. You know, it's really weird. I I saw something on, I don't remember what it was, but they do such a good job in China of controlling the media and the Internet and censoring people. There was a guy there that, uh, I don't know, he's probably like 25, and he had never heard of Tiananmen Square, where, like, tank guy... You remember that? That was like sure. 1989. But there was a student uprising in uh, protests in China. And uh, China. Frankly, I don't even remember what the students were protesting. I guess probably how bad it sucks in China. China. Which I think is on display with the Olympics. Everyone goes, oh, China sucks. China. Um, and they had they the. Eventually, the the police sort of let this thing play out for a little while, and then the orders came down, and they just started shooting and killing people. And there's the famous guy, Tank Man, who was standing in front of a tank, trying to block the tank uh, column from from coming into the square, and, and successfully did. But no one knows what happened to that guy. I think we have a pretty good idea, though. Anyhow, it's amazing that people in China have no idea that that even happened. Zero. How that's possible. Because they block it from the Internet. Yes. I saw a Frontline episode regarding uh, trying to, were they actually trying to identify this person? Did yeah. they, I don't think so because, uh, but the, and then the they, uh, got, the, and then they the, got some um, graves to identify that guy because I don't think they let him. Uh, but people well, they do that swear thing that they saw that the tank What? People swear that they saw that guy get run over by tanks. They have the memory of him getting run over. They don't remember him getting carried off. Most people think that he got run over. Yeah, he didn't get run over. No, no, but people had this memory. It's like, it's one of those, uh, what's it called? Uh, Nelson Mandela, Mandela effects. Mm. Well, I even thought that. I had to go back and watch it. I'm like, yeah, didn't he get run over? And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. I don't think I've ever seen no, it. No, it stopped the tanks from coming in. Yeah, and then they actually take him yeah. and, like, have to pull him away. Yeah, and then they beat him to death, probably, or whatever, probably. tortured him, whatever they do over there. Hmm, let's see here. Here's someone who writes, Rover, I heard you talking about salary negotiations yesterday, and I wanted to ask what you would recommend in my situation. I currently make $69,000 a year, and I've been working as an engineer for the same place for nine years. I was offered to apply for a promotion that I'm fully qualified for. The job posting is listed at eighty dollars to $105,000. Online, the hiring manager said they usually allow ten to fifteen percent paid month for these types of promotions. That would put me at eighty, which is on the low end. 
Should I give him a number first, or should I ask for 8590 or 100? What do you think? There's a part of the problem with staying with the same company is that they lowball you, and you're always sort of seen as the guy in you know the lowball guy. I would recommend, frankly, if I were you, check out some other places. Maybe hunt around for another job. My understanding is that the job market for job seekers right now is fantastic. You have the pick of the litter. Everyone's hiring. And uh, may, if you don't want to leave your company, then you go and you tell them, hey, I got this other job offer. It's got to be legit. I got this other job offer for 100000 What can you do for me today? And then they'll say, okay, we'll give you 105 But, no, they're, they're going to give you the eighty. This is garbage, by the way, the stuff that they come up with. Oh, well, we have a, you know, if you work here, you can only get a 10% increase on your next contract. Nothing set in stone. And if they're going to pay 105000 to some outside person that they bring in, why can't they pay that to you? They can. Somebody that's been with you that's loyal nine years? Yeah, well, they don't look at it that way, these companies. So that would be my suggestion. See what else is out there. People get comfortable in the job that they're in, and then they, you know, it's human nature. You don't want to go out and and, uh, search around. Sometimes you're forced to. If your company closes or they fire you or, or you get laid off, whatever. And then oftentimes you end up in a better position than you were in the first place. That's been my experience so far in life. It sort of forces you to do things. Uh, that you maybe wouldn't do. On the flip side, sometimes you just want to cruise along. Uh, here's uh, an email. The subject is Doogie Sucks. Oh. And it uh, comes from Josh, who writes, Rover, Doogie carries everything just for attention. Oh, this is about her carrying her 52 bags. Mm. That's the absolutely only reason she pretends to be a teacher trucking around school supplies every day. I know. She, I, I know. I, there's no... It's a teacher move, so people go like, oh, you must be a teacher. You're carrying all those markers and scissors. I yeah. don't think it's more a teacher. That's I think what it's, I aspire to I think do. it's just she... No, this person hit the nail on the head. There's no reason. There's an office back there. She does not need to carry 20 pounds of junk from the office to her car, inside her house, then in back into her car, then into the office, in the snow, slipping on ice, can't carry, you know, can't open up the doors. Um, she doesn't need to do that. There is no rational explanation for that. Correct? I don't know what it is. I think it's just walking past the, you think she didn't walk past the AM people? And other people in the building, then... You you nailed it. Nailed it on the head. It was just us in the I'm studio. Trying to and improve. nobody saw her carrying these bags, and yeah. we still do it. No. <laughs> yeah, the I'll one guy that hates me over there, because I won't fill the copier paper. I'm no. trying to impress him. There's a couple you nailed people, it. There's a couple, like, early morning people that are like, wow, oh, she's a hard worker. She carries all these books and encyclopedias <laughs> in every day. There's no explanation for this. Okay. There is no rational I explanation. You. I'm going to add more crap to my arms walking and then, in. And then she's like, oh, 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 my shoulder. The way that she carries those, mm-hmm. too. Frozen shoulder. She doesn't I carry them. She doesn't, 
it's the weirdest thing. She doesn't carry them like like a woman carries a purse where it's like, you know, in the, I don't know what you call that, like in the The crook of your arm. Yeah. There where you're like holding it up. Yeah. She holds her arm out at a 90 degree, you know, parallel with the floor. Yeah. So that her, from the hand to the elbow is parallel to the floor. And then the rest, you know, the top part of her arm is just going straight down. Right. And then, like you're holding your arms. Imagine this. You're standing there with your arms down by your side, as you normally would. Now bend your elbow at a 90-degree angle so that your forearm is parallel to the ground. Don't bring your arm up. Just parallel to the ground. That's And then put 25 pounds on it. Hang 25 pounds. That's how she carries it in. And then she wonders, oh, my... Oh, I got, oh, I have a shoulder pain, an elbow pain. I need to go to the doctor. That was a frozen shoulder from my daughter playing a slug uh, bug game with me. You can me. say whatever. I, of I course. Can I have not, how, 25 years I've been doing radio carrying crafts, I've never had a problem. But you want to think that I have? Go for it. If that makes you happy in your weird mind. But if you've been doing this for 25 years, why not ever say, you know, I could just leave this stuff here and not have to, to, hassle with it every day. It's only a hassle for you, the person that doesn't carry no, no, it. I don't mind it. No, I don't you know wanted that injury so that you could brag about how hard you work by carrying that stuff in. I don't think we brag to you losers about what about, I do. About I how strong care. and powerful you are. I am a powerful but woman. After 25 years, why, why do that? Why carry all that stuff back and forth? Now just to stick it to you, I'll I never stop. That, that I'll never exactly stop. As of this day, I'll never stop. No, no, you made that. I don't be- need a. I don't need Keith Kennedy. I don't need a locker. I'm going to carry everything home every day. There. If you had a locker here, would you lock that stuff up? She wouldn't. No, she, she had, had an office. We had lockers in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. we have lockers. an office. That I locks. know we have an office. That's so exciting. But we don't have the new studio. But. So I'm just going to carry it back. Who cares? You didn't even use the one here. Exactly. So why wouldn't you? I I don't know. I don't know. How is she going to handle working in this communal area? Because she also, like, explodes out, you know? (laughs) I do. She sits down and then papers just start exploding around from her. How is that going to work with other people? Well, other people will finally see what we've dealt with for the past (laughs) 20 plus years. Can't wait going to be fun. Is there anyone at work that's like, <clears throat> that doesn't work with her directly, just around in the building, that's like, she's such a nice person. She's oh, so great. They love me. Lots of people. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Especially oh, at first. Because they don't know her. Yeah. They know her. Yeah. They see yeah. her from a the distance. They love me. Yeah, these yeah. salespeople are like, oh, that douchey. She sounds so nice and well yeah. going. And helpful. She, in, the mer- in the morning, she's so perky and loud. They like, haven't figured out that then she's like, oh, hey, peanut. And then she walks back here and will be like, eh, long not night. true at all. Oh. You guys like to say that, and that's not true at all. I'm going to do just fine over there. Dylan writes, good morning. About a week ago, Jeffrey was on the aftermath. He started to randomly whistle over everyone that was talking. <laughs> I can't believe you guys didn't talk about this on the regular show. It was one of the weirdest conversations I've ever heard on the aftermath. Rover, if you haven't seen it, please bring it up on the show. I have not seen that, Spencer. What happened? I don't remember that because he's constantly whistling. Oh. But on the, I know down the hallway, if you're saying on the mic. That's what the, yeah. Well, you know how he talks over you right. occasionally. Right. He's, oh. Now he's, he's moved on to whistling over people. 
Kevin writes, yo, over my fiance and I were getting ready for bed when I remembered you mentioned putting a straw in the armpit. And blowing. Now we can't stop. It's fun for the whole family. Oh. Apparently, tremendous fart sounds. I saw it, and I, I haven't tried it myself, but apparently he did. They, they're getting into bed. He goes, you know what? Let me put a straw in my armpit like Rover said and blow into it. <laughs> now they can't get enough of it. April says, good morning, Rover. This is further proof that our devices are listening to us. On the topic of kids being on cruise ships or kid-themed cruise ships such as Disney and how lame, boring, or awful it would be to be trapped in the middle of nowhere with crying, screaming kids, I come home from a hard day's work, turn on the local news, and one of the first commercials I see is Virgin Voyages. And in the commercial, they, advise, they advertise, no kids, no kidding. That's not your device listening to you. Might be. How? They, they don't change the commercials on TV based on what your phone heard that morning. Well, I don't know. Was she watching it on TV or was she watching it? And who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe they are sending you personalized content on your TV now. For well, now you believe that? Because remember when somebody dies or they're in the news and then I'll say, oh, they just played that movie and say... That is true. And you're like, no, they don't. It was just a coincidence. No, that's true. Yeah. Every time somebody dies, yeah. then they play their movie marathon of that person. Yes. Yeah. Like on TBS, TNT. Mm -hmm. Yes. Possibly. You didn't say they didn't? Yes, Jeffrey. What is it? Speaking of cruise ships, I've, read, I've been keeping track of the story about, from NBC News about cruise ships being seized in the Bahamas because of unpaid fuel bills. Yeah. He's right. Yeah, there's a cruise line, and they they just didn't pay their fuel bill, millions of dollars. So now the the company, the gas company, goes, hey, let's uh, we're going to sue them, and they won. And a judge said, go ahead, seize these cruise ships. So but these big ass cruise ships. Yeah, there's like 500 <laughs> people on a cruise ship, and at the last minute they just told, you got to get off, grab all your stuff, go, because they the the fuel company seized the cruise ship. Here is some sort of cruise ship commercial. Is that right, Charlie? Is this? This is the. I think this is from that email that you just read about. Her. It's it is the no kids. Oh, it's Virgin Cruises, like Virgin Atlantic or Virgin of Richard Branson. So much fun. No kids, no kidding. What is the pressing? You want to be on it, you're saying? Yes, I've oh. got six more years. God, help me. Set sail the Virgin Way. I didn't even know that they had a cruise line. Did you? No, I didn't know that. I know they have an airline. Is that that guy? The Bishop Ransom. Ransom. Yeah. yeah. Bishop. Hmm. I had no idea. I have to take a break. We'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Sports break today and tickets for you to get to an NBA crossover event downtown for All-Star Weekend. The Alan Cochran. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Rover's Morning Glory is always on top. Oh, yeah, too bad we're all gaining weight. Oh, God, you're crushing me. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Thank <laughs> you. 
listening to the show. And, you know, there are all these theories that your phone is listening to you or whatever, but he's listening. And uh, he's streaming the show with the iHeart app, I guess. And he was hearing us talk about cruise ships. And he says, you know, it's interesting. I got an email notification while I'm listening to the show. And look at the email notification. As he's listening to the show, as we're talking about cruises, he gets an email that says, Set sail the Virgin way. Oh, wow. For Virgin Cruises. Coincidence? I think not. They're getting you. I don't see in my... Charlie was supposed to have a video. (laughs) And I don't see it in my system. Uh, Because the... uh, There's a video that kind of goes along with this, which is just totally bizarre. What's the... There are two... uh, There's a couple, and a woman. They were busted by, I, I think, the FBI, whoever picked them up, they were busted for taking $3.6 billion in cryptocurrency. So at least that's what the feds seized from them, $3.6 billion in cryptocurrency. There was a, uh, back in 2016, there was a hack of a currency exchange, one of these Bitcoin things or whatever. And they apparently took off with a bunch of Bitcoin somehow. And ever since then, since 2016, they have been laundering this Bitcoin. So they've created fake wallets or they've done this and that, and they transfer it over here and over there and so on and so forth. And then eventually they either pay for stuff in Bitcoin or they uh, they go to a Bitcoin ATM. You maybe have seen those somewhere. Uh, where you can take cash out of an ATM in exchange for Bitcoin, and they've they have taken out millions of dollars from a, from Bitcoin ATMs. So I don't know how much money they uh, have actually taken out, but uh, I guess it's a lot. It's a huge amount. So the feds busted them just yesterday. Their names are Ilya Lichtenstein. That's a, a a guy. He's a citizen of Russia, and his wife Heather Morgan. They were both arrested in Manhattan yesterday morning, and face serious charges of money laundering and con, uh, conspiracy to defraud the United States. And uh, they uh, are being held on a, I think, a five million dollar bond or something like that. Now. If you had all this money, well, I guess the feds have seized your Bitcoin, but maybe they have secret money. I'd get the hell out of Dodge if I were them. Wouldn't you, if they let you go on a bond? Yeah, but wait. If the money's gone, even if you have the money, where are you going to use that? Isn't that a hassle to keep using in other countries? Bitcoin? Yeah. Yeah, why not? But it seems like they had a lot. This was in 2016 they got the money. How come they didn't spend it? How come they couldn't use it some other way? Oh, they were spending it. They oh, were they? Yeah, they, I mean, they might have spent $100 million. They they were spending a lot of this money. They got it. They were spending it. 
They did it the wrong way. They got caught. They stayed in the United States. That's probably part of the problem. The United States has uh, authorities that are onto this kind of stuff. I mean, think about this. $3.6 billion, billion they seized in cryptocurrency from this couple. Um, anyhow, the woman has a video that she, a rap video that she produced, I guess. When you have a bunch of money and you don't have a job. She spends it on that? A rap video? She spends it on making a rap video, Dieter. Charlie, I don't have this rap video in the system. Yeah, sorry. All right. I can okay. play it over here. Yeah, right? You're out of, out of breath. Okay. Well, no, I don't think you can play it unless you've No, no, I've I bleeped out. Oh, most you have bleeped, I bleeped out. most of You get the idea from it. Now, she, um, the wife, this 31-year-old woman who's accused by the feds of, she has created a rap video. What is the name of it? Okay. Um, all right. So her rap name is, let me find this here, Razzlecon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to say the second one, but it's Versace Bedwin. Bedwan? I think it's Bedouin or something, I think. Isn't that some, that has something to do with the Middle East, I think. Bedouin. Bedouin. A nomadic Arab of the desert. So that's who she is. Uh, all right. Yeah, here's. Now, this is what, when you've stolen <laughs> billions of dollars in cryptocurrency, and you're taking out millions and millions, I mean, who knows how much, 100 million, whatever. You get to run around and do whatever you want. This is what kind, this is the quality of rap video that $4 billion of cryptocurrency gets you. Are you ready to be blown away? Yeah. All right, here we go. Never forget, weirdest is most original. <laughs> She's at Razzlecon. No, no. There's some F. Yeah. Or... Yep. There was a huge F bomb that I just hit. That I just dumped. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I love her hat says zero Fs. Yes. That's it. This is pretty bad. I've only seen ten. Oh seconds. my god. Well, are you sure you're playing the right version? that's bleeped out. There's no F word in there. But all right, I'll jump ahead a little what? bit. No, no, what, what? You didn't hear that? No, I just listened to it again. Is it? Well, uh, uh, I just, well, okay, I'll just jump ahead a little bit. No, no, wait, let's play it again. Did I mishear that? Did she say suckers? Smart slackers. Slackers. Slackers? Yes. Oh, that's slackers? Yes, okay. it's slackers. the worst. It's okay. the worst rap rhymes okay. of all time. All right, then start it over. Let's okay. let's get it from the beginning. Let me get the whole effect of this.
Uh, I the think worst well, video ever. That was so bad. Could you imagine if you had four billion dollars in the bank, you would think you could create the world's best rap video. Have somebody you? else write your yeah. write your lyrics. Sure. Yeah. Have someone else actually rap it for you and yeah. do like a deep fake so yeah. it's your face on their body. It's also weird to do it after you steal all this money. Like I should make a rap video uh, talking about hackers mm -hmm. and everything, mm -hmm. and then go rap on Wall Street and stuff. I would kind of avoid certain. I wouldn't want to point certain wouldn't things out. Wouldn't you go out. to, like, uh, some Central American, you buy your own island or do and something? Then you're, and then you're fine, yes. Yeah. I just don't understand why, why do it right on Wall Street to just really show off that you have $4 billion. Again, the first time I read it, I, I saw a million. I was like, oh, that's a lot. You know, but whatever. $4 billion? Billion. Billion dollars insane. the government seized from them. And she's walking around. If you were, if you weren't watching RMG TV, she's like prancing around on Wall Street on the steps of the New York Stock Exchange, making a music video out in public during the day. And I'm sure all sorts of things are being filmed out there by wackos on a daily basis. But Charlie has a point. If you have four billion dollars of stolen cryptocurrency that you're sitting on, maybe lay low. Yeah, I wouldn't talk about money at all. I'd just pretend I don't really have it. Or maybe not make a rap video because it's going to be really lame and just not do it. The worst do rap do of something all time. Yeah. Do just anything else. Jeffrey could make a better rap than that. I mean, that was so bad. What did she think? It was going to go viral? You were going to love that? I guess. She put this out in 2019. The How many views? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. The hack took place in 2016, so this was three years after the hack. So they laid low for a little bit, and they go, okay, let's make a video. I guess they, they just got uh, complacent. They thought, well, we've gotten away with it this long. They'll never catch on to us. Well, three years is a long time. You think we, we did it. We got away. I told you the other day that the cryptocurrency stuff, people think that it's anonymous. People think you can't be tracked. Trust me, the government already on it, already on top of it. They're using supercomputers to somehow uh, track transactions on the blockchain, and they're doing. I mean, that's how do you think they're busting these people? They they'll get you. Yeah. Unless it's like twenty dollars, and they're not going to care. But if you do anything substantial, if they if it's anything worth them putting any amount of effort into it, they're going to get you. Three thousand views. Oh yeah. 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 That's it. And no, six, I, six subscribers. No, I, you might, someone might have reposted this. Okay, it's the official music video. It says on YouTube. So maybe it was taken well, down. Well, last night I, it was it was taken down. It said this video was private. It said so many people disliked this video that it got delisted from the search results. So maybe she did repost I didn't even it. know that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you just like, this is... Make us look so Such bad. garbage. We have to take it down. Out of all the the garbage you've seen on YouTube, that was delisted because uh -huh. it was so bad. <laughs> Snitch, are you worried about your crypto being hacked? Me? No. I mean, I, I don't have that much anyway. But no, I keep mine in my. I mean, my main bulk of it in a in a a wallet. So an offline wallet. Yeah, I don't keep it on the on the the uh, exchange. And. Uh, doesn't that in itself present some some issues? 
I mean, if you lose, don't you have to have some sort of key or whatever in order to access that, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's multiple keys, yeah. And it is, isn't it like a long, <laughs> yeah, 12, uh, like 800 12 characters or something? Like 12 word phrase. Yeah. Uh, that's one backup. And there's also, say, like, yeah, eight, eight character long password. So, or numbers. What die? happens if you lose that? You're, I mean, you're, or or if you lose the actual, was it like a thumb drive that this stuff is on? It looks like that, yeah. And what if you lose that passphrase? I mean, I guess it's your SOL. Yeah, that's that's that. I think is there. There was one guy that I read. He had a bunch of Bitcoin on one of those. He couldn't remember the passphrase, and it was like a hundred million dollars. It just huh. you can't access it. There's nothing you can do. There's no there's no Bitcoin hotline you can call and go, Hey, I'd like to verify my identity. There just doesn't exist. And people have supposedly hacked into these things, but you have to physically have it to do that. But I mean nothing's perfect. So how do you keep yours physically safe? You don't keep it on you at all times, do you? No, no, no. Okay. You don't, you don't want to tell us exactly where you store it in your home, I suppose. Yeah, nobody can come out. No, it's at home. Yeah, it's no big deal. So it's at home. It's in a pile of all your other USB drives. Yeah. Weird stuff that he has, probably. Exactly. Uh, but if you ever lose that thumb drive, let's just say Snitzer has $25,000 in Dogecoin or something or whatever. I don't know. He's out of luck. You can never get that back. It's... uh. Or if he loses that passphrase, he's just completely out of luck. What happens if you die? My wife has all mine. She stuff. has she that information. Yeah. So you have like a, you guys have like some sort of cheat sheet for each other in case something happens to one another where you go, here's my passwords or whatever. Yeah, sticky note right on my monitor. Yeah, that makes, that's very secure. <laughs> no, but you guys should. I learned that yeah. with my brother when he passed, knowing you had to get into anything. So what's your emergency plan, Smith? If something happens to you, how does your wife access all of your stuff? Well, right now it's basically paper. I mean, but I'm working on a backup system. And maybe like a safety deposit box of some sort, probably. I see. All right. But yeah, right now it's just notes. Do you think Schnitzer is one of those weird guys that has a lot of cryptocurrency and just is continuing to plug away at his job, no. coming in every day, and then he one play. day he'll just disappear. <laughs> yes. That's his retirement fund is crypto. Yeah. That's what I really think. He's going to get up, and one day just retires, buys that damn that boat. That sailboat. Wants the boat. The sailboat. And just takes off away from his kids, doesn't tell them, and just takes off with the wife. <laughs> exactly. And we have no idea whatever happened yeah, to him. we never see him again. It's like a Dateline story or something. What happened to Anthony right. Snitzer? No, if I won a lotto, it was a peaceful day out on the high seas. <laughs> yeah, if I won a lotto, it turned dark. <laughs> yeah. That guy. you got to get that guy. Keith Morrison, I think, is his name. Right. I know if he's on Dateline, I'll watch it. It's a good one. He's the best at, at I mean, it's so annoying listening to him speak, but he's the best at it, isn't he? He is. He is. I mean, he really puts effort into it. He was the perfect video producer. Always upbeat when he'd come into work. Never missed a day. But there was a dark side. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's really good. I've got to take a break. Dude, we do have the shizzy coming up. The news. What do you have on the way? Um, Nelly had to apologize for a clip that was posted on social media. 
and he didn't mean for it to be posted. I'll tell you what it is next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Patman says, who had a better video, this guy or Champagne Dreams? Uh, that is a, from like, not even kidding you, 10 years, probably ran in bad stuff recently. Maybe that's what made him think of it. Which one is Champagne? She was a, this guy at this phony record label, and um, I think he threatened to sue me like 100 times. Well, we found a it weird guy. He said the radio um, the radio station was like sponsoring certain events of his, and we saw our logo on the website, and we're like, what is this? And we'd never heard of him. He was a fraudster. Yes. And he had a fake record label. He was also trying to search. He had a, an obsession with some missing woman, and the cops had to, like, get a restraining order because he kept, like, Holly Bobo or something like that. <laughs> Some missing woman and this guy became obsessed. Anyhow, he had these uh, uh, this woman and uh, this young girl, and he was trying to, I guess, get her to be a singer or something. I mean, there was all sorts of weird stuff that she had this terrible. And it, he had, like, all these things that he would post on social media. That she's playing this huge festival and she's doing this and she's doing that. It's all, it's all bogus, but it was a weird... Totally weird scenario. I still think about that guy every now and then, especially when I schedule best of, because I just scheduled best of a couple months ago, and that was in there. And I go, whatever. Ha-? So I had to look it up. I go, whatever happened to that? I don't know whatever happened to the woman Champagne Dream. Well, he did, there wasn't just Champagne Dream. There, there was, was a stable of yeah. these weird ass. Yeah. Yes. And he was just telling them all that you know they're going to be stars and stuff. And as soon as we brought him up on the air, the amount of people that called in and said my daughter was part of this and stuff. And he would put out, like, like press releases, like yeah. Champagne Dream going on international world tour or whatever. <laughs> it's just weird-ass stuff. Yeah, I just watched that video. When I scheduled that stuff, I go, i got to watch that video. So it took me a while to find it, and it's weird. Um, the other... Weird video? Other weird video that I can't get out of my... I can't get these guys from yesterday's show out of my mind. Oh, the North, North Coast Emergency oh, yeah. Services. Charlie, you got to go and get the dash cam video that that, that they have. Uh, and they, they, I, I, someone emailed me yesterday. They go, you got to check this out. And they emailed me, and it's a, a video link from Facebook or something. I just. Watched in awe, basically. I watched in disbelief, as a matter of fact. These are the guys that uh, called in yesterday. They have this volunteer group, and they're like, we volunteered to help the police, but they have these, like, phony cop cars with white bars. And Is this it? Yes, yes. All right, we'll play that in just a second. Let me take a break. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. New Pancake Sports Break today and tickets for you to get to an NBA crossover event downtown for All-Star Weekend. The Alan Cox. Grover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell us to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. These guys like busting balls and breaking nuts. Oh, wait. Reverse those. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Shift 
Dizzy is coming up in a moment. What do you have on the way, Dizzy? Rapper Nelly accidentally posted something on social media. He had no intention of doing it. Uh-huh. He had to apologize. What was it? I'll tell you next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. We are talking about weird videos that we saw, and someone sent me a video yesterday about the uh, the group. This guy called in yesterday. I love the call. You can see the highlight clip at RoverRadio.com or with the Rover Radio app. The guy called in. He was complaining about, we were talking about fake cops, people pretending to be a cop, and he was calling up to lament the fact that people uh, show up to accident scenes with lights on fake cops and that they end up getting arrested and then it turns out that this guy is actually part of an organization of fake cops uh, <laughs> professional who, fake police. yeah I mean they're volunteer they don't get paid but they have these cars that look just like cop cars that they've paid for out of their own pocket and then they 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 drive around waiting for accidents to happen on the freeway so that they can pull up and I'm, I'm assuming they have a police scanner and they just go to wherever if there's an accident reported, they go there. You know, no one's dispatching them. And, uh, yeah, so they just have to wait. Wait and listen. Yeah. And they get paid. It's just all volunteer. Yeah, they don't get paid. Yeah, they don't get paid. No, they do this for fun. They, right. right. 12 hours a day. And so, you know, we saw these cop cars and they have decals. They have full light bars. They have the, like, the brush guard thing or whatever it is at the front, you know, so that they can... Ram somebody. Right. It looks just like a cop car. Lights all over and a personalized plates that try to make it look like a state cop car plate. Um, and the same model. The, the, yeah. The Charger uh, vehicle you, that you see cop cars do. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference between these cars and a cop car. No. Except for the lights because they have a yellow lights and a, uh, cops are what? Blue and Blue and red. red. Yeah, That's these are like white and yellow. But if the lights aren't on, you don't know that. No. It looks just like a cop car. Yes. And even if it was, even if they did turn it on, you'd probably still be like, huh, oh, what is it? Uh, anyhow, so uh, someone sent me this. Uh, I saw this highlight video on the, sh- on the show's website yesterday. Yes. Re- re- get what you guys what, what huh? are talking yes. about. So my question would be, how would an ordinary civilian would get be able to acquire this equipment to make a car look like a cop car? Getting, getting a 2005 Dodge Charger, that's no problem, but getting the equipment to make it they look just like a cop car is a different yeah, story. They just, they just buy it and put it on. I didn't think that stuff would be available to an ordinary civilian. I can take my car and make it look like a cop car. Yes, and you mine, and mine yeah, is, I hope you do. Do yeah. you want to go on a ride along with these guys? Not really. I mean, that I was the best part of the whole. Hands. I laughed so hard when the guy you want to do a suggested you, for you know, me you to do a ride along. Pussy, you don't think you can handle a day on these streets? <laughs> yeah. What I go through? I'm like, no, I actually do it every day because I drive on the highway just like everyone else. But anyhow, someone sent me this video to show me how seriously these guys take this, and uh, uh, I think that they they said, you know, we don't normally release we have a policy of not releasing our dash cam you know they take a dash cam they have the whole they have radios i mean it's it's really a level of insanity wouldn't it be easier to go go to the academy for six months and actually become a cop you have to build out a whole car spend your own money there might be something too there might be something that could prevent some of the guys from doing oh, that. is that why? Yeah, you know, maybe if you've been on the wrong side of the law, mm. maybe, maybe you can't do that. Okay, that I'm sense. just saying. I don't know for sure. 
I'm not making any allegations. I'm just saying that would be one potential reason. Uh, Charlie, do you have the stash? Yeah, I do, but before we even play that, I know Dieter was wondering about the the precinct, like where they keep the cars and stuff. Oh, that's right, yes. You can actually see them on their way to a call here. If you look at my screen, Snitzer, you can see that. Uh, Which one? Uh, you see a stop sign? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so here's the uh, here's the precinct. Just pulling out. Pulling out of this house. <laughs> <laughs> there's a trash can. He's got to be quiet because his wife might yeah. Yeah. get upset. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there we go. So, um, and then they're out. Then he, I think he's... You know, he's racing to the scene of an accident here. Lights on? Not lights on. Yeah, he's, he's got to get there. It's, uh... So he hears on the scanner? Yes. Uh, so anyways, Rover, from there you can play the other dash cam. That was just one, because we have many, many videos online. Uh, do you have... Did you, I oh, you put it in yeah, my I system? Yeah, I saved it, yeah. Okay. Here it, uh... Here it is, I believe. Is this the one? Okay. Here it is. So this is up coming up on an accident. I'm around here. I'm trying to get out of here. I'm trying to get out of and here he comes. There he is. Dude, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> this guy, this guy. I mean, he's coming out. He's got like this this yellow shirt on with a, like a badge printed on it. What's in his hand? He's got the he's got the lights on. He's got a radio he's got a in radio. his hands. His walkie talkie. And I'm pretty sure I don't know what's on his belt. Is that a gun? Yeah, looks like a gun. Could yeah, be, right there. Could be cuffs. I mean, what's he got? Cuffs, dude. buddy. Citizen arrest. <laughs> yeah, you got yell it out, though. Now, if you've just been in an accident on the highway and, like, and this guy me. comes up and is in a cop car and he, he walks out, you assume this is a cop, right? <laughs> Officer, I'm going to We're northbound 71. It's going to be Brooklyn. We're northbound 71. Just before Ridge Road. It's going to be lane 2 and 4. I got debris all over the highway. This is him speaking with dispatch. This is why he's in his house. Oh, yeah. Another vehicle. That vehicle's in lane two. I mean, I, I just, this blows my mind. I don't know how this is allowed, to be honest with you. I mean, first of all, this guy puts on this light bar and he just stops in the highway. Like, you, I mean, he's just—he's just, he's just a, a normal guy. You can do that. Like, like Jeffrey said, he could go buy that stuff and he could start right. his own competing service. Oh, we should. Yes. Oh, I'd love Jeffrey going and just getting to the scene of the accident. You know, you're you're pinned up against the car. You're looking for help, and yeah. you reach your hand out. Oh, finally, please, and it's just Jeffrey. You're looking for the jaws of life. You got jabber jaw over here instead. <laughs> no thanks. I wouldn't be. You would not catch me doing that because I don't think personally that ordinary civilians can get their hands on that type of equipment. Yes, you can. Yeah. You just go to a police station. You're seeing it right here in action. 
So I can go into any police uniform store, I can get a gun, handcuffs, taser, all that good stuff? Why can't you buy handcuffs? Yes, of course you can. So yeah. This brings up all sorts of questions. First of all, if you're doing this as some sort of volunteer organization, of which I don't even know if they're an official, are they, you know, they have like an actual LLC or they have a charity or whatever, whatever. But what happens, I'm just curious, if these guys actually cause an accident with something that they do, who's responsible? Uh, you, you make your, this is, this is what you do in your spare time. You drive around pretending to be a cop. I guess I didn't think to about me, that. To me, that opens yeah. up to a huge amount of liability. I saved another video for you. This is, um, <laughs> they're really happy with this video. It's from the police dispatch, so they actually record the dispatch. And uh, they got a shout-out in the dispatch, so they're, like, really excited about it, so they posted it. All right. You just hear it. They just mentioned it, but I just love that they're, like, oh, it's not playing correctly? I don't know. You can play it over there. All right, it's not the gray. It's just this. But they're, like, they're pumped because they're, their name is mentioned. Can you break for this code 1, Charlie 3 1, and any other cars to assist 40 watts at great for vehicle flip? Thank you. 40 watts at Grayton. 40 watts at Grayton right before the bridge for a vehicle flip. It's a sedan. There's a light on in the inside because the roof is caved in. North Coast Emergency Services is coming to us as well. EMS and fire are advised. Yeah, so uh, there you go. So, yes, we finally made it to the big So, and my other question is this. Is there any background check or anything? Anyone wants to join this organization? Do I just, if I have my own fake cop car, can I join this organization? Well, even if, well, since it's not real, <laughs> even if you can't join it, you just make your own. And you just go show up at anything you want. Anybody could do it. But let's just say, theoretically, that you have, uh, you know, some guy who is a uh, murderer or a rapist, and mm -hmm. he's part of your organization. And now you guys are on the radio going, yeah, I meant to set, go to this, oh, I heard about this, and then you, now you've sent a rapist <laughs> to this accident scene. And there's no, some, well, they have to have a background check. There's some woman there who's like a hot chick, and this guy, you know, is like, oh. No, they're I, held to a higher standard. They're public servants. Well, according to their website, it says, all of our team members are certified by the Emergency Responding Safety Institute in Traffic Minute Incident Management, and many of our team members are certified in CPR and first aid. That's great. That's it? Yeah, but that's not an answer. That's not a real thing. That's CPR? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm on the weekend right now, and I'm reading this about us. It says, <laughs> North Coast Emergency Services, LLC, Incident Management Services. We are a licensed and insured incident management agency. I'd love to check on that license and that insurance. You don't have to read the whole website. We read it, we read it, yeah, we read it yesterday. My okay. other question is this. If you're driving around in a fake cop car, that you are specifically trying to look like a fake cop car, there's no doubt about it. It's what they, it's the whole game that they're doing. They, they're, they're wannabe cops. They love the, you know, the lifestyle or whatever. I don't know. If someone in a real emergency flags you down, thinking that you're a cop because you've designed your car to look like a, a cop car, and you can't provide the actual help that a police officer can, let's say some guy, you're, you're like the, one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims. Remember the one guy got away? And he's like running down the street naked, help me, help me, help me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Actually, he did find an actual police officer, and they gave him back. Oh, it's just a gay lover spec. Gave him back. Dahmer killed the guy that night. But let's just say, theoretically, you're running, you know, some, some poor woman is getting uh, raped or whatever. She runs out, help, help, flags down this fake cop car. And then something weird happens. Maybe the guy comes up and shoots her. Or the guy shoots, you know, whatever. Who's responsible then? Well, if I were her family, I'd sue these guys and say, you design, you're driving around in a fake cop car trying to look like a cop. But if they're helping people. They're not. How do you know? The guy was the first on scene for that car crash. He did beat the cops there. So if he can help people and the lights are a distraction. And he's so, packing a gun. But if you, it. okay, fine. They start showing up. Bank robberies, everything. Let's just have them handle it. No, no. If you get the cops flagged were down, on their way. If and, you get flagged down and you're in a phony cop car and you're doing everything you can to look like a phony cop. You're you're going to be responsible. There's going to be a lawsuit involved if it they're goes insured. south. Did you say they're insured? I don't think the insurance covers looking like a phony cop. I mean, I'm just telling you. I, I grew up in Las Vegas, and there's a pizza chain there called Metro Pizza. The police department in Las Vegas is the Las Vegas Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Shorthand, everyone calls calls them Metro. Call Metro. Uh, and so Metro Pizza, when they first started, many, many, many years ago, their delivery cars were painted black and white to look like Metro cop cars. I don't, they didn't have, like, the whole, I don't think they had light bars and all that, but they well, were painted black and white. Idea. They might have even had, like, a Metro Pizza logo on the door or whatever. And uh, someone flagged them down, and there, there was a, exactly that incident. Someone ran out. Flag them down thinking they were getting the cops. It was a pizza guy. Well, that's a different scenario. These guys are almost cops. They're not pizza guys. Yeah, okay. And I'm I'm almost president of the United States. Okay. I didn't say that. But if they can help people, I don't see why it's that big of a deal. For traffic accidents. Right. That That's really it. Just to block traffic in right. lanes two and lanes four. And debris in lane one. Yeah, right. And when they come to help you and they actually cause an accident or they do something. Yeah, but their lights are on. They arrive at the accident. Their lights their are lights on. on. I'm often, approaching a scene. Often, I see lights. I'm going to slow down. How often do cops get hit from behind when their lights are on? It's, it's you know, it happens. Dang. But if you were stuck on the freeway, Rover, in a, in a crash, don't you want lights on from a car yeah. to warn other people, hey, slow down, there's an accident? There was two cars stuck right in the middle of the freeway. Uh, they could easily... Yeah, I want the cops to come or the fire department or whatever. They're not I'm there not... yet. Do you want these guys to come with lights? I don't want a vigilante group roaming the streets just waiting for accidents. These guys, I mean, I maybe I'm off base, but... I would love to hear what that guy says when he walks up to the victim there in that call. Is he like, hey, I'm Officer... Officer Johnson, emergency services. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, well, they could have ranks, right? Because, like, Boy Scouts and stuff, don't they have, like, different... Or, Sergeant? Yeah, yeah, they could probably call themselves that. Yeah, because the there is no actual organization. I, I'm Chief Smith. <laughs> Here's a guy that says, North Coast hangs out 
all day downtown calling traffic cops to issue tickets to people with expired parking meters. Oh, oh really? I was double parked, and the guy called on me and said, I've notified the police they're on the way. Dude, like, get over it, bro. You're not a cop. What a jerk if you're doing that. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Tyler, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Tyler. You're over. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey. so I actually bought a Crown Vic from a police auction about three, four years ago, and it had everything on it. Like, they just took it out of service. It had the cage in the back seat. It had the plastic seat, uh, the full light bar, the sirens, the decals on the side. I mean, just literally really? taken out of service. They take that stuff off before they sell it. Yeah, out. they were supposed to. But they just literally just unhooked all the wires from the battery, and I was I got it home and I uh, started hooking up everything and yeah. seeing what went where, and then all the lights started coming on and the sirens were coming on, and like all the neighbors came out of the house and they thought like I stole a cop car, but yeah, I took everything off and I sold the car. But then there was another auction. It was a undercover charger I bought. And it's just it's one color, but I mean they're just fun to drive. They're just fast and Big engines, yeah. and you got the Hemi's in them. Yeah. So I, I know some people buy, get carried away. In. I should do. We should start a GoFundMe, and let's buy Jeffrey a fake cop car. He could start his own organization. He would do that. Think of all the time he drives around right now, just aimlessly driving around. Anything to, to stay away from his home and his family. Now imagine if you gave him a fake duty. You go, Jeffrey. You got a, any accident? You got to run up, turn on your lights. He'd come out there. He'd have his bullet boots on. He'd have like a Smokey and the Bandit like hat on, right. like one of those highway, highway, yeah. 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 highway patrol state trooper oh, hat. State, <laughs> state trooper hat. Right? No, thanks. It's just not my style, dude. Yeah. It's not my style. You want to drive one of those cars? I, was, uh, I never drove um, the last. The last Dodge vehicle I had was a Dodge Caravan. No, a Brown Vic. You drive no, uh, I've never, I've never had a Crown Victoria. They, uh, Jeffrey, the other day, I did see him. I, I almost go, whoa, yeah, yeah. cops are here for me because Jeffrey, I think it was on Friday. Uh, he, I came out of the studio and he was getting ready to leave and he has this jacket on, big, big black jacket with a badge on it and a thing, like a. Thing on the a shield on the on the side on the arm on the shoulder shoulder patch. Security, it says. I mean, it kind of looks like a cop jacket. And I go, what's this? He goes, yeah, this is from my security job that I used to have. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I still have um, I still have that jacket, and I, I never had to return it. You could sell that, and somebody would buy that, and make a lot of money. Except picture of him sleeping. Is he wearing that jacket? Uh. I only wore it once here just because that. You got to remember, we went through. I have three different jackets from the same job because of how many times we changed the uniforms. Right. Or changed the style of the uniforms. Since you got the picture from sleeping at his job, is he wearing that jacket? Oh, you ought to find it to be a piece of history. Yeah, yeah 0.2 seconds I was asleep in your cop jacket. Well, James, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, James. Good morning, Rover. Hey, what's up? I, uh, I was, not much. I was listening to you guys. Um, they said that in 2021, 129 cop cars were hit by pedestrians. By pedestrians? I mean, I mean, 
Yes, sir. Um, I mean, I don't really Someone agree with them guys. Someone walking across the street hit a cop car? Or people? No, no, another another vehicle hit a cop car that was stopped pulling someone over. Oh, wow. um, I don't really agree with them guys, like like you said, pulling up to a bank robbery or something. But, I mean, it would be kind of nice to have a little bit of extra, like, or for, say, a tow truck. Tow trucks are pretty dangerous. That would be kind of nice to have one of them guys sit 100 yards back just to kind of give a little bit of, hey, there's something up ahead. Yeah, if there's like an actual service that does it, not just guys that travel around doing it for free, and who knows who these guys are, you know, and who knows what they There's a thing that happens when, when cops have their lights on, and they are. You go, how can you hit a cop car on the side of the road with their lights on? See it from a mile away. Drunk drivers do it all the time because... They become, uh, there's a phenomenon, I forget what it's called, but they become become fixated on these flashing lights. And you actually drive right towards it. You drive, it's like a moth to a flame. And you just, boom, right into the back of the car. You become like, just uh, like in a trance almost. And I think they should call tunnel vision. So if these guys pull up and someone hits the back of them and then their car hits you and pins you, you're paralyzed. I, I I don't know. I'm maybe I'm off base. Doozy, we never got to a shizzy, so you can supersize the shizzy next hour. Okay. I uh, you know we are headed into. I know it's hard to believe, but uh, we did presidential elections and whatnot. Uh, a little more than a year ago, we're already back in election season for midterm elections, and I'm seeing, if I turn on the TV, I'm seeing ads for people running for office now. There's a a guy who is running for office. I think he uh, is running for governor. And uh, he made a weird admission. I'm curious what you guys, how you feel about this and whether you would vote for this guy. We'll be right back. Hang on. New Pancake Sports Break today. And tickets for you to get to an NBA crossover event downtown for All-Star Weekend. The Allen Point 7 WMMS. Run down your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell us to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Rover doesn't smoke weed. Just the competition. Welcome back to Rover's Morning Glory. Smoke them if you get them. That we may jumping around, partake in. Uh, now I did want to say uh, somebody emailed me a video that I think you like. Okay, because we we're just talking about the uh, fake police yeah. and the news. Actually, a couple of years ago, uh, talk to them. Ah, uh, let's see. Where the local news is? Uh, it should be. In, is it today's folder? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this is a uh, news five. I don't remember. According to national statistics, you're about 18% more likely to get into a highway crash here in Cleveland compared to the national average. And highway first responders like North Coast Emergency Services says that it's up to local... So are you a first responder then? Do you get to say you're a first responder? Well, you're first you sh- on the scene. You show up, you get to say it. 
Yeah. You, you go train. So probably first in line if they wanted to get the COVID vaccine back when it was first responders only. You, you can... Local drivers to make the difference. Accidents, injuries, and death on Northeast Ohio Highway. We gotta get them out of here. A series of wrong way drivers on our roads. Police say many of those behind the wheel are impaired, all of them distracted. Such a big hazard, officers in Copley say they had to bump this wrong way driver off the road to avoid an even more serious crash. It's more than we can usually handle. I mean, it's usually. One right after the other. North Coast Emergency Services says it's on record pace to respond to more yeah. than six Look at red lights. Wait a second. How's that? Po- wait, How can wait, you wait. have red lights? And that it says it's on record pace. Was I thought it was yellow. Maybe they're orange or yellow. To respond I mean, that, to more- that, come on, dude. That's how's that legal? I don't know. I mean, this is this is wild. Emergency Services says it's on record pace to respond to more than 600 Northeast Ohio crashes in 2019. People driving too fast for road conditions, uh, you know, not paying attention to their surroundings, not moving over for emergency vehicles or road workers. A study just published by car insurance companies compiling 2017 national crash. Oh, there you go. A blurb on the news. Wow. I mean, how did they even find that guy? Uh, there is a, now maybe I'm wrong, maybe the cops love them. Maybe the cops can't get enough of them, and they want people riding around in fake cop cars. Maybe, and I'll stand corrected if that's what the cops come out and they say. They say, you know what, we couldn't get by on a day without the fake cops coming, coming around. Um, there is a guy who's running for governor of Oregon. He's the mayor of Sandy, Oregon. His name is Stan Pulliam. And uh, he's, a, he's, he's a Republican, you know, Mr. Family Values, Mr. Conservative. And he uh, also happens to have to come out to admit he's a swinger, or he was a swinger. They they you know, they, they were in the lifestyle, but then they decided it's not for them, him and his wife. So he's running for governor, and uh, uh, someone dug up some info on him as he joined the uh, Sandy Swingers group on Facebook for Sandy, Oregon. He is also going to all these erotic balls. He's doing these various things, him and his wife. Uh, and they're swingers. They have a couple of kids. I don't know if they were still swinging when they, when they had these kids. Uh, he says he doesn't swing anymore. He's done with the swinging. Several years ago, he writes, Mackenzie and I as a couple, maybe we can find some pictures of them. Several years ago, Mackenzie and I as a couple, there they are, not bad looking, huh? Uh, explored relationships with other couples for a brief period of time before we ultimately decided to focus solely on each other, our marriage, and our family. And ever since day in and day out, we've worked as a team to strengthen our family, so on and so forth. Uh, he did also, they, they did a an interview with a local media outlet where he refused to you know, expand upon what he means by mutual relationships, when they began, when they ended, but he says that they were swinging in 2016. They started in, uh, the first things they have of him are in 2019, 
So that brief period of time is probably at least five years. I don't know how brief of a period of time that is. And it says he does say that his swinging ended by the time he announced his run for governor, which was just not too long ago. So we're in 2022 right now, so he probably announced in 2021. So that looks to be a 10-year brief period of time. <clears throat> I will say, <clears throat> I give this guy credit. I think it's great that this guy, <clears throat> I, I wouldn't care if this guy were uh, a swinger or not. Would not affect my decision to vote for somebody. I don't see how that could influence anyone's. Now, I don't know, maybe you're one of these Bible thumpers or whatever, but I give the guy credit. To, as a Republican of all people, they are the conservative family values party. Not known for publicly swinging and wife swapping. Now, he denies there, there were allegations that he is a bisexual. He denies that. That was made in a post where, uh, the original post where they posted, uh, these pictures and screenshots of him from the Swingers Facebook group. He denies that and says, I am a heterosexual male and I've only personally engaged in heterosexual activity. And he says there are different stages of marriage, different ebbs and flows. This is something that was for a brief period in our past, and it's in the past. I say own it, dude. Keep swinging. Who cares? But it's obviously something they were into, something they enjoyed. It wasn't I, think a, just, I don't think it was a brief period of time. I think they're still doing it. Yeah. I don't think you just turn that off. Is yeah. That what yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, probably not. And but I don't have an issue with it. I I, I wish more political candidates. Not, I, I would have wished that he didn't have to be outed for it, that he would have come forward. So I want to swing into the governor's mansion. Oh. But that is a campaign ad. No. <laughs> you know? You can't be a swinger as a governor. <laughs> Why not? Because you have to have morals. You have to... Lead by example. And I don't find anything wrong with that, though. So what? I don't. I, morals. I, I. I really don't have any issue with that no whatsoever. I, maybe I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm different. I just you don't. Are. I don't. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal either. I think it's a. If he's uh, running for the GOP, though, I mean, they would be lighting up anybody else mm-hmm. that did that. Oh yeah, if that was some. Um, I think it's the hypocrisy. That's the problem. Not doing it. Who cares? Who wants to be a swinger? Go for it. Mm. I, I wouldn't. Buy. And you said it's unless you're a Bible thumper, not a Bible thumper. I just think you need to have a solid understanding of relationships. And if you're one of those couples that swings, I don't think you're on oh, solid ground. Oh, I think they actually probably have a real solid yeah. idea of their relationship. No, I don't probably think more last. solid. I don't think this lasts. Do you? Married couples? No, the swinger lifestyle? Oh, I think I think married couples get into the swinging lifestyle and it lasts a long time. I until think they until the chick meets another guy yeah. and just leaves, or the guy meets another chick, guess, or that guy meets another guy. Yeah, but or guess what? Whatever, yeah. Guess what? That happens in regular relationships all the well, time. I think people do it. They meet someone. To... Your your wife meets someone in the office. They strike up an affair. They leave. But no, I mean, but you're trying to like save a relationship. I think a lot of times you're like, oh, this sucks. I don't really like having sex with this person anymore. Let's be swingers, and then 
you're trying to hang on to something. Yeah. I think a lot of the time. Oh, I, I think it's the best of both worlds, really. You get to be married and you get to swing. That's not You get to have good. sex with other people. <laughs> like, let's all just be honest with each other. That's the worst part of marriage, right? Is that you only get to have sex with one girl oh, yeah. the rest of your life. Oh, no. No. Yeah, that's, that sucks for guys. And so if, 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 and I, it probably sucks for women too. That's no, I'm not saying it doesn't. You think Krista's not sick of you, Charlie? No, she Having loves sex it. with you? She loves it. So, you know, I don't I don't think it's, uh, I think you could actually save marriage. Now, I think these people that are that Charlie's describing where you go, oh, let's save the marriage and become swingers, that's not going to work, I don't think. If you're already having marital issues and then you become a swinger, you're probably still going to have those marital issues plus. But if you have a, a solid marriage, maybe this guy does. They've been married for a long time, obviously. They seem to be happy. They have some kids. I I applaud them. 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. You wouldn't vote for this guy, no, did you? No, 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 no. He's actually, like, honest. I love that. I don't think he is. By the way, these caught. politicians think there are a lot of things that these politicians do that, you know, they, they will deny and they do it in private or whatever. Um, I would rather just have a normal sort of person in there. And maybe you don't consider it normal this way, I suppose. But but he wasn't honest. He was caught. And then he had to say, yeah, uh, I'm dead to rights. I'm a swinger. He didn't come out first and go, hey, everybody, I'm a swinger. I wish oh. he would have. I, 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 I yeah. wish he would have. Although, I would say, why should you necessarily come out and say that in advance? To be different. He says he's not ashamed of his past swinging. I think that's good. I don't believe that. I think that's the right approach. Oh, no. I, I think he would have come out like Dieter said. Um, no. Okay, so what if some guy has uh, uh, a weird uh, uh, feather tickle uh, fetish or a spanking fetish? What if some guy, what if he's running for governor and his fetish is he likes his wife to spank him? Does he have to come out and tell that no. to you, too? Like, yeah, yeah. hey, just so you guys know, I have a spanking fetish. But there's no other couples involved. What you do... So what? What, what difference does it make? What you do with just you and your spouse, okay. But when you start bringing other people into the bedroom, and then there's drama, and then maybe he is with a guy, and the guy says, oh, he's bisexual. Like, you got to get ahead of that and be honest about it. So he's not even being but honest. But even if he is bisexual, who cares? He's lying about it. What do you, if you're well, lying I about that? I don't know if he's lying about it or not. I, I you know, he's, he hasn't admitted that. The claim was made, but he hasn't admitted that. But see, uh, it's just like outside drama that you just don't need. Have higher morals and just stick with a solid marriage. That's the kind of governor I like. I like the Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, solid. You don't know what the, marriage. The, no, but see, you look at that. Love. You look at that, and you say. Oh, look at this couple. They do this. They're so happy. They're so traditional or whatever. You've done this a hundred times with celebrities. And then it turns out you see in the news during the show, you go, oh, my God. And you think there's been another 9-11 attack or something. You go, what? What is it? What's a So-and-so's getting a divorce. Some celebrity couple. That's it? Yeah. You go, that's it? That's what you're in shock over, and you're oh my godding and screaming. But they seem so happy. You don't know what people are doing in their private lives. And I wouldn't vote for him. 
even if he was the best candidate, even if everything else he you agreed with him on, you wouldn't vote for him just because he was a, a swinger in the past? Yes. That's crazy. And he, yeah, and he didn't come out with it. I'm sure he had to get ahead of the story that was about to come out. It's just, I don't trust that. No, no, he didn't get ahead of it. They outed him, and then he, uh, he came he didn't out. Do yeah. that he didn't right. get ahead. Yeah. Okay. Getting yeah. ahead would be just coming out of the, you know, coming yeah. out and saying, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a swinger," or saying, "Hey, someone's trying making threats or blackmail claims or whatever the case may be." Uh, they want to derail my gubern, gubernatorial <laughs> ambitions. I think that's how you say it. Uh, I, I want to be the governor. They're trying to derail my ambitions to do that. And so I'm going to beat him with a bunch, and I'm going to tell you, no, no, he waited until after he was he was outed as a swinger. Uh, Mac, in Pennsylvania, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Mac. Morning, Rover. Hey, what's happening? Yes, go ahead. Who's she not talking about a relationship if she can't make one? She what? Dizzy can't talk about a relationship, but she can't even keep one. Yes, that's true. You're right. She's been one? single, I hasn't been married in 100 years. Yes, Three yes. Years. But uh, anyhow, you. go on. But what do you have? I've been, I've been married for 30 years. My wife and I swing twice a month, maybe sometimes three times oh, a month. Oh, wow. Right. Almost every week. And um, well, sometimes, sometimes Dizzy says that you can't be happily married, no, says that not. you don't have a stable uh, marriage. I trust my wife 100%. She's not going nowhere because we are open about it from the beginning, and she has no problem with it. We don't do nothing behind each other's back, but we talk about it all the time. If you're out open, open with it to begin with, there's nothing to hide. So where do you go to, a swingers club, or you invite a couple to your house? Uh, well, there's always different houses that everybody meets at, have you? Sometimes we go to, like, clubs and stuff like that, but... There's always a house in the area that we all know where it's at, the meeting is beforehand. Mm-hmm. And what do these people look like, though? Are they decent looking you're swinging with, or are they It's a warm body? Right. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you and say they're perfect tens, but I'm not known for them fatty or not like that. I mean, they're pretty I mean, good seven or eights. You know, I mean, they're not wow. bad. Okay. <laughs> seven or eight. And what, are, what are you? What do you consider yourself, a 12? No, I'm not going to lie, though, but I'm a good nine. Oh, nine. Nine out of ten. Out of a hundred? Dieter, you got some competition. Uh-huh. Dieter thinks he's one of the best-looking guys in the state, but this guy might <laughs> I got, might have you beat, Dieter. Uh, so, Mackie, this has never been a problem for you? It's never, um, nothing has ever been an issue with this? It's just been smooth sailing all throughout your swingership through the years? Uh, so far, so good. I mean, the wife and I, like, we talk about everything. We discuss everything. See, look at this, Doogie. I I really think that a couple can be. I I agree with Mac that you can have a stronger bond with your spouse. You just want to swing. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, who who wouldn't? Dieter, would you? Yeah. You would let your wife be with a man? No, no, no. Uh, uh, in front of you? No, I'm saying I could get another girl. It's not really swinging that. I don't think, Dieter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, call what you will. That's my form of it. <laughs> you get to bang other chicks, yeah. but your wife just has to. <laughs> Stay at home. Well, she can watch, and we can talk about it. After. Oh, oh, oh that sounds I'm sure she, Oh, she'd be thrilled with that. Who, who would have? Great. Uh, Dave, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Dave. Rover. Hey, what's up? Love you, man. Hey, man. Hey, got a question for the old cow, Doogie. Um, 
What 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 does she care what this guy and his wife do in their own private life? That's How's right. That, I just want know? them to be my governor. You've what? already what, been what exposed was... for this. What else do you have that's going on that exposed. I just think you say that You say that word exposed like it's a bad thing what they're doing. Yeah. If they're both willing and they're I both, too happy. you know, if they both are consenting adults and they both want to do that, now, if the guy's forcing his wife to swing, then I would say that's a problem. But I don't think that's what's going on. They've been married for a long time. And uh, I think they're just in touch with their own feelings and sexuality. And, and Dong? If he's in touch with other people's wives? Uh, if, if he's bisexual, that would really bother me because... Why? Be honest about it. Don't lie about it. In this day and age, that's so accepted. Okay, so you anyone who's in yeah. the closet, anyone who's just gay, and they, they don't go around saying, I'm gay, you have a problem with them. No, but he's swinging. No, I'm just, I'm just the... He, no, he's running for governor, and they said he's bisexual, and he's well, saying... Well, a claim was made, and he says that he's not. Right, and he's saying, that which, okay, but if he is, and he's lying about it, so it's more that he's lying, not the that he's bisexual. Part. No, oh. of course If he not. came out as bisexual, you would be okay with that. Yeah, but be honest about it. That's what about their kids? Do. Think they're going to get made fun of because the parents are swinging? I mean, it's probably not great for the kids. How old are you know? You know, so it's almost really shame on the people who are outing him for this. You know, you could do this without your kids knowing what you're up to. You go out at night, you get the babysitter, you go meet up, have an orgy. Uh Come back home, kiss the kids. Read a bedtime. Yeah, story. yeah. I mean, you can do that. Natalie, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Natalie. Uh, good morning, Rover. Hi, what's happening? Um, I, <laughs> I just wanted to call and comment on the swinger lifestyle. Uh, my husband and I are have been married for 10 years, together for 14. We recently started swinging this summer, and it has been amazing for our relationship. It's great. (laughs) Now, you're not not considering running off with one of these guys like Peter and Doogie and Charlie would say that you were going to? (laughs) Absolutely not. The sex with my husband has become incredible. Um, since we've been doing it. We've always had a good connection, but it has improved it. There's no words to explain how great it has been for our bedroom life. And we have kids. Um, we're both professionals. I'm a nurse. He is a, a pie in a home care company. And, I mean, it has been amazing. Would you be embarrassed, <laughs> like this guy was outed, he's running for uh, for governor, now you're on the radio telling us a story, but no one knows who you are really. Would you be embarrassed right. if your co-workers at the hospital or wherever it is that you work, would you be embarrassed if they found out that you were swingers? Um, no, because I've shared that information with my close friends personally. Um, I don't think that there's anything shameful about it if it works for your relationship. Don't you think they told everybody? Yes. Yes. They did. She's yes. a swinging nurse yes. now. Yeah. You know it has in the That's hallway. hot. Who doesn't like that? A swinging <laughs> nurse. That's a swinging nurse. Here she comes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you make out with other girls or just yeah. you and guys? Or is it the. I have, yes. Girls and, and guys? Yeah. Oh, and what is your husband? 
do? Just, just the girl? No, he gets to do the other girl. Yeah. Or whatever. Girls and guys? <laughs> is it a swap yeah, or is it an orgy? What is it? Uh, it's we've done a few different things. Um, we're we're pretty open to just about anything. Um, he usually only participates with the girls, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's not bisexual, just like this guy not running for governor. Is that right? Correct. I gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, Natalie, sounds like you have a great marriage, and uh, I I predict a long and happy marriage for Natalie and her. Husband, uh, thank you. See, I told you, it can work now. It's only been working since the summer. We'll see how it goes next summer. You know, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got to take a break. We do have the shizzy, the news, coming up right after this. Hang on. Rovers Morning Glory. New Concake Sports break today, and tickets for you to get to an NBA crossover event downtown for All-Star Weekend. The Allen Conquer. Radio Station. You can ask your smart device to play Rovers Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMX. Singer, he had to apologize for something that kind of leaked onto social media. I'll tell you what that is next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Tom, you're on Rovers Morning Glory. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Rover. Hey. How's it going? It's going all right. What do you got for me? So I was, I was calling in to give you a little heads up. There's a whole different... Uh, there's a whole different scope of kind of what people do out there, and it's really not as abnormal as you think, obviously. You probably have a lot of people call in, but I wanted to call in and let you know I'm a married man of 16 years, and I also have two girlfriends. Oh, So wow. we also swing. We go to clubs. Um, it's all about communication, really. <laughs> the communication and, uh, is, I'll be out with my girlfriend tonight. That's the communication. I mean, I and would say weekend, which one, I go Tom? and I come home. Wow. Um, Listen, and I'm telling you, I was on hold, and I realized you talked about this years ago. So you might actually be the facilitator of why I live such an amazing life today. So you you heard this, and you said, I'm going to take Rover's advice and just go out and live life as I see fit. Really? I mean, I'm not even kidding you. I, I, as I was sitting here, I realized, I'm like, I remember you talking about going there, and you said, eh, once we got there, there wasn't really that anything that great. And I'll, I would agree with you, but I've also been with some women that have been probably high eights, nines, mm-hmm. that otherwise I never would have. I would probably yeah. stay married. And, How did you convince your wife that you could have these girlfriends on the side? Uh, you know, it's kind of like exposure. So we started going to clubs, swinging a bit. She liked watching me. And then uh, I travel for work. So it was almost easier for than me to experience, like, because we've never been opposed to um, people separately. But it almost became easier that whenever I wasn't home, I wasn't attached to, like, my life here. If I'm traveling, I'm, I'm gone for a week, you know, I would just set up, dating profile and see uh, if I can meet up with someone and 
each one that I've met up with has been amazing. I have, like, a few other people that if I happen to be in a certain city, like, I have kind of open relationships with them to where I can call and we might just go to dinner. We might go to dinner and go back to their place. Um, and I will say, like, at the end of the day, like, the dating scene is extremely rough out there. So I think women are very, like, if you're a decent dude that looks good, that is, like, I mean, every single person that I deal with knows about everything. Like, they know when I'm meeting the other person because, for me, it's all about, like, communication. Like, if you're not comfortable with this, then don't be a part of it, you know? And well, what does your wife say when you get back from this business trip? Does your wife ask you about how your date with Stephanie was? Yeah, typically, yeah, typically we talk whenever we're like, whenever I'm traveling back home or if I'm driving, she'll call me the next morning and go, "Hey, how'd things go last night with so and so?" And it's kind of a you know, don't don't ask, don't tell policy. So if she wants to know details, I'll tell her. If she doesn't ask, then I don't. So. Peter, does uh, this guy live in the life or what yeah, at this point? Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I really do. I, I There's days where I wake up and I'm like, I cannot believe this is actually my life. I mean, my, my girlfriend's coming um, from, she lives in Charlotte. She's coming next week to meet my wife. Wow. Uh, there, She's coming to meet so, your wife. Yeah, and how's that going to go? Yeah. It's not going to end well. Uh, actually, they test each other all the time. Oh, so wow. it's, it's really, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, Oh, to tell man. you that now again when I when I tell my story it's like I tell it with a disclaimer because it's like you know where you ask the guy hey how, how things been like it's tumultuous at times right like if I go hey I want to go here you know I might be asking her on the wrong day uh, you know? yeah and so you just have to deal with it and it's like you know what I get to do this regardless so I can either pop off and and get crazy about it too or I can come from the standpoint of like. Hey, I get to do these things. I just need to like be patient, take some time, understand that like she might not always be in the headspace to hear me say, "Hey, I want to go spend the weekend with so and so." Whenever I get back from doing X, Y, and Z, so it's, now do people at your um, job know that you're like? I mean, does everyone know this or what? Yeah, um, people that should know know. Yeah. I mean, but. I'm, I, I don't hide it because at the end of the day, it's like, what do I really have to hide? Like, I'm I'm living. I'm literally living the best life I probably could ever live. And it's all thanks to me. So, well, there yeah. you go, Tom. I, I, as I was on hold, I thought about that. I was like, oh, my gosh. Was like, you know, Put him on this path. A, yes, uh, Tom. Right? Uh, well, good luck to you, my man, and you and all your girlfriends. Sure. I, the, the more you talk about this, the more it intrigues people. You know, there'll be talks tonight at dinner going like, you know, I was listening to Rover, and, I have an idea. Oh, yeah. Every guy's going to bring this up at the dinner table tonight. Uh, And out of the thousand guys that bring it up, 999 of the wives are going to stab their husband with a steak knife and say, don't even think about it. And equally the other way, I would imagine, because, yeah, it's it's, it's not easy. But it's amazing if you can make it work. I appreciate it. Bye. One last call, and then we'll get to the shizzy, all right? Let me go to Nadine in Sarasota, Florida. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Nadine. Good morning, Rover. Hi. Hi. I am a 50-year-old um, Trump Republican, and my 42-year-old fiancé and I are swingers in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say at 50 years old with 
four long-term monogamous relationships under my belt that this is by far the best relationship I've ever been in as far as because communication so and closeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about literally everything. And we can do anything. Now, and we think about let me ask you this question. You're a Trump Republican and a swinger. If yeah. Donald Trump was available, would you swing with him? Would you sleep with Donald Trump? I don't know about that. No, no. All right. He just likes the guy, but doesn't want to sleep with him. All right. Try yeah, to get that yeah, diaper yeah. off anyhow, too. No, you know? I'm not that crazy. Uh, <laughs> just no, a little crazy. You, just a little you have, crazy. Uh, you have no idea until you get into it how huge it is. The lifestyle. I, and I believe it. I, I, what do you mean huge? The number of people, people I think, that friends. are what, Kelly? Do you ever meet somebody and you go, oh, uh, you like knew the person prior, and then you see him at a club? No, like, no, no, no. Because I go on like web. We go on. We go on a particular website, you know, or we go to swingers clubs. And so. you, you never run into Betty from accounting. Yeah. It's more likely that we could go to the tiki bar down the street from me and meet somebody that I like hooked up with than it would be. If we would go to a swingers club and we meet somebody. <laughs> really? So, and if you're, your fiancé, if you go to the tiki bar down the street and and uh, Bill is there and Bill railed you, your fiancé doesn't mind. You tell him, you go, oh, it's Bill. He railed me. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Wow, and he'd so- be like, how was that? I think this is, uh, I read a story about the villages in Florida, you know, the retirement community. Sure. Thank you, Nadine. And. Uh, I guess there's a documentary that is coming out about the villages, and they're, they're trying to paint it out as like a bad place. I guess. It's like a party, like a very social. I think there's a old radio. people banging and yeah, old people having a lot of sex. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And like I read this article, and it's like the dark underbelly of the villages. And I read the article, I go, "What's so dark about it? Like it doesn't seem that dark to me." What was Other, dark? Well, what they say? They. Uh, they don't like any criticism of the villages, and I'm like, well, who would? Uh, if you were, if you had an organization, you don't want any criticism. But also, the main gist of the article was that they value youth and vigor in the villages, which is a retirement community. You have to be 55 or older to live there, and that they they deny death, and that when an ambulance comes into the villages. They're required to turn their sirens off so that no one hears them and that they... And also, uh, funeral cars, like a hearse, like they somehow have like regular-looking hearses to take all the old dead people that croak in the villages out so that no one no one wants to be bothered seeing a dead person being right. paraded through. It's probably every day. And I, to me, I'm like... Is that really the dark underbelly? I was expecting like some sort of crazy satanic cult or something was going on in the villages, but that's it. They just go, hey, we don't want to worry about dying because we're getting old. We just want to play golf on one of the 50 golf courses that we have here, and we want to play shuffleboard and have weird geriatric orgies. Um, so 
I didn't think there was anything. It's really crazy. expensive. The villages? Yeah. How do you Super know? Super expensive. Because I was reading up on what they offer. <laughs> oh, she wants to You're going to go there? I'd be As soon as, as, no? soon as she hits 55, no. she's going. No, not when I'm 55. What's super expensive about it? The homes that are there, they're really expensive. I mean, maybe not for you, but... Well, they're probably... They probably also have, like, an HOA. I'm looking at the villages. They only have a low monthly amenity fee of $179. That gets you free golf on courses, swimming, pickleball, tennis, corn toss, and bocce ball. Indoor and outdoor recreation. That's 179 200 bucks a month to yeah. be a part of all that crap. Every house is like $400,000. That's a lot of money. Every, that's, that's the cheapest one. Well, I mean, you can go as low as $339. I don't know if you can rent because they might say like... They might not let you rent. Well, they're going to die soon. Don't you want to rent yeah. and not buy a house? <laughs> I said I rent for six months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 85. Yeah. That's expensive. Two hundred bucks a month to play golf. Yeah, but think about where. Yeah. But no, I, I, away. Yeah, that's not. I don't think that that's uh, an outrageous fee. I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't find that to be a no, bad that's price the, at all. Oh no, that's pricey for these houses. You're not. Like, it's really expensive. No, the hundred and seventy nine a month for your. But the house is amenities fee. Yeah, but are they going to cut your grass? No. Well, I don't know. Let me see. What do I, I get? It has to be included. Cost of living in the villages. You have to cut your own grass. Monthly amenity fee, $179. Trash collection, $22. What? Sewer, $40. Water, $30. <laughs> A month? Yeah. That's, well, that's, you're paying that stuff already. You're paying for trash and sewer, and you're already, you're already paying for that stuff, there, she. Oh, where did I, I? I lost the page that I was on that was giving me the amenity. Let's see. Okay, you get free golf. Get the indoor. No, I don't think that has any, like, maintenance on your property. Or Home anything. starting in the 400s to over a million dollars. And you know like, how you don't want to live in a house where like somebody died in? Every one of these houses had 10 different old people dying in it. That's too. a great point. If you believe in ghosts, this is the spot to go to. It's old people driving golf carts around all day, pickleballing. Who's <laughs> you would fit in? Oh, so well I would there, be like yeah. oh, the my. village's homecoming queen. But I would like get in weird wars with everybody, yeah. too. Oh. oh, yeah. No, I lived in a development. And then she would deny it. She'd be like, I don't know why Ethel is so angry at me. Gertrude. All I play. did was ask. <laughs> Let's play cards today. Are you ready for the shizzy? Yes. Here we go. Here's a shizzy on Rolls Morning Glory. In Illinois, a dentist gave his patients half doses of fentanyl. That were it was used for anesthesia, oh. and he wouldn't give him what was supposed to be given, mm-hmm. so he could pocket the rest of the fentanyl oh and use God. it for himself. What a scumbag! Sixty-one years old, this guy is. Philip Jensen is his name. He was arrested on federal charges, accusing the dentist of giving diluted anesthesia to patients, and in one case, causing serious bodily harm. He pierced the fentanyl vials. He removed half of it and then set it aside for his personal use. 
He then refilled the vials with another solution, no, and he would administer that, which is now half the labeled strength. So he got in a lot of trouble with that. But he's 61 years old. Usually when you're older and you're using drugs, that's a, I mean, did you start later in life? Usually drugs... Yeah, these doctors, they they a lot of addicts. Doctors, nurses, a lot of them get addicted to this. Well, that was in that dope sick show. Same thing. Yeah. Start yeah. taking his patient's uh, medication. Oh, really? There's a real-life story of it. There's an auto body shop in suburban New Jersey that found human remains in a car grill uh, in the undercarriage. And investigators say that these body remains came from a fatal pedestrian-involved multi-car crash that happened uh, on the New Jersey Turnpike, which was back in December. So it's the Goodyear Auto Shop which is in Linden, New Jersey, and they said that, or actually, they said that the, out of respect of both parties and the customer and the victim, they weren't going to comment and talk about what happened. But the police said the woman that brought the car in, she was involved in a, quote, documented crash, mm-hmm. which was December 29th, and where all these multiple cars struck this man. He was pushing a shopping cart. So all these cars struck this mm-hmm. man. No charges are being filed against her. She thought she just hurt, hit excess parts from the In highway. The road, like a bumper? Yes. And it was a person laying there? Yes. She had no idea. Right, so then she takes it into the body shop and there's like a head down there or something? Not a head, but body parts. Right, wow. That she had no idea. And the undercarriage, she had she, no idea that it was there. Me. So there's, you know, obviously she's not in any trouble because it was a documented yeah. case. She didn't do anything wrong. Um, but they did find uh, teeth and hair. Oh my! Oh man! From the person that was hit. Oh man! She had no idea it was something. Really gross. In Indonesia, a 13-foot crocodile has finally been freed from a tire after six years. This crocodile had this motorcycle tire. It was stuck around its neck. Oh wow! Look at for that. years picture of it on RMG TV. Oh, yeah. Didn't seem to really slow it down or stop it, though, did it, if it had it for years? They said that capturing this creature was a challenge, but they really wanted to help this creature. And they said there was a local resident named Tilly who ended up removing the tire from the neck. He had two failed attempts before he was able to capture the reptile. Oh, my God. He said that he used a basic tarp. Uh, or a trap, rather, that made with rope, and he tied it to a log with bait, yeah. which was live chickens and ducks. Yeah. He said he caught it, the crocodile by himself. He was able to then... Tell me a guy just caught that thing by himself. Wow. Wow. Crocodile? Hunter? That thing's huge, though. That's a 13-foot... I mean, my You catch them things like they jumped on their back. Damn. He, he was crazy. Put the cover over their eyes. Right, so they don't freak out, uh-huh. and then you just tie him up. He had it down to a science. Cut the tire off, and then they freed him, which is good. Um, you know, you give me a credit credit card for your company? Yeah. I never use it? Uh-huh. Never? Never for dog food or diapers. Or it's been years. Just kidding. Uh, Thanksgiving, right? So this reminded me of you giving me your credit card. Antonio Brown is going back to the Super Bowl. This is one year after he was a member of the Buccaneers and a month after he was cut by the team after that crazy sideline meltdown that was on January 2nd. So he's been now named 
as the president of Donda Sports by Kanye West, who is the founder of Donda mm. Sports. And to celebrate his new, his new role with the sports wellness brand, the 33-year-old free agent bought 24 tickets to go to the Super Bowl in L.A., and he put it on the company tab. $2.2 million. <laughs> okay. Don't you think you fired him right then and there? Wow. But kind of can't afford that. So what, did you do that right when you get hired? Oh, he's crazy. The guy's crazy. Huh. <laughs> he's going to act out, don't you think, at the Super Bowl? Yes. Something will happen yes. at some point. He'll be on TV. I agree. Speaking of the Super Bowl, EA Sports ran this year's Super Bowl through their Madden 22 game. And it predicts an upset with the Bengals winning 24-21 over the Rams. Now, the game also predicts that quarterback Joe Burrow will be Super Bowl MVP, making him the first quarterback to ever win a Heisman, a college football national championship, and a Super Bowl. Still got to do it, though. Still got to do, do it. it. He hasn't done it yet. And the Madden game isn't really... Theater, we're on for $100, right? Yeah, we'll make it official Friday. Make oh. sure there's no big news. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, no injuries or anything. Let's just wait. No COVID, nothing. Okay. Meanwhile, there's a bit of a difference between the intensity of Bengals fans and Rams fans these days. On Monday of this week, both teams, they held pep rallies to show their excitement. Cincinnati, they had about 30,000 fans showed up to Paul Brown Stadium to yell and scream and cheer. Mm-hmm. The Rams, not so much. Only a few thousand people mm-hmm. trickled into a pep rally to support them. And finally, the Nelly story, he regrets accidentally leaking a sex tape. Nelly the, leaked his own sex yeah, tape accidentally? One of his Instagram stories showed a clip of a woman pleasuring him. Oh, nice. His face was not visible, but his groans were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hear his voice. Oh. Yeah, it was oh, clear. Your that fine ass. Yeah. Look at your fine ass. He definitely approved of what she was doing to him. The video was quickly deleted. And Nelly did talk to TMZ. He says that he sincerely apologizes to the young lady and her family. family. Is that how he moves along? He says it's unwanted publicity for her and for them. He says it was an old video that was private and never meant to go public. Yeah, he's going to have to pay up for that, huh? Lawsuit coming, but he'll probably just jump on that, just pay her. Right? If someone leaked a sex... How did it get out there? But it's his own tape. Like, he filmed it. Right, he filmed it. His but it's of her. She's willing, though. She knows the camera's there. The camera's right in her face. And she doesn't know it's going to be posted on his Instagram. Though. Nelly's team claimed that he could be a victim of a security breach. Oh. They're investigating. Yeah, yeah. And they're concerned that hackers oh, might release yeah. more. He did it himself. There you go. He fat-fingered it. He just, oh, right. wrong picture. <laughs> Wrong video. It's yeah. a minute long. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? Hell yeah. You want to see it? <laughs> no. I, I found it. No, it's okay. not hard. That's the shizzy. <laughs> Jack at West Palm Beach here on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Jack. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's happening? Something I wanted to tell you. Uh, I used to work in the villages doing maintenance. And the, what they call, you know, the dark underbelly or whatever they want to call it is that that place is full of sex. These people are going nuts over there. Yeah. And, and, I mean, they're all and exercise. They all have this little uh, bar where they go and they show up in the golf carts and they put different colored uh, tennis balls on the antennas to let everybody know what they're into. What? Oh, really? What? really? So, like, like what? Like, uh, give me the color code. Do you know it? 
Well, uh, I don't remember it, but like uh, they have one. Oh, oh, I want to hear it. He just cut out. Wait, hold on. Your phone cut out. Start over. They have one that what? Yeah, they they have one for swinging. They got one for group sex. Uh, they have one for anal. Oh, come on. So, really, so wait a second. So, if, I, if I'm in the villages and I see a, uh, I, I see a golf cart go by with a brown tennis ball, I go, Granny's into anal. Anal, anal Interesting. Yeah. Wow. All right. Who knew? Yeah. It, yeah. That, that place, that place should be sponsored by, uh, uh, Pfizer or Cialis or one of those people because, it's going on. They have a high rate of uh, STDs, and that's what brought it to life. Was that the uh, you know, local doctors or whatever were getting a lot of cases of STDs because these people sure. are. Hey Jack, did they ever any of, these, any of these grannies ever hit on you as a maintenance guy? Like, come over here, Sonny. Fix my pipe. All, all the time. Really. Hold on, I I just see a smoke trail from Jeffrey's new boots that I bought. He's running (laughs) to catch a flight down to Florida to go work at the Villages because he has a guilt fetish. Jack, thank you. He loves those old ladies. Mm-hmm. That'd be his dream to live there. We'll yeah. be right back. Hang on. Cruiser's Morning Glory. New Concake Sports Break today. And tickets for you to get to an NBA crossover event downtown for All-Star Weekend. The Allen Cruiser's WMMS. Rover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell us to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Working from home means you can crank the show as loud as you want. With no complaining, caring co-workers. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Kenny! In the villages! Hello. Glory! Kelly, uh, Kenny, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing alright, what's happening, buddy? No, I was just calling in. I heard people talking about the villages. I thought I'd call in. Uh, I've listened to you guys for years. I think uh, we moved to the villages. I think I actually first heard about it. Wasn't that where Madge's mom went to? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that's how I very first heard about it. Then we looked into it, and we actually went down there and visited and ended up buying. You you Uh, never ended up swinging with Madge's mom, did you? <laughs> no, I don't believe I don't believe that. What happened. color golf ball or uh, what color tennis ball do you have on your golf cart? Well, uh, I don't have a tennis ball or anything on top of my golf cart. But that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, that that makes for nice conversation, but all that stuff is a little bit far fetched. Well, of course, uh, that's what you're going to say. You're going to say, "Oh no, no, that's <laughs> all a myth. It's a cover up." I get it. You're now you're right. part of the group. You got to cover it up. Uh, I hear. I've I've actually seen the. Uh, I've heard the talk, and I've seen the little charts that that come out and say uh, green is for this and this and that. Uh, but it's it's sort of a nice story, but it's not really the truth. So you're not swinging there in the villages? No, we're not swinging. I'm not aware of any swinging. Or uh, it's a it's an active lifestyle. It's a it's a very pleasant place. Everybody should visit. Uh, it's very active. Uh, I golf every day. Um, Oh, uh, one of the things you're talking about, the houses are in the millions. They are, but I bought my house a year and a half ago. I paid 160 for it. Oh, well, um, there you go. You can pay as much as you want. Price. So there it's, you go. There's a whole economic range there, uh, Doogie. It's so, cheaper than living here if you want it to be. 
What's the minimum age to live there? Fifty-five. I think. Okay, is it fifty-five? Supposedly fifty-five, but it's, they call it eighty-twenty. So I guess twenty percent could be under that. I don't. I don't know how them laws uh-huh. work okay. for retirement communities, but Doogie will uh, probably be moving down there. She could Take be a neighbor. Could be a neighbor with you, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. Now, Kenny, I think is. Uh, you might be involved in part of the cover-up. I do have a, uh, a a chart here which shows you, and there apparently it's not tennis balls, it's loofahs now. I guess you're hanging a loofah off, off your golf cart? For, I'd be an eye with that. Yeah, look up loofah and golf cart. All you get is villages. Well, really? here it yeah. is. And the color code is you hang a white loofah off your golf cart. Maybe you hang it from the little rear-view mirror on your golf cart. I don't know. White means novices. You're a beginner. Purple means that you're a voyeur and you like people uh, to watch. Pink is a soft swap. That is for people who I'd have to get I have to get my swinger lingo down. I think a soft swap is when you do stuff with another couple, but you don't actually have full on sex. No, you just get no, no. no. They're in the room. Like they're you're having sex with. Yeah, like, I think that. that's a wrong definition. Wait, how, how do you, you know? know? Oh, do you have a loofah oh. in your car? I'm just telling you, I believe that that is not the definition of soft swap. What is So this definition is like you and B2 would just be having sex in front of... That's that definition. That would be more a voyeur, though. Uh, do you have a golf cart, by I the way? I think soft swap. Now, I could be wrong. <laughs> Hold on, Robert, do you own a golf cart? Oh, yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. That's, what you're, you're, you know, that's why you know this. I have a collection of loofahs hanging off of the thing. Just all ten of them are just yep. hanging from yep. the mirror? Do yep. you really have a golf like cart? fuzzy dice. I thought you sold it. No, you I still have it. you got to keep it for the swinger lifestyle. Have you, you used it in years? I know. It's over at my father-in-law's house. Ah, he's into he it, too. It oh, wow. Yeah. What is a soft swap to you? I thought that soft soft swap was that you would uh, uh, do something with another couple, but not full on sex, maybe no. oral or masturbation or something like that. But you can't have full on. Oh, that's not sex with them. That's not. <laughs> that's not that fun. It sounds like you're. Just, like you want a hard swap. Or, I mean, he's going to do it. He don't want to just do oral and that's it. Well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Blue is a uh, lowest level of full swap, those who can play well with others. Okay, blue balls, you don't go all the way. That's what the blue means. We're not really going to have to get the definitions of this. I'm, yeah, I'm not up on all the, the lifestyle lingo. but low-level swap. Yellow is a mid-level swap for those who want to have fun but are still nervous. That would be low to me, right? Black is full swap. Whatever happens, happens. And teal is bisexual for those that want to increase their dating chances. Yes, that's right. I have... Uh, my golf cart looks like, uh, the, the hair on a, on a clown, you know, just multicolored all over. Wow. Um. You've been to Florida a lot. I know you love Florida. You love Miami. How far away is this from? It's not that close. Is it, has anyone ever been there to see it? The villages? No, by Orlando. Who would go there just to see it? I want to see the villages. A bunch of old people riding around a golf cart. Like you could go to Disney World or Universal Studios or NASA, all these different things, Miami, and then... No, I want to stop by the villages yeah, to see my gang. It's like something Jeffrey would do. Going to a nursing home. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's four and a half hours from Miami oh, to wow. 
Jeffrey would do it. Jeffrey, would you uh, like to take a trip to the villages? Maybe on board Rolling Glory One, you step yeah. off, and there you are, surrounded by gilfs. That'd be fun. I don't know. I have to think about that. Would oh, you like? Would you like to move? That. You love grandma. You hipster doofus. You love grandmas, correct? I'm. That that that. Well, that depends. They gotta be good looking. I mean, come on. I bring up Joe Collins every time I want to. Um, you know. Do they? Man, I, there was a there's a documentary on Netflix about. Jackie Collins, the Jackie author? Collins is Joan Collins' sister. Joan Collins is an actress. And Jackie Collins is an author. It's one of my mom's favorite authors. I tried to watch that. Yeah. I got like ten minutes in. I go, oh man, this is boring. I don't know if I'll ever finish that. I can watch almost any documentary, but that one just I'm having a hard time getting into that. I just remember when I was a little kid, Jackie Collins' books were like. They, they were like tell-all, behind-the-scenes Hollywood stuff. Oh, I've never heard of her in my life. And what's that? I thought they were the Steamy Love ones. They're definitely No, I thought, they were, I thought they were... She's a dirty writer. Yeah. And I, maybe they were Steamy, but I thought they were supposed to be, like, based on, on like, uh, real life, hmm. I think. I think... I don't know. Who knows? But that was... Uh, those books were big when I was a little kid. That was back when you could, like, write a book and the whole country would Read it. talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Now. Oh, man, these villages look kind of, this is crazy. Oh, these guys fun. are uh, fun. Right up Jeffrey's alley right there. I would love that. Yeah, I think the same parade as this guy. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? <laughs> yeah. He's got a fake ass on the back of his Oh, does he? Oh, it's kind of fun. It's a party there. He's riding a little Segway like I have. I'd fit right in there in the villages. That's awesome. Well, you know, this is an interesting turn of events. You know Trevor Bauer, who used to play here, now a pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. His world was upended when a woman came forward and said that he raped her. Beat the hell out of her. Yeah, and had these pictures, and uh, she got an attorney, and was, you know, suing, whatever, and uh, his contention was, no, 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 this was consensual, and everyone at the time goes, well, that's, I don't believe it. But then as more and more came out, we've seen some of the text messages, right, Theater? Yeah. I, I, I don't recall them off the top of my head, but what I remember saying, like, whoa, this is, uh, this is a little bit hard for me to believe now. I think I might believe Trevor Bauer. Well, the Pasadena police did a five-month investigation into Trevor Bauer and these uh, charges of sexual assault. And the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office announced yesterday that they will not be pursuing criminal charges against Trevor Bauer. Says there's no we we can't we cannot prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he committed a crime. And this woman, she was just out for money. Now she had rough sex with Trevor Bauer. There were text messages after this all came out. Even one of her friends was like, here, I, I have some text messages that she sent me. And they, they weren't, they didn't help her case out. It made it turned made her look to be a money grubber and that she was just out to get cash out of this guy. 
I think if you make an allegation like this that you know to be false, they should they, the Pasadena police should run down there and grab this girl and throw her in the clink. False statement. I mean, they, 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 it has completely ruined this guy's life. He's been, you know, he's not playing for the Dodgers. They got him on whatever, suspended or whatever. And They're going to let him back now, right? Well, ma Major should. League Baseball, they said yesterday, minutes after this announcement came out that he wouldn't face criminal charges, they released a statement that said, well, our investigation is ongoing. Okay. So I don't know. Look, maybe the guy did something to other women or whatever. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the guy's a creep. But in this particular case, I think that the evidence turned out to be clear. Now, the pictures, when you saw those pictures, you go, wow, that's horrific. He's like banging her, choking her, slapping her, you know. Punching, punching her. Black eyes, yeah. fat but she drove all the way up there to have sex with him. She claims that he raped her or whatever. She goes back down. She lived in San Diego, I think. She goes back down to San Diego. She then goes back a few weeks later, goes up there to have sex with him again. Now, that, that, that to me, is a little hard to believe. Yeah. You're over. You're just victim-blaming. Well, you're putting yourself in the position to be a victim if you get raped by a guy, and then you travel... Uh, hundreds of miles to go get raped by him again a month later. Maybe like, he that's didn't. Not, to me, that's not victim blame. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's I just don't common fishy. sense. Why would you ever go back? Just fishy. Maybe he said he was sorry. Maybe that's part of what he does. He did say he was sorry. Remember, he's saying, like, I didn't mean to do that. You know, I would never do it unless it was sexual. And she was texting her cousin saying, uh, hey, look at my face. And the cousin goes, oh, my God, I'm going to kill the guy. And she's like, no, it was consensual. You know, that he, I was fine with it. Well, and there well, were other text messages back and forth between, you know, where she's, like, telling him to do rough things with her and oh, things yeah. like that. Leading up to it. Right. She's like, I like it rough. I like when you slap me and all that. And he's like, oh, I'm your man. Yep. And then I think what happened is she kept, you know, he, he was kind of blowing her off a little bit. And then he, and then she, uh was like, you know what, I'm going to screw this guy. I'm, I'm going to get cash out of this guy. And he had a contract. I don't know what Trevor Bauer's contract was. Oh, but fat. He has an enormous contract. And I think it is tempting for someone, if you have had sex with him or he's done you even a, a little bit of, you know, you go, well, you know what, screw him. I'm going to get back. Uh, you know, he's going to pay me some cash. Now, uh, Trevor Bauer is, seems like a sort of a weird guy or whatever, but in this particular case, I mean, I, I kind of feel bad for him that he's right. lost everything. He hasn't lost these... everything. Yeah, he yeah, has. He's just How much is he worth? Three-year, $102 million. $102 million contract. Okay, but he's not playing baseball anymore because this because of these false allegations. Okay, so... He... They're not paying him all the time. I don't time? care if they're paying him or not. He, there's more about. There's more than just money. Maybe they're not paying him. I don't know how it works, but there's more than just money. He wants to go out there. He wants to throw a baseball. He wants to win. He wants to make bonuses. He wants to sponsorships you know, too. Sponsorships, I mean, getting the Hall of Fame or whatever. This is not. This tarnishes you when a false allegation like this is made. And, uh, well, the investigation's not over. So don't well, Major League, well, the police investigation is over. Major League Baseball goes, well, we're still doing yeah, an investigation. I mean, there's, there must be more. I'm not buying all this. I think there's something going on. It could still be a civil trial. You think she'll do that? Yes. For damages? I yes. think that would be a lot of nerve on her part.
Why? That would be about the same as that that uh, family whose two year old was dropped off the cruise ship by the grandfather, and the grandfather's like, "No, no, no! The window was just open, and the kid was up there, and he was walking on the railing, and then and then banging on the glass, and then there was no glass; he fell out, and they sue the cruise line." And then the video comes out, and you see that's not what happened at all. The grandfather put his whole body, upper body, out the window, was looking down, knew that there was no window there, then picks up the two-year-old, sticks the two-year-old out the window, holding the the two-year-old out the window, and then the baby drops. And they have the nerve, the gall, to sue that cruise line? I think this would be a lot of nerve on this woman. All of the details that came out. Uh, you know, basically, I mean, she's. A, I think there were some text messages that admitted she was talking with a friend, and the friend came forward. Hey, text messages guys. admitting that she was trying to get money out of it. Yeah, but he's being all rough. She's black eyes. Like, she said she was into that. She did. Yeah. Yes. Are you sure about the whole that? Lead up, yeah. We get the text leading up to. She's like, I like it rough. I like when you hit me in the face. And he's like, Oh, I'm your guy. Something like that. And listen, I will tell men or women if you're into whatever, if you're a dominatrix or whatever, you better be damn, and especially if you're rich and or famous. But I would I would say this rule applies to every guy. You better be damn sure that you have some sort of documentation that the girl is into it. Because if you do something and you have rough sex and you leave marks on her and the whole time she's like, give it to me, love it harder, spank me, hit me, choke me, pull my hair, I love it. And then a day or so later or two days or maybe a week, maybe you just decide, you know what, maybe it's a month, maybe it's six months. You go, she's kind of annoying or she's a little bit you know, weird, so you blow her off. You better watch out that she doesn't come back and make these claims against you. Just like in this case. You better be damn sure. I am so happy I'm not out there doing that kind of stuff. I'm married. At least until I move to the villages. Yeah, it's on, right? Yep. This girl was texting her sponsor. She had an AA sponsor, okay? She says, give me $50 million and just slap my see you next Tuesday. Okay? Uh-huh. And then she texts again and said, hey, bitch, pretty soon I'll be a rich bitch. So she was saying this. It sounds like a money grab. It was a money grab. And the sponsor wrote back, hey, secure the bag, meaning get that money. Listen, I would say to Trevor Bauer, too, you got to be more careful than this, man. Any guy. And you could be a guy working at a factory. It doesn't matter. The, you, your life could be ruined by a, an allegation like this. You don't know. You don't know what kind of, Sure, the girl's cool now, but what's she going to be like in a month? You better have some sort of don't evidence. Don't do that stuff. Don't do uh, that. Some people are into that. No, he's a there's nothing wrong with baseball it. player. You shouldn't be beating women if they want it or not. You're, His fetish is her fetish. They're consenting look, adults. Little kids look up to this guy, and he's beating women to give them black eyes? Well, you know. I guess if you're a, if if you're a parent and you're letting your little kid look up to a baseball player as the way to live your life, you probably have a a parenting problem. I think that's I think. a good dream to aspire to be a professional baseball player. You oh, don't? No, I think that's ridiculous because the odds of you becoming a professional okay. baseball are one Debbie in six Downer trillion. Over there. You know, no, okay. I don't think that's great. Like, Whatever. you know, if you're running around as a parent telling your kid like, "Hey, you oh, should be a professional athlete," well, good luck. 
Yeah, your parents didn't say that to you and you play a little radio job in your room, Mr. Casey Casey. Yeah, because any idiot can get this job. I'm not a professional baseball player. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's not a high Tommy. barrier to entry. In fact, you don't need any talent whatsoever. Yeah, look at Casey. Look at Rover. <laughs> We'll be right back with the shizzy, the news, next. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. New Pancake Sports break today. Tickets for you to get to an NBA crossover event downtown for All-Star Weekend. The Allen Cooper Mass. Dumb down your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Whoever said lightning never strikes twice didn't exactly listen to this show. We're shocking you five days a week. Welcome back to Rover's Morning Glory. We have the shizzy coming up in just a moment. Someone was on the phone and then they had to hang up because they have a 9 a.m. appointment. And he or she, I think it was a she, right? My question is, are there listeners that can call in if they actually enjoy and have actually been punched and beaten during sex? I know people are into rough sex, but that sounds crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's probably the norm. Uh... But I think there's a segment of society that is into into that. And I'm just telling people, you better be careful, dudes. Well, I think line three actually, I'm little I was a little confused if she's in, if she's into it or not. Uh Anonymous, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Anonymous. Hello, good morning. Hi, what's happening? Um, I uh, am actually calling for another reason. I want to know where Dom is. Uh, well, Dom is uh, hasn't been here for a couple of weeks, so I. And do we know why? Well, I know why. Are you allowed to say? Well, don't you think if I was able to provide an update, I would have provided an update by now? Um, I don't know. I mean, no, I, I wouldn't. I would, just, I, just, I would just leave you hanging. I, I would, you know, I just decided. It just feels like that. I just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess, uh, I guess you just have to live another day in mystery. Thank you. Um, if I had an update on dumb, I would give you an update on dumb. I apparently these people have never worked for a big company before that tells you. What personnel issues you can uh, talk about and what you can't. I'm sure they do whatever they want at their job, and they go around telling the boss to go screw themselves, and you got you you tell the HR lady suck my balls. I'm sure that's what all these people who want updates. I'm sure that's what they do. That's the way it works at their job. <clears throat> I will. I if I could give you an update, I'd give you an update. But I don't think Dumb's coming back to the show. Let's just, there you go. There's an update for you. How about that? Is that enough of an update for you? Yes. Okay. Uh, Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? Well, Charlie got suckered into that one, didn't he? Oh, <laughs> yeah, did Charlie. I? Or did I? 
Let Doogie answer the one phone call. Yeah. Oh, Doogie answered that? I answered the phone oh, so dumb, for a week boy. and a half. I did, and I said... And she answered one call. Literally one yeah. call the entire <laughs> time. She, and I was like, oh, what's nice Doogie's doing that? Yeah. You didn't investigate more? You I did. And you were, oh, this is really good. This anonymous chick that gets punched in the face for sex. So they were all talking behind even, the scenes. Even when like, I look at that, I go, this just looks like... Even the comment on there was so... Write? No, the comment. I thought you wrote the comment. Uh, no, I went pee. Oh. What no, she repeated back to me what she said. What did it say? That she likes getting punched in the face. And oh, I didn't. She didn't say that to me. She <laughs> said that she's had rough sex like Trevor Bauer. You, I can't believe you didn't get for one call. <laughs> one call. Uh, so Charlie did not get suckered. Did sucker. Doozy got suckered. Man, she really is dumb. Boy, you could. Why isn't she the one getting Best Buy gift cards, thousand dollars to give to some sort of scam? They're trying. I'm getting these these scams. Are you getting scams left and right? Yeah. They're trying. I have a friend whose mom just keeps getting drained. I feel bad. What do you mean? She's older and she just keeps getting. Money taken out of her account, and these guys are just relentless, you know? It's I'll crazy. I'll get on Twitter, too. It's like I, I signed up for a contest of some sort on somebody's web, uh, Twitter or whatever. Yeah. And then I instantly got a message back, which I thought it looked exactly like it was from them. It said, DM me. I go, wow, I won. Then it looks it's like they had three followers. It's like, wait. Oh, uh, so they, they use, like, one letter off on the Twitter <laughs> yeah. handle? Yeah. With the same picture as their profile and everything? Yeah. I guess I never thought of that scam. That's a... Wow. Just go on that person's Twitter, whoever's having a contest, whoever, and say, oh, yeah, DM me. I guess I never thought of that. Man, they are always coming up with uh, ways to uh, try and scam you. Here's a guy. What asshat? You can at least try to say you were instructed by HR. Apparently, again, these idiots have never worked for a company. <laughs> if a company tells you don't say anything, then you you don't go on the radio and say, the company told me not to say anything. Because the company says don't say anything and don't say we told you to not say anything. That's how, that's how it works. But I'm sure. I'm sure all these guys are. Uh, like I mentioned, I'm sure they're going into the factory telling their boss, hey... Slapping that be slapping their boss and they're running the show, all these guys. Uh, but the bottom line is if I believe someone is unhappy being here, doesn't want to be here, they're not gonna be here. So there you go. Doogie. Yes, uh, Snitzer? I was going to say I was happy. <laughs> You're happy that Dumb's not here? Oh, I'm happy that wow. I'm here. No! Wow. No! Wow. Took that way out of context. I cannot take that back. No. I did not say that. <laughs> well, not I heard happy. it. That's the way I heard it. That's, That's the exactly way. Exactly. Right. Yep. Snitzer said he's not here, and then Snitzer pipes in, I'm happy! That's no. the happiest I've been in three years! <laughs> not what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. <sighs> Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? Sure. Here we go. With tax season underway, some experts have warned that a fourth stimulus check will not be out today. 
a lot of uh, YouTube videos out there that now going viral saying that there is going to be a fourth stimulus check. There is not. It's not going to happen. Over the 3 million people have signed a change.org petition calling for a reoccurring $2,000 payments for adults and $1,000 payments for children until the pandemic ends. They just want more money. That is not happening. So I know I got paperwork from Rover. Did you get it, Jeffrey? Did you file your taxes? Oh, good question. Because I got it not only in an email weeks ago, but I got a mail copy yesterday. Have you gotten I all have the paper copy of my 1099 from Rover Media. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, finally. Did you so, file? Uh, my appointment's this Saturday. Ooh. Is that when the appointment was always? Because you had pre-made it a year in advance, or did you move it up? No, I didn't move it up. It's been the same one. Oh. Okay. That's what I was wondering. I got a reminder, like, text message from my, from, okay. uh, my um, tax preparation service. Nice. Oh. What do you think? What are you guessing? What's he going to get back this year? Fifty-seven hundred. Yeah, I know it's down a little bit. Now right? they must have. I'll bet they have some sort of COVID break that he's going to get. I'm going to say seventy-three hundred dollars. Yes, he has a way. He doesn't get those kids on the taxes anymore. But something. Jeffrey has a way of. He's like a free money magnet. Somebody he's like that guy with the money suit walking around. <laughs> how to get free money? Uh huh. Um, Charlie, your guess. I'm going way lower. I'm going like 3400 this year. Oh, my God. It's going to be a rough year because you got all the stimuluses, and everybody said this won't really affect your tax, but it's actually going to, you just won't get that back in the year. And then I was really confused on it. No need to call and explain it. But I think that um, that will affect his tax. 34, Dieter? What'd you say? Me? Yeah. 5700. 6300. Okay. 7300. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. You what do you got, Jeffrey? I have no idea. Are you excited? What's Smith say? No, because then I have to then I have to justify every expenditure I make, which I really don't so want. So you actually have less money. Doing. You hope it's less money, so then you don't have to explain as much. Whatever, dude. It's my money. It's my I know. Money, I think it's not yours. It is yours. No. no. It's my money, but not your business what I do with it. It's your money. You want to know. What is your uh, snip? Uh, forty-two sixty-nine. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right, and say hello. Fifty-two. Snip, isn't it? Uh, the Canadian trucker protest against vaccine mandates is now affecting the U.S. After protesters yesterday blocked the Ambassador Bridge, which connects with Windsor, Ontario, to Detroit. Uh huh. So the bridge was temporarily closed to commuters and commercial traffic. Although Windsor police said that limited traffic was being allowed to cross into the U.S., it's a 1.6-mile suspension bridge, which is significant for trade, and it serves as a pathway for nearly 30% of the yearly trade between U.S. and Canada. So now it's affecting that. I don't even, I haven't been following. To be honest with you, I'm sort of burnt out on a lot of the news, man. It's just the same old, same old stuff, and... uh... This is a big deal, though. I know. I, I, so I haven't been following this. Is there, these truckers are upset because of a vaccine that mandate yeah. that, that Canada has. They say truckers need to be vaccinated or yeah. something. Yeah. And so they're blocking the roads? Yeah, blocking traffic. Yeah. Honking uh, nonstop. I say if people want to drop dead, they let them drop dead. You know, it's, if you want to go unvaccinated. Uh, What's the GoFundMe thing with them? Oh, that they had what ten million? And then what? The GoFundMe took it. Taken away. 
For whatever reason, GoFundMe said we're we're not going to. And they give the money back to the people who don't. Oh, everybody's acting like it was stolen. No, GoFundMe doesn't just take the money. Oh, ever the way I was reading the, I wasn't looking into it too much, but it's, I saw people saying if GoFundMe's going to steal money from me, you know, go they can go screw themselves. So they return the money? Yeah, of course. They, this is this is happening a lot of times with GoFundMe, which is. If they cancel, if there's some sort of like a, I know that there was one guy who was a shooter or a murderer, and they started raising money for him, and and then it says, well, this violates our policy, they shut that down, and then they refund everyone who's donated. It just doesn't go poof. No, I thought they were going to then donate it to somebody of their choosing. That's where I heard it first. They're going to take the nine mil, and they go, we're going to contact, I forget who, the prime minister maybe. I find that hard to believe. No, that's where it first came out. Wherever they go, we're going to donate it. I know, but people have to be critical thinkers. Just because you read that on Facebook in a meme no. doesn't mean that it's true. Well, that was the first news article. So yeah. right. Let me see here. Uh, U.S. lawmakers threatened to probe GoFundMe, and there's a big picture of Ted Cruz, that guy. Oof. And it, uh, after trucker fundraiser is shut down. Well, by the way, GoFundMe is a private company. That's not a government organization. They can shut down any GoFundMe they want, because right. guess what? They're GoFundMe, and when you're on GoFundMe, they can go, go after yourself, right. Ted Cruz. Um... So let's see. Let me read here. Ten million Canadian dollars. I don't know what that is in United States dollars. Nine mil. And um, the company said that it would refund any donor who request who requested a refund, or then they and then they announced it would grant automatic refunds. So all that they're not just taking it. People are. Go on. Sheriff's deputies in Georgia were surprised to learn that what was reported to be a woman's body found along a hiking trail was actually a life-size doll, complete with accessories. The doll, dubbed Selena, was seen in the Hachidi National Forest and was reported to authorities that they were responding there to realize it was just a case of littering, not an actual homicide. The victim is a little under the weather, but she is going to make a full recovery. A 25-year-old woman by the name of Alyssa Lampert was uh, spotted. She was uh, she actually spotted a spider in her bedroom. She was in her bedroom. She spotted the spider, and it's a huntsman spider. Not deadly, but they're big and they look like a tarantula with long legs. Oh, I think I've seen these giant things, yeah? Yep, and it was up on the ceiling, so she stood on her bed and tried to kill it with bug spray, but that only kind of pissed the spider off, so it lunged at her. So she panicked, she jumped off the bed, then immediately felt a sharp pain in her foot. It wasn't a spider bite. Turned out that she had left a high heel shoe on the ground right next to her bed, and she landed on it so hard, it impaled Mm. her foot. Jeez. These oh, <laughs> are massive. They look like a lobster. They the size big. of these. Yeah, this was in Australia. So she was uh, ended up in the ER, not from the spider bite, but from the impaled foot. Today is National Pizza Day, so it's a good day to enjoy some businesses across the nation celebrating with 
discounted pizza and other specials. So enjoy that today. What are you going to get for a Super Bowl, Theater? Do you get you get pizza? I was Wings? talking about this last night. Do you have to go pick it up because delivery would take forever, probably. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm probably going to frown upon this. I was actually talking to my wife about it because last year we tried the day of. You can never get it on time. Yeah. You know, it's like you order it like four or five. It might come at nine, and the game's almost over. So we were thinking, what if we got pizza the day before? Oh no! Oh. Freeze! Now hold on. Put it in the fridge, no. and then you could take All it out right. anytime you want. Do it at no. noon. Here's what you do. What you, you call- think? No, everybody's gonna think of that doing it at noon, and then they no. get so slammed. That's six yeah. hours ahead no. of time. Try yeah. it. Try. I tried to do it at, at getting wings last year. They're like, no, we we can't even take any orders. We're already slammed. Here's what you do, Theater. You call them up and you say, listen, I want a large pepperoni pizza, extra cheese. Anchovies. And anchovies, if you like that. And then you say, but don't put it in the oven. I'm just going to pick it up oh, in a box. Then say, cook it yourself, dear. I make that at, I was make it at home now. Get some pizza dough. I know. I used to try a pizza shop. Dough, get some tomato sauce, cheese, pepperoni. Done. No. Now, I uh, went over to my father-in-law's house across the street. He's getting ready for his Super Bowl party that he does every year. Full spread? Oh, my God, dude. You should see the spread. I mean, they, you know, first of all, he's Italian, so every piece of food comes from, you know, some some weird... Authentic. Yeah, like, hey, it's old man... Angelo's. Angelo's. Yeah. Oh, he's been hey. making his pasta for... <laughs> Why aren't I invited? Does he have any single friends? No, no, you're not invited. I'll I'll, I'll uh, explain it to you what. Okay. You have a vagina. Oh, it's only men. That's right. It's men only. Oh. And because uh, yeah, women will just talk the whole time, and you right, you can't even hear the game because they're yapping and yapping. And so I happened to be over there when uh, he was making his phone calls to everyone, uh, verifying who's coming, who's not coming, inviting people, whatever the case might be, and. Uh, and because uh, I, I was I was making sure that his TV was set up for the Super Bowl thing. You're going there? No. Oh. But I, I'm making sure that his okay. tech but, stuff works. Yeah. Oh, I thought you saw these people. I thought you were showing yourself to make sure you're invited. Yes. But no. no. Remember me? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you. And so you know, I'd hear him invite everyone, and then at the end, you know, at the end, and just and hey, uh, it's just guys only. You want to bring a friend? You can, but it's just guys only. Sausage fest. Like every year, he right, says, right. and uh, my wife goes. Dad, you gotta be careful. That's you know, you can't say that. He goes, Why? She's like, Well, you know, like someone might be offended that it's guys only. Oh. And even I was like, Come on. It's his party. Yeah. If he wants to invite men only, so be it. And and but so my wife right. and I started arguing about that a little he's bit. She right. goes, Yeah, she goes, That's fine, but you don't know how some of these people these days are gonna take that and I go, No, no, it's I don't think anyone's there's actually about one particular person. She goes, when you invite him, don't say it's guys only. And her dad's like, what do you mean? It's, it is guys only. I got yo, hey, that's it. And so this guy is like, you know, he's a little, um, he's a little more, you know, I, I don't know what, how do you describe, a little more uh, progressive, I guess, so to speak, this particular guy, when it comes to that kind of stuff. Are you going to go? And she's like, he might be offended that it's guys only because he's married and he has like ten daughters or whatever. And oh. and I go, I don't think so. And he doesn't go. I mean, by the way, if you're offended by that, my lord, <laughs> good luck getting through the uh, through the rest of your life. But why would you go? 
I just, I don't want to be around 50 people eating the same food and stuff and just, you know. It's just be a good time. Have some brewskis. Everybody's getting loud and cheering. Just hanging out with a bunch of guys. That's what I'm saying. High-fiving. Packing fudge. Cracking yourself. Cracking <laughs> your nuts. <laughs> Literally, Literally. packing fudge, right, Charlie? Are you, are you doing a party, Dieter? Or you go to your family's, or you just... My brother-in-law used to always have a party, but I don't know if this year if I'm going to... You know, it's just it's kind of more restricted now, you know, because not, not as many people. So I might just do it, stay at home, get some pizza. I already got the beer, and I'm like, I'm going to decide. Is it pizza or wings? I think I'm going to do my idea, get it the day before. No. It tastes just as good to heat it up, especially pizza. Pizza, you could just eat it, you eat it in the oven... You're telling me you're going to taste that much of a difference? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just because I, 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 I forget what year it was. It I depends, tried to how, day it off depends how Italian you are. Like my father-in-law won't eat, won't take, won't eat takeout pizza. What do you mean? You have to eat it at the pizza place. Oh, get out of here! No, nope. <laughs> tastes like cardboard if you get it delivered or you take it out. He never takes it home. Pisses me off. <laughs> so he sits in the pizza shop and he has to eat it there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Dining rooms. Most of them don't. Yeah, when I worked at a pizza shop, it was just a waiting room. I went to a pizza shop with him one time. He sits there. Dude, it's like a scene out of Goodfellas or something. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I, we went to this pizza shop. I don't even know where it was. We go to this pizza shop. There, it's run down. It's like you, you go. Is this even safe to go into this place? So he goes in there. They sit. He sits at a booth. And everyone that comes in is, hey, drink. oh, hey, and then and then it's all the same. Hey, uh, will Tony get out yet? No, oh, got another three years. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding you. That is that's. I, I could tell you a story. You guys wouldn't even believe the story that I could tell you. Does he tell you not to talk about this stuff? No, uh, but I mean, he's not doing anything. I'm not seeing any sort of illegal activity or anything, so I don't know what I would not, you know. I, I could tell you a story that you would not even believe this story. And go on with the shizzy, and then I'll tell okay. you this story. Uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56 looks to be the most heavily bet on game ever. Well, legally, at least, because the American Gaming Association, they estimate that $7.6 billion could be riding on the game, with an estimated 31.4 million American adults planning to bet on Sunday's matchup between the two teams. The jump in betting is no surprise since 10 states have launched legal betting markets since last year's Super Bowl. And it looks like Wendy Williams will not be coming back to her show this season. They're looking to put Sherry Shepard as the permanent guest host until Wendy can figure out all of her ailments. So we'll see how well that does. Florida Georgia Line, they're planning to finish their tour, and then they're going to go their separate ways for a while. They want you to know that they're not breaking up, but they're just taking a break from each other until further notice. There you go. That's the Shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. Just like your love of shoving things in your mouth has caused you to plus size your pants. Pant roll. Your love of shoving Rover's Morning Glory in your ears will cause you to sign up for RMG Plus. All the info is at RoverRadio.com. Charlie, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Yes. Good morning, Charlie. Hey, Rover, uh, everybody. It's nice to be on the radio with y'all. Uh, so I was listening. I, I was listening to the show 
and you guys are talking about this Canadian trucker thing. Uh, I'm not an expert by any means, but I have been paying attention to it. The GoFundMe thing specifically, uh, they did ultimately do the right thing, and they are giving the money back to the people. But it should be noted that the initial press release from GoFundMe said that they were actually going to appropriate that money to other funds that they deemed to be appropriate. That's not cool. That's $10 million locked up that is people's money. Right. But and that that's same, the reality. Hold on a second. In that same press release, didn't it say, if you want a refund, just click this button and you get a refund? Wasn't that in there? I, I don't believe so. Not in anything that I saw. I can be proven wrong. I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. You guys are the, you guys are the news. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. But just saying that they also do this because at the end of the day, and I'm not alone in feeling this way, there's a lot of mainstream people out there that believe that the reason they do it this way, they hide it in the sort of the, the you know, reason between the lines sort of stuff, because at the end of the day, oh, somebody wants that 3% because they got to make money too. And it might not even be so devious that they are trying to work with the politics or anything like that. I'm not a crazy person. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they got to get theirs, and that's the reality of a lot of it too. And beyond the fact that it's just wrong to put your money elsewhere without really letting you know. Plus, I mean, you're a busy guy, Rover. You check your email probably all the time. You probably even pay somebody to check your email for you and then get back to you. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest, bro. I don't, I don't have – I'm too well, cheap I'm, for you, that. You, Fair enough. But you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't do that. I check my email maybe once a day. And, you know, it's one of those things. Like, GoFundMe comes up on my Facebook all the time, and I'm fairly active in it. If I donate 15 bucks, I kind of forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think about it again. So if I see that thing, and GoFundMe has a, has a habit, I won't say nasty, but they have a habit of once you donate once, they kind of spam you a little bit. So you get to this habit of, like, ignoring the emails a little bit. So even if you got that release, what's to say that anybody really read it? Now, fair enough, it's their responsibility, it's their money. But come on, we're all real people here. We're not going to sit here and pretend. It's like the joke about the iPhones. Do you really read the terms of service? No, you don't. Nobody does. Well, I would so, say that if anyone has an issue with GoFundMe, they should go use a different site. Uh, GoFundMe. They are. Is a, a, they are. Yeah. They're, go, they're using they're using this site and Go, which is a good thing. There should be competition. That's the way it should be, and I completely agree with you 100%. I just was – I know you, you said you're not, you know, really keeping up with the story. I, I do think it's critical enough that it should be addressed, you know, a little – especially someone as influential as you – it's important. It's important to a lot of regular people. I work. I'm a I'm a retail manager in auto parts, uh, not AutoZone or Advance. I don't know if I can even say that in the air, but other real like mom and pop type places. Yeah. I've been doing that for over ten years. Yeah. And I know these. I know these types of people. I know these truckers. They're not bad people. They're just trying to feed their families legitimately. So what are they upset like? Is a vaccine mandate again? I haven't been paying attention to be honest. Fair enough. No, so it's the principle behind forcing somebody to do something they don't want to. It's something that we're very familiar here in the States, too. And it's just getting to the point to where they, it's something, the number is something like eight, between 80 and 90% of the truckers in Canada are vaccinated right now. So what you really have is, and I think it's something like 45% support in Canada is the last number I heard for this. So you have people that are vaccinated that feel like they took that appropriate step because they chose to supporting people that choose not to. And you hit the nail on the head. If you feel like going out and dropping dead, that's your that's your human right. I mean, that's your call. I, you know, I got vaccinated. It is what it is. Well, but, but I don't, the, I don't think that's the, the argument, Charlie. Uh, yeah. 
you know, you say the government shouldn't force you to do anything. All these truck drivers, guess what they have to do? They have to take drug tests all the time. Should the government not be able to force you to take drug tests? Uh, I think there's I think there's an argument for that for sure. I, I don't necessarily know. I tend to think they should be asked to be to to uh, take drug tests, and the simple fact of that is because there's a big difference between an airborne pathogen pathogen that's been proven to only be I don't even say I don't want to use the word deadly, but be effective within we said we we said six uh, feet, and driving something that weighs about fifty thousand pounds next to a Toyota Prius. By the way, the six like, feet. Thing, I, I don't think, think that, a, I don't think that, that that's just a made up number. Uh, you could be ten enough. or fifteen that's feet right. away or whatever. I mean, sure. it's just. Uh, but, but you see my point, though, is I think that when you're talking about something that weighs as much as a building, rolling down the highway doing 80 miles an well, hour. Why should the government be able to force you to get a drug test to drive a truck? That's not because fair. I that's think there's a lot more on my rights. I don't think so. I, and I also think that this is and that's fair. <laughs> that you know what? doesn't make that's any sense point. to me. You say the government no. shouldn't force people Can to do things they don't want to. Those truck drivers don't want to take a drug test every month or week. Do a vote. Do a vote. Well, do a vote. That's it. But everything, everything in a country is not voted on. We we it should you know, be. Here, you think every little thing should be voted on here in the United States? If it's going to affect, if it's going to affect the mass populace as 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 mandates would, yes, I do. Well, I think emergency action is fine. I, no, we did what we had to do. I'm not against okay, it. Man. I, I understand. I'm fine. If we did take a vote, I'll bet most people would vote that you would have to have a vaccine mandate. All you need and is that's fine. You have, so then you would do it, sure. and you would support it if. 51% of people in the United States voted for it, you would say, then it's right. We all have to get vaccines. Yes, because yes, it was up to the people at that point. I believe in our systems. I genuinely believe in our systems, and I think that if you give responsibility to the people, now having said that, treat it like an election, like you would with any given politician. Let there be signs on the freaking driveways. Let people have commercials. I mean, whatever. Do what you do. They do it for the president. They do it for senators and representatives. Do it for the mandate too. Let them be. Let people be heard. Let the ideas be heard. It's another relevant topic that's going on right now that affects people behind microphones. Am I right? That affects that people's people mind. should be able to be heard. Like you're giving me a platform right now, and I appreciate oh, wow. that. But that's an important thing, bro. That's All right, Charlie. You have to be able to hear things. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I have so little interest in anything COVID these days. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear vaccine mandates. Don't want to hear you know. Outbreaks, don't want to hear variants, don't want to hear masks, don't want to hear any of it. Done. Over. Um, yes. I'm just reading something. Okay. Just a second here. Bob, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, man. I just, I just wanted to, I don't know, I have a funny little story, and uh, the, you know, and while I'll never use GoFundMe, but um, me and my wife bought a house, and we kind of live on the corner, and uh, we've been here 10 years. The house right next door was for sale when me and my wife bought our house and got married, had our first kid, and now we have two kids, but uh. Another young couple right around our age bought the house next to us, and we used to all hang out for su- all the summer. We used to play pool in my garage, and we'd all drink, have fires, like, every day in the summer with each other. Yeah. And uh, my neighbor, he, he, him and his, the girl that moved in, they ended up getting married, and they had a daughter. She was pretty hot. She was, like, a seven or eight. 
and um, they had a kid, like I said, and I guess they started going through some problems and stuff. And uh, like I said, us, we always hang out. My wife, I'll drink beers, shoot pool, all that stuff. Well, through the years, she'd come over and uh, they were going through it. She showed me and my wife and actually ended up asking me and my wife separately and together. She made a GoFundMe and raised $5,000 through GoFundMe. News. It is opinion. And it used to be that the news channels would have on news almost all day, and then at night, 8 o'clock at night, they'd have on an opinion show. And they realized, like back with Bill O'Reilly on Fox, they go, oh, wow, we get a lot of ratings this way. And then let's put on a show at 9 and a show at 7. And then before you know it, I mean, my God, there's 30 minutes of news and the rest is all opinion. And CNN is the same way, too. And uh, I, I could- I, I couldn't like agree it. with you more. I don't like I it. I couldn't agree with you more, Rover. Absolutely. I wish we could get back to reporting the news and just the news, and, and I agree. But, you know, it's like no, that's I think the it's right of, if you want to have opinion shows and you want to have your wacko OAN Fox News stuff, you want to have your crazy lib MSNBC kind of stuff, and you want to have all those opinion shows. I, that's fine. I don't have an issue with that. I think, though, that there is... And maybe I'm wrong. I think there's a demand and a hole in the market for someone to actually do real news, unbiased news. Like the shizzy. No, well, that's just bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> and I think, actually, to be honest with you, I think CNN is even in a slightly more, you know, there is a... For the most part, there's a delineation. They don't say this is an opinion show, this is a news show. But on Fox, it was the news people were, the one guy just left. I think Shepard Smith and the other guy, they've all left because they got sick of it, of the of the weirdness at Fox. And uh, there used to be like the news guys were the news guys, and they would just give you the news. Uh, with a slight right uh, lean, of course, but, uh, you know, in the opinion shows, where the opinion shows, they could be the bombastic, boisterous, crazy opinions that they have. CNN, I think, is a little more, I, I, I don't know if I would say dangerous, but they sort of inter- intermingle it more. Where, like, the anchors, or who used to be news anchors, are now, like, going off on these tirades of opinion and stuff. And I, I just don't, I, you know, I just don't like it. I don't agree with the the presentation of the quote unquote news. I don't know. I, I have nothing against CNN. Some of the stuff is fine. A lot of it is garbage. <laughs> uh, you can say it. Some of it is. Yeah. Some of it is absolute garbage. Yeah. Some of it on Fox News is absolute garbage. And unfortunately, you know, when I'm, if I watch the news, I flip around, especially if there's a big news story, I'll flip around and I will see what Fox is saying. I'll see what MSNBC is saying. I'll see what CNN is saying. And you can kind of formulate yeah. your own 
opinion on it. But most people, I don't think, have the time or the motivation or the wherewithal to do that. They pick whatever they're into, and that reinforces their belief. Ah, those damn so-and-sos. Whatever side they happen to be on, and the other side are a bunch of idiots. And uh, I don't think the people really have the time to flip around like I do. And the other thing is, that's what gets the ratings. I don't know if you did a uh, an actual cable news channel that just did real news, hard-hitting news. I don't know if anyone would watch. Already has an incredible amount of hangers-on. Just yeah. these, these people that glom onto them, suck as... If it's not as money, it's as attention, and it's, you know, like... Just just those weird people at his uh, orbit. If he had $900,000 a year coming in... The chicks might be hotter. Probably not. But probably not. No, I don't think <laughs> I so. I don't know. I think there would just be more yeah. toothless women in his life. I doubt that. I mean, honestly, if I had that kind of money... Uh, my kids be going to like you know college, be able to go to you know oh. go off on their own. you know I'll be able to have a trust fund stuff for my kids and go off on their own do their own thing and make their own living. Kind of like the trust fund stuff. My wife and I and I'll become empty nesters and we can move into a smaller place, easy, a little easier to manage, you know that kind of stuff. stuff. Kind of like, like go back to the way mm-hmm. it was when, when my wife and I got together. Mm-hmm. It was she and I and her mom at the time were we stayed in a one bedroom apartment. So what you say, if you had $900,000, you would get rid of your kids, is what you're saying. But I wouldn't say, I would get, I wouldn't say that. I would say I would be, they would have the ability to go off and want them their own out of your house. live their own lives. That'd be nice, That's what right? I'm getting at. They're adults now. They're not little kids anymore. Yeah. Do you foresee a day that they ever leave and move out, or are they going to be living with you forever? I have no idea. Uh, we'll have to... When we get to that bridge to cross it, we'll find out. Do they ever say that? They want to live on their own? Do they bring that up? They sometimes bring that up, yeah. I mean, that's it. Yes, and I just told them, like, well, here's the reality of the situation. I mean, I didn't move out on my own when I was 18 because I didn't have the money. I had the skills, but not the money. Yeah. So do because you... it is expensive. Rover, you know that firsthand. You've done all the stories I've heard about you when you moved out on your own. And you got your first radio job, and uh, you met Doogie, you got a Porsche, and then Doogie had to get a job at Applebee's all the pay for it, <laughs> if I remember correctly. You did. Good job. So, I mean, that's uh, making my kids understand that, you know, that the, 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 I mean, yeah, it's the reality of the situation. <clears throat> well, anyhow, am I invited to the Pooper Bowl party or what? I'm not having a Pooper Bowl party. I don't know where you're getting that from. Is B2 invited? Because she's not invited to her, her father has a Super Bowl party. Robert, if I was in all actuality going to have a ma- <laughs> really massive party, my house would not be the proper venue because it's just a house. See, the it's no way my house is going to take over the entire people. block street yeah. Yeah. to close off the street. This is... Uh, I've already seen the permits pulled. Lakewood Police Department. Yeah, right. Street closers. If I was, no, no, honestly, let's be realistic here, okay? Let's uh-huh. be realistic. Uh-huh. If I was really, if I was really able to throw a party of that scale, I would have to write mortgage, mortgage, um, rocket mortgage fuel house for it. Ooh. The whole twenty, the whole twenty thousand people, plus you have the big screens to watch the game and, but you it's, know, it's and more whatnot. fun going to your house and. That's just it's a cooler vibe. Like we could do Roverfest at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, but it's not as cool of, of a vibe. 
Well, because well, what one? I mean, I, I understand, but you have to think of the weather. Now, if we were out in if we were in California, Florida, or Texas, we could have we could have it in an outdoor stadium. Mm-hmm. Maybe so maybe to, eventually you, you can have think in terms of the satellite weather. parties around the country, Super oh, Bowl yeah. parties. But you got to and then and then think, and then think of this. I remember when he were comma when he were originally going to renovate the old municipal stadium, they were originally going to put a dome on it. So they can have more events there year round, uh-huh. you know. You know, especially in our win- with, with our winners. But they uh, they decided to keep they decided to design the new stadium the way it is. It's because you know all our fans are still using the cold weather and whatnot. Okay. Here's someone who says, if you can't manage your money uh, making nine thousand dollars, how do you think you'd do making nine hundred thousand dollars? It'd be fun though. Would. That'd be so fun to watch. Everything he's always wanted, he would have jet everything. A jet? I don't know if you. You can do. You're taking nine hundred thousand a year. I don't know if you're getting a a, a private. You can jet. Money, you could get like a yeah. timeshare kind of thing where he like has part ownership of yep. one. Absolutely. And that would be where all of his money goes, basically. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. He'd yeah. still be living in the same house, wearing the same clothes. Owning a private plane is driving really the same car, but he'd have a private jet that he could. Fly around. Out and he'd go nowhere in particular. If I was going to fly to Europe or something, it'd be just like his, uh, like when he drives around in his car. He just drives randomly. Yeah, he just drive the. He'd fly to airports and they're closed, and then he'd have to turn around, and <laughs> that'd be it. No, no, <laughs> flying is a lot more complicated than the standard road trip trailer because you have to file a flight plan with FAA. Well, that, your pilot would do that for you. But still, I mean, I mean, come on, I mean, like if I was going to. If I was going to get my own, if I was going to get a private jet, it, I would have to find a way to find to make it the least expensive thing. Um, what kind of private only fly jet? when I really, really have to. What kind of private jet would you get? A uh, the Salt Falcon 900. You already picked it out. What? If I was if I was available to afford one, yeah. Why yeah, would you on. get a Falcon 900? It's a um, it's a business jet. Yeah, but why get that one? There's a lot of different well, because, jets. because it's I, lo- I love I like the style. It's a very stylish looking plane. How many engines does it have? Uh, depends on the model. There's one model that has two engines, and then there's another model. The 900 series has the three engines. One's actually uh, built into the tail. Yeah, he's right about that. Hmm. Plus, um, that particular model is what's called is E-top certified. Means it has. It has the equipment necessary for it to fly in the range to fly over a large body of water, like an ocean or whatnot. Hey, someone that says if Jeffrey had a private jet, he'd fly to India to pick up milk. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> and give them Best Buy gift cards. <laughs> no, no. Or then I uh, find the scammers and um, and plant a bomb and um, plant a bomb in their. Um, become an international terrorist. <laughs> no, um, go after go after scammers. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. So if you made all that money, that would be your new routine. You would be a superhero. Yeah, he fights scammers. scammers. Little old ladies could call you up and say, Jeffrey, someone in Bangladesh got my Best Buy gift cards. And you would call your pilot. You guys would fly down there. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, the only problem is you can't jump out of a um, plane like that because it wasn't designed for for parachuting out of. Well, you could retrofit it. You could have some sort Not of really. Bombay doors added. You, you got to remember, it's a, it was it was not the plane was not derived from military design. It was built it was built squarely as a civilian aircraft. Uh, let's see here. Megan writes, Yo Rover. Dieter said I come here for the news, referring to Doogie's. Shizzy, I must admit, I do the same. Thank you for everything you do. Well, 
Uh, that All could right. be uh, the problem that America <laughs> faces, that they come to places like the Shizzy for their news. Here's someone who writes, years back I used to be just like those fake cop impersonators. A couple neighbors and I would go around with our walkie-talkies pretending to be cops trying to find crime. Sadly, around my 10th birthday, my parents moved to a new neighborhood and I was no longer able to play fake cop. <laughs> um, Drew writes, Hello, Rover, a long-time listener here. Thank you for all the years of entertainment. I flew to Italy for the first time a few years back. I decided to try to make the trip shorter, as this was my first time on a long-haul flight. I boarded my flight as normal in Chicago. However, ten minutes before I beforehand, I took three double hitters of LSD. That's a lot. I don't know what the rest of the story is going to be, but that sounds like a bad idea. Double? Yeah. I mean, I just do one. LSD takes about an hour to kick in. So I'm sitting here, and for some odd reason, I forgot I took the acid. At this point, I decided to take my Ambien that my doctor prescribed for the flight. I don't remember a thing. There is one thing I remember. I fell asleep over Lake Michigan and woke up over Paris. What happened? I don't know. You probably just fell asleep the entire time. I, 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 yeah. Uh How do you forget that you take acid, by the way? <laughs> the drug makes you forget that you just took it? I don't know. I'm guessing. I mean, if I took a acid, I think I'd remember that. Even if it didn't kick in yet. Todd says, I think Dieter's use of scissors to cut up food is catching on. I saw this in the store. Pizza scissors. Sent a picture of this, and it's... Uh... Did I send that to you? Okay. I didn't know if I did. Oh, yeah. It is. Those are nice. long. Yeah. You can really get through the Long whole. scissors, and then it looks like it has some sort of, is that, does that thing attach to the scissors to, to lift up the slice? Well, it's like guide, like a tracer. You cut the shapes of the pizza. Like a wedge. Yeah. yeah but I think, I, I don't know. All right. There you go. Theater. Awesome. I need that. Cause I use regular scissors. It's not, you have to like almost pick up the end of the pizza and cut through it. Mm-hmm. Here's somebody who writes, please keep me anonymous. This is a woman. I've listened to you guys talk about swinging for years and speculating about what it is. Swingers are not drug addicts or scumbags. We are professionals, teachers, bankers, all kinds of normal professional people. The majority of swingers have excellent relationships and consider other people to be the ultimate sex toy. Most of the women who swing do it because they like to be with other women and it allows them the opportunity to play with other women. It was eye-opening to realize how many women are bisexual but just don't have an outlet to be who they are. We have never met men who are bisexual in the lifestyle. I find that a little bit hard to believe, don't you guys? Like, you're going to swing swinger parties and there's every dude is straight. There's no bisexual guys at a swinger's party? No an orgy? Most are going to be bi. Yeah. I don't know about that, but a lot. you've never... Met a bisexual guy? I thought that's the thing these days. Anyhow, let's see here. People who are in the lifestyle are very respectful of people and only do things with everyone's permission. We go to clubs, we meet up with other people, we have kids, and they have no idea. 
We have vanilla friends and don't ever involve them in what we do. How do you know they're vanilla? How do you know your friends are vanilla? Have you brought up somehow swinging and the lifestyle and they were like, oh. And you go, okay, we just won't bring that up to them. You, got, you have to figure it out, right? Yeah. Test the waters. Dip your toe. Rock the boat. Our sex life is amazing since doing this for the past eight years. It is more prominent than people realize, and you can go to any city and find clubs filled with couples wanting to swing. I think the weird thing about swingers is uh, they're just so into it, and they're like, can't handle that maybe somebody else isn't into it, and they're always trying to get other people into it. Are they? Oh, oh yeah, every time. Every time we... We talk about you it. Must you must be better are, looking than me if people are trying to recruit crime. you to be a swinger. <laughs> Which like. isn't a good sign of the quality, then. If I'm better looking. They don't want Charlie. They want his girlfriend. Oh, at least knock him sense. out. Okay. She's the good one in the relationship, clearly. Right? The, uh, there's a... Uh, last time I was in... <laughs> the last time we went to Paris, I, I was uh, trying to find places to go in Paris and things to do, and I... I found this uh, swingers club, but it's not a swing. Well, it's a swingers club. I, I don't know exactly. I forget the name of the place, but it's some sort of. I don't know if it's a swingers club, but it's supposed to be like super high end, where like you dress up like. I mean, like really, like it's supposed to be super nice, and you go there and you eat dinner. But it's not like I went to a swingers club one time. And they actually did have food set up, like on a card table, and it was just like pizza that had been sitting there for four hours. Like after you yeah. just get done banging, you just go grab yourself a slice? A snacky pig. Yeah. Oh, I already have the ranch for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it was like, you know, it was pretty bootleg, basically. But this is supposed to be like, uh, this was supposed to be like, you know, a sit-down dinner, like at a, like at a fancy restaurant, and then I don't know what happens after that. I, I don't know. It looked the pictures I saw look. We didn't we didn't go, but uh, I'm sure I brought it up to B too. And she probably said, "No, what are you, an idiot? Why did you mention it as a swingers club? You should have said I found a cool place to go to dinner." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we show up, and yeah. the waitresses have like nipple clamps yeah, on or something. Exactly. I don't know. It's weird. Uh. Let's see. Benjamin writes, for the last two, di two days, you guys have complained about Doogie carrying her bags in and out of the studio. I agree with you guys. She's 100% doing it out of spite and going the extra mile to make herself look like she's doing more. I'm curious, though. The exercise she is doing is isometric. She recently did a story about exercising three seconds a day. Over the years that she has done this, is she adding extra granola bars, highlighters, pens, and gained more than 12% strength and bulked up? Maybe that's why she's wearing... 3XL clothing. She has huge muscles under there, Dieter. They're ripping out of her T-shirt, her mm -hmm. biceps. Mm -hmm. I did, I'll admit, yesterday I had a five-pound weight, and I was doing that extension thing. 
that you guys were talking about. The curl. In the news and just letting it. And I touched it. I'm like, ooh, it's engaged. For three seconds. I actually held it for longer because I'm like, there's no way three seconds would do anything. But I think that's the point is that you're supposed to be using heavier weight that you can only do for three seconds. I only had five pounds. So it's like, I'll try this. And I held it longer. Peter, could you just hold a five? You could just hold a five-pound weight indefinitely there, right? Like probably the whole show. I if I said just hold a five-pound weight, like halfway through a curl, you could you could do that. For and like, do the show, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah five pounds is pretty low. Those are so tiny. Those are like toothpicks. I mean, at the gym, sometimes you lose them. They're so tiny, you could just they can just disappear like underneath the bench or something. It's like a necklace for you, right? Um, Bob, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Bob. Uh, morning, Rover. Hey, man. Hey, I just have one question, you know, and I want to interrupt the joke. It's why doesn't Jeffrey make enough money to not have to have go to his fencing job? Oh, he likes going to his fence company job. He... I know, but... Everybody on the show makes enough money to where they don't have to have another job. Well, Jeffrey does only uh, uh, work here three uh, days a week. He also has no other duties like uh, uh, other people on the show. Jeffrey just drops duties on the show. <laughs> and, uh, he doesn't ask about full time. They keep telling him, ask for full time. He just doesn't ask. Yeah. Not interested. The company is very apprehensive about that. Have I you mean, asked once the one, one time? I went, again, uh, pre, I think maybe about a year ago, I guess, uh, I remember cornering Keith Hotchkiss in the hallway, and I asked him about, you know, what's the possibility of me, you know, working on the show five days a week, and he said he'd talk to you, Rover, haven't heard anything back. Yeah, well, and, maybe follow um, up. He never asked me. I don't know. That's just, I'm just going by what I've been told. Aaron, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Aaron. Uh, morning, Rover. How you doing? Hey, what's happening? Hey, uh, wanted to comment on your uh, your the bit where you're talking about the swingers, and uh, I, I I've known some swingers in my my time. I am not one, although I think my wife probably would. Mm-hmm. But it's never something we've we've brought up. But uh, uh, if you just pay attention a little closer to what's going on in your surroundings, uh, say you're at a hotel and you're walking down the hallway and you happen to see a pineapple in front of the hotel room door. That indeed is a swingers party because the pineapple, and especially an upside down pineapple, is uh, kind of their calling card. It's like you know, hey, party here. A lot of times you'll see women wearing earrings or something with a pineapple on it upside down, and that signifies that they are indeed swingers. A pineapple is now. If I ever see that in a hotel, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up that pineapple and I'm just going to put it in front of a random room so everyone goes to that room looking for the swingers party. I've never seen. I've, I've stayed in a lot of hotels. I've never seen a pineapple outside of a room. I'm, and I'm only telling you that because of the the depths of TikTok that I've fallen into in my life during my lunch breaks. And there's a whole swinger side of TikTok, and they're all swear by the pineapple. The pineapple. All right. I never knew. The pineapple. I think about. That. I stayed in in Hawaii in a hotel. When I checked in, they had a pineapple. On the table. So was that like a swinger's room that I checked into? Yes. And I didn't even know it? I stayed at a hotel that was covered in pineapples. Everywhere had pineapples. Swinger's room. Was it a swinger's hotel? 
possibly. One time, B2 and I, we went out to dinner at this place, and we there attached to this, or, or next to this place was a, like a Holiday Inn or something, and uh, and there was a a huge party that was going on in the, like the the meeting area or whatever. There were a couple hundred people there, and it was an adult prom. And I told my wife, I said, "This has got to be a swingers party." She goes, "No, it's not. You're just you have a sick mind." I go, "No." What adults are going to go to an adult prom? Like, you're 40 years old and you're going to an adult prom? Like, to me, that seems like just an excuse to get together, and then they all go and they bang in the hotel next door. Unless they all missed out on prom. Is that why they're going? I've never heard of this. When I worked in Chicago, I helped plan the same thing. It was a... I worked for Kevin Matthews. It was a Kevhead prom, Mm -hmm. and every year they would sell out. You would have... Hundreds of people there, and they would have, we would have a photographer. There's food. There's a band. People would get all dressed up, and it would be like kind of like goofy dressed up, nice dressed up. People would get limos. They would go all out for this. It was actually a lot of fun. It would always thing be. Is, if you think about that, the Kevin Matthews show had a pineapple in the logo. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. I've got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hang on. Bill Squire Friday get down today in the last four pack of tickets to get you to an NBA crossover event for All Star Weekend. Dumb down your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. What has 12 balls, two boobs, and a bad attitude? The hideous monster that is Rover's Morning Glory. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Dick. Good morning, Rover. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's happening? Oh, uh, Rover, I just wanted to get your take on uh, about the Super Bowl. You think the Bengals will beat the Rams? Um, that's who I'm betting for. Uh, I'm, but, Dieter, are you willing to place your $100 bet today? Ooh. Yes. All right, so you're taking the Rams. I'm taking the Bengals. Yep. Straight bet, 100 bucks. I'm going. I'm going on the Bengals too, Rover. You are okay. Uh, yep. Hundred bucks, no points, straight up. Virtual shake, 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 shake. We put the money in an envelope. So there's no backing out. Uh, well, we could. Why don't we do it this way? This is the way that I prefer. We just Venmo it no, to Charlie. No, 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 he holds on no, to the money. No, I do cash. And uh, my friends call me cash. And then he. <laughs> He has some sort of arrangement with the tax department now with Venmo where they no, just... No, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got the Rams. You got the Bengals straight up. All right. hundred bucks. Virtual shake, shake, shake. Have a good day, Rover. All right. Thank you, Dick. Um, I, I uh, was reading some text messages that were coming in from a lot of people telling me that pineapples are... That is a thing with swingers, that the pineapple is... It's legit, Rover, a lot of people are telling me. And so I did a Google search for it. I also found out that there are some other things that point to uh, swingers. You want to know how to identify a swinger? Yeah. All right. If there's a pineapple on the front porch or on top of a mailbox. 
swinger party. Upside down pineapple means a swinger looking for a partner. Now here's some other things besides pineapples. A man or a woman wearing a red baseball cap. So Fred Durst, major swinger. Swinger? Yeah. Wearing a thumb ring means you're a swinger. Uh, if you have white landscaping rocks in front in your front yard, swinger. Really? That's correct. If you wear a toe ring, swinger. Huh. Switching your wedding ring to the right hand, swinger. swinger. Yin yang tattoo, swinger. <laughs> if you have a garden gnome, you're a swinger. I have a garden gnome. Swinger. swinger. I actually know a few people that have them. They're not swingers. If you have a pink flamingo, Ooh. swinger. Or, this is too many things. Yeah. If you have a metal star on the front of your house, Swinger. So all those things identify swingers. I had no idea that any of those were a thing. You have a garden gnome? I have a garden gnome and a goose. Uh, well, uh-huh. I'm a goose close to a pink flamingo. Those geese that you dress up. Can you dress them up? We have to get different outfits for the goose. <laughs> depending on the season. I, I don't I don't know this thing. What do you mean? There's <laughs> well, you've never driven around. You just, there's everybody's geese going. They all have geese. The you know, in, the... in April, like, you put a raincoat on because, yeah. you know, April showers. And then Christmas time, you put on like uh, you know Santa outfit. How big is this thing? Uh, like a regular sized goose? Yes, regular sized goose. You've never seen these? They're all I've over. Never I never noticed them either until my girlfriend started pointing them out. I'd say like ten percent of houses have them. Maybe it's an incredible, <laughs> it's an incredible amount. Once you start looking, you see all these geese all yeah. around on I, by the front doors. When I go to that uh, the Christmas connection, it's a big. I bet they have some nice goose outfits, yeah. They have booths where people, it's nothing but... The geese outfit, (laughs) yes. So All uh, they do is sell geese outfits. I actually have a cheaper one, because the nice ones are made of, like, cement, or they're made of something kind of heavy. Yeah. Mine's plastic. you got to put some sand in it, you know, weigh them down. What's he wearing right now? What is he wearing right now? Anything for Valentine's Day? Well, I don't think he's wearing anything. He might still have his Christmas outfit on because he got snowed in. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, just his head is sticking out of the snow, so I'm not going to go out there. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't ever do anything with it. I just come home and it looks... Yeah, those things. They're all over. Never that's exactly what I have. Oh, that's easy to dress up. Yeah, I, I have never seen one of these either. Oh, I've never seen this. Oh, oh there's... <laughs> that's cute. Huh. Oh, there's the Halloween one. <laughs> this is great. You don't have so wait, you don't have one? Rover? Uh, no, I I you know we were getting yeah, yeah, a lot of real geese in my neighborhood and they just crap all yeah. over the place. You don't need more of these geese. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, here's someone that says uh those geese are a big deal. They sell outfits for these things. Oh yeah, I think they're like there's one woman, she's like the uh the Gucci of the the geese world, and she sells like her stuff's hotcakes. You know, this is some real uh-huh. nice stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Krista gets hers, the goose connection or whatever, wherever she gets her stuff. But you know, Thanksgiving you might have like a bonnet on. I wonder what having a goose outside. Maybe that's a secret thing. Like you might be, you know, that might be a sign of, of some gay swingers or gay something. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. Charlie mm-hmm. has no idea. He's like, ten percent of the houses have these. Yeah. I, I never knew that these things yeah. existed. Yeah. Never seen them. Uh, You've never seen the geese. No, I've never once. Oh, start looking, man. 
Yeah, I think on the front porch. It seems like something old people would do. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like something they do. a young couple like Charlie would, and his girlfriend would do. Again, I'm not part of the goose culture. Oh, you're in. I'm just living amongst the goose fanatic. Um, someone, uh, yeah, it's 23 inches high. Oh, $33 on Amazon. There you go. For yourself, dudes. Uh, <laughs> here's someone who writes, is the meathead and the nerd having a pillow uh, party fight today? Well, there's been a lot of debate here in the studio about this. And, uh, um, first of all, the stuff for the pillow fight, Amazon, you know how they go, oh, yeah, it's two days it will take for it to arrive. Well, it, it showed up yesterday. It's supposed to be here on Tuesday, and it came on Thursday. Uh, so that was last minute. And then also, because the studio has been, uh, they're ripping apart the studio, and we only have, anyhow, Snitzer has to figure out if we can get a camera where we plan to do the pillow fight, if we can get a camera feed from down there. So I, I came in and I told Charlie, I said, hey, Charlie, listen, uh, I know you are amped up about this pillow fight, which Charlie thinks there's no way he can lose. He says, a pillow fight, eh, big deal. And uh, I told him we'll, we'll do it on Monday, and Charlie said, okay, right? Yeah. So Dieter comes in, and I tell Dieter, I said, uh, Dieter, we're going to do this pillow fight on Monday. Oh, no! No, Rover, we, got, we can't do it today. There's no way we could do it today. He has really been out of shape about this. I'm ready to kill somebody. Why <laughs> are you so bent out of shape? I get so set. Rover... I get this in my mind. I'm prepared. I trained all this week. I'm swinging these heavy sandbags. You're like, we're doing it Friday. Doing it Friday. So it's in my head. I come in Friday. I go, I'm ready. I'm all prepared. And then you're like, let's do it Monday. And I'm like, dude, I want to celebrate the Super Bowl. I want to get wasted. I want to actually enjoy the game. I was thinking about going to my brother-in-law's house. Mm -hmm. I want to stay there late. I don't want to come in here with diarrhea and bubble guts <laughs> and doing a pillow fight. Well, I think it sounds great. I think Monday sounds much better now that you're saying it. It's like getting ready for a boxing match, and then you show up in the stadium, and the guy goes, nah, we'll do it next week. Is that okay? So you've really been training that hard, Dieter? I have these sandbags that I've been swinging. Mm -hmm. I'm all sore. My, my obliques are sore. I'm, I have a game plan. I'm ready to take this guy out. Charlie, Charlie, what kind of training have you been doing for the pillow fight? Great question. Yeah. Oh, great question. There's Charlie in a, looks like a karate fight here. Did a kick to a pillow, missed, mid-air kick, didn't hit it, but... That this is a training montage, it's uh -huh. better as it goes, Rover. Oh, there he is, lifting pillows as a, as a weight, curling wow. pillows. Now, watch this kick. Much better. The pants are falling off. Much better. It's not much That's every day is uh, pants are falling off. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Breaking wow. a board with a pillow. Look at the strength that... Charlie has it here. pretty broken. I don't think it was. I actually don't think Can he actually hit a pillow midair? Is he going to kick it? Oh, Boom. he did it. Look at that. In slow motion. Wow. Now, are we doing full contact? Can you use your legs in the pillow? I just point? wanted to work out my entire body. Okay. All right. This is a clean and jerk. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I formed, Peter? Oh, it's perfect. There's a jerker, all right? Backhand uh, hit of the pillow here. Charlie, this uh, this skill that you are displaying here, 
Where do you get this outfit from, by the way? My neighbor. Is that real he? My neighbor. He's a... So then I start doing a little crust on his uh, lip there, it looks like. Doesn't no, it? Or no, is that just a shadow? That's my beard. Oh, 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 yeah. That's what we got. All right. So I've been I've been training too. So you've been you've been uh, allowing your girlfriend to just hit you with a pillow. So you ever seen these boxers like when they're training, like they have guys just punching them in the stomach, or they throw those like heavy ass balls at their stomach? Medicine ball. I, yeah. I don't know how they do that. I don't know how that doesn't break a rib. Oh yeah, I've been trying to find like a cool meat locker I could hang out in that just has like the hanging slabs of beef, <laughs> and I can just or Rocky, Rocky. yeah, Rocky, and kind of take the pillow in there and just just go nuts. So so she's been hitting you with the pillow. She's yes. been so this is building up your endurance stuff. Yeah. So anything Dieter brings to the pillow fight, I love the idea of pushing it back. Uh, one, I've got a terrible hemorrhoid that's really been flaring up, flaring up. Uh-huh. So maybe. After the Super Bowl, it's going to be better <laughs> or worse. You want to push it back? 50 chance. And the hot wings, pizza, beer. It's also an extra week of you know getting beat with pillows. Or an extra weekend of getting uh-huh. beat with pillows where I can get more used to it. You know. How have you? Uh, so she's been whacking you upside the head with a pillow. Mm-hmm. Has it been? Have you been dazed or have you been able? It, yeah, it could really. Be. It does. <laughs> if you get. <laughs> If you don't, like, because um, I just, you know, I just was sitting there and just said, go for it. And uh, if you hit it right, it really does kind of hurt. And it, it, it rings your bell. Yeah, it's like you could feel your brain kind of bouncing around. <laughs> so <laughs> one day when Dieter's hung over, if I hit him in just the right spot, just the right the job, you have a better shot of winning the pillow fight. For You, you, you are all for delaying it until uh, Monday. Sure, sure. So I, I talked to Snitzer. Snitzer, uh, I said, hey, we're, I think we're going to do this on Monday because, you know, we've got to figure this out. And Snitzer, Snitzer uh, was, first thing when I was walking down the hall coming in this morning, I hear Snitzer. How are we going to get How are we going to get together? Oh, that room is an office now, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I don't know if we're plugged in over there anymore. Oh, it's an office? Yeah. yeah. They had to move. They shut everything down on the other side. They moved all. That's where people so were. I got a there. spot for us. Um, so I, got a, I got a big spot for us. Big spot for us? Uh, yeah. So we're, we'll have to, uh, I told Stan, I said we'll do some testing after the show today to figure out the best way to do the pillow fight. Dieter was so, first of all, Dieter never, ever, Dieter never goes out of his way to, um, to, to like, I pick my battles. He, he, he doesn't go out of his way to proactively plan anything, set anything up, do, you know, like, do anything. But he actually he goes, <laughs> I'm going to go talk to Snitzer about doing the thing today. He goes and he must, must go into Snitzer's room trying to convince Snitzer, we can do it today, right? Like, there's a way we can do it today. How did he bring it up to you, Snitz? Well, first of all, it's the first time he's ever been in my room. <laughs> I hate your room. <laughs> and second of all, it was, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a, a, you know, I'm going to be drunk and drinking and whatever. I go, well, what does that have to do with Monday? Well, you didn't know. I go, I go, I'm going to be hurt on Monday. He goes, why Monday? What's Sunday? You didn't know the Super Bowl was on. I go, the Sunday Super Bowl on? You want me to come in Monday and do this? Oh! That's funny because Rover brought it up to me. I also did think about it. Nobody's thinking about Sunday night. <laughs> What about this hallway right here? Clear, clear out the chairs. <laughs> we got the hallway camera. Let's just do this thing. We already pumped it up. I, that, move that stuff out. I don't need that much room. 
How are you gonna swing a pillow in this? Hey, you got plenty of room. There's there's not enough room to hey, swing a pillow in that hallway. You're, not see, you're seeing all the chairs and all the clutter. Just push that. Gotta get full extension. Is that enough room for you, yes. uh, Charlie? With my big wingspan. But... <laughs> Jeffrey, stand up and pretend you have something in your hands and swing it. Is there room? Look at it. These chairs in the way. Move the chairs. Can you move the chair over? I don't need you to move the chair, uh, uh, Jeffrey. But. I mean, what are you planning on doing Sunday, dude? I mean, how, how crazy are you, are you going to get? I want to actually relax. I want to enjoy the game. I love just to crack a beer, get a huge buzz, take a 12-pack down, eat a whole pizza. So you're really actually, you're a little bit nervous, it sounds like, to take on Charlie in a pillow fight. Yeah, I'm drinking less nervous night. about this. No, I want to do it today. That's the thing. Once I get into my mind and I want to kill somebody, I get so... Heated. Mm -hmm. I want to do. I want to take it out now. Now you just have to hold it in until Monday. What are we doing? Three one-minute rounds. Is that what the plan is for the pillow fight? Or, or, I mean, we really haven't had a discussion. Not going three rounds for over. Okay. I mean, you want to just do ten rounds? <laughs> it's going to be over immediately. It's going to have to come off your shoulders. You want to push it off till Monday? Do, do whatever you want to do. Have you really been swinging sandbags to 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 work out to to do? Yeah, this? you could. There's sandbags with handles you can, like, put on around your neck to do, like, lunges or squats. It's like a piece of workout equipment. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you, I'm swinging them. I'm hitting my torso bob, nailing this thing. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Theater's ready for this. That's good. Yeah, I'll do that this weekend, too. Just kind of swing sandbags from Gain some strength. Uh, so Charlie's going to take the opportunity to, to work out a little bit more. Now, by the way, Charlie, someone did. Uh, uh, Alex sent me a text message. And uh, he says that uh, those geese, that is actually, uh, those little uh, geese that you put in the yeah, front yeah. yard, he mm -hmm. says it is part of the gay community. Mm -hmm. It stands for, goose mm -hmm. stands for gives out oral sex. So when you put a goose, a dressed well, up goose no in your right yard. Right. Every day. Or to everyone. Uh, so, so there you go. You give out oral sex, and that is a sign. Okay. It's like the pineapple for swingers. The goose is a sign that you're ready. You got a glory hole. It's interesting. All of my ancient neighbors have these up. You just you just come to the front door. You live in an older home. You just there's probably a mail slot in the front door. Glory just stick it through the yeah. through the mail slot, and Charlie's on the other side, ready to give out oral <laughs> sex every day. Uh, just something you didn't know. Uh, we do have the shizzy coming up, the news, uh, in just a moment. 866-YO-ROVER is our number. 866-967-6837. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Bill Squire Friday, get down today and the last four pack of tickets to get you to an NBA crossover event for All-Star Weekend. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Rover's Morning Glory, more fun than a big bag of rotten See, we set your expectations low so you'll never be disappointed. Rover's Morning Glory. Coming up in a moment. <clears throat> Excuse me, the news. What do you have on the way, Doogie? Some crazy news stories. One regarding the Golden Girls and one regarding the autopsy of Bob Saget. I'll tell you both the stories next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Charles, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Charles. Hey, Rover. Yo. 
Hey, I got the perfect place for your pillow fight, man. It's right under all your noses. What is it? Jeffrey's uh, Barnyard Wrestling Ring. Oh, that's uh, that's not a bad idea. However, uh, it's probably uh, going to be in use for his Pooper Bowl party. I think they usually do like uh, some sort of a pre-Pooper Bowl kind of fight, uh, an exhibition, exhibition match, match yeah. basically. Um, so, uh, is that is that off the table, Jeffrey? Well, apparently the where that um, where I did my where I did that my wrestling back then. The how I my my to my knowledge, I talked to the person that used to own that house. I think it was foreclosed on. I think that barn was probably torn down. Uh, the ring, ring dismantled, barn torn down. I don't think they they should have. Uh, if I would have known that, I would have bought that and turned that into like a, a wrestling hall of fame. Well, also the training. Think, think of the matches training taking place there. Yeah. You know, um, the legendary. Barn, barnyard wrestling. Well, I would call it. I wouldn't find. I wouldn't call it legendary because it's probably gone. Uh, I believe that's where Jeffrey uh, farted in the middle of his match. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and I rewatched the, the video. I rewatched the video back. I was like, I can't believe that that happened. Why'd you watch that back? I don't know. Just to laugh. Not really to laugh, but I was just like, just to be in, to be in disbelief that. Can't believe that actually happened. I don't, I don't know if it happened in the in other wrestling organizations where that has or, or something like that. that no, I think you're the first. You are the first. He just lets out a massive fart in the middle of his wrestling match. Mike, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Mike. Rover, yo, yo, what's happening? Hey, uh, Dieter is a well-known street fighter, and uh, he says that whenever he's getting ready to fight, he always uh, stands at attention. Can we have Jeffrey come into the studio and check to see if he's properly motivated for the fight he thought he was going to have today? Yeah, that is, uh, that is uh, a thing. Dieter, you say that you get a uh, stiffy when you are getting ready to fight. Dieter, lo- Dieter loves to fight, so he gets an erection for some reason. He gets so turned on by it. And, kind of blood. Uh, do you want to give him an erection check? Um, no, thanks. Jeffrey, no. no. Uh, Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? Here we go. The U.S. is asking the Canadian government to take some action against truck drivers who are still blocking bridges into the U.S. as this protest goes on. It's still a mess. According to the White House, they said that Homeland Security Secretary and Transportation Secretary, they're both encouraging their counterparts in Canada to come up with a way to end this standoff. I don't know that... If you assist in getting these truck drivers gas, you'll be arrested. Mm. They're threatening you like you cannot All help. they do is arrest people and impound their trucks. Like that's, I mean, that's how you end it if you really want to end it. A couple of people get their trucks taken away, and you know, then other other people go, I don't want my truck to be taken away, like confiscated. Uh, and that would clear it up real quick. Yes, Jeffrey, you're I've helping. also read that this possibly could spill over into the United States. Starting in California, going all the way to Washington D.C., which can cause further disruptions in the supply chain. That there, that there, that will compound the current disruptions in the supply chain. And where's the Super Bowl at? Super Bowl's in L.A. Right, but it might start there. That's the, the truck- reason why, because yeah. it's going to coincide with the start with the Super Bowl. It's going to what? Coincide with the Super Bowl. Coin- coincide. Coin. Yep. It's going to coincide. Coincide. Yep. Got it. All right. Uh- This is an endless supply. I love it. It never ends. It's gold. Just when you think gold. It's going to coincide. All right, go on, Bougie. In Oregon, a terrible story where two brothers went out hunting 
Uh, actually, they didn't go out hunting. They were in their home, and in their backyard, there was a black bear, and one of the brothers tried to defend himself accidentally instead of shooting the bear, shot his brother, uh-huh. killed his brother, called uh, authorities and police and says what happened, mm. and then ended up killing him himself. He took his own life. I think there's going to be more to this. Whoa. This doesn't sound like a... I think there's going to be more to that story. Well, he was so devastated that he shot his brother, yeah. then they just killed himself? Yep. You think they there was even a bear? They were just no, fighting I, each other. I think what happened was the guy shot his brother in some sort of a dispute. And then, uh, and then called nine, and then he's like, well now what do I do? I shot my brother, what do I do? Uh, he calls 911, says a bear, and then, I mean, cause how would you do that? How would you shoot? I, I well, believe he, that the bear was there. If the bear's charging at him, right. you're nervous, you shoot, and the brother's, I don't know, to the side or behind the bear, you know, to struggle. And then he's so devastated. You, why wouldn't you just shoot yourself immediately? Why would you call 911 then? Uh, because he's, he's in shock. It, it hits you. Yeah, uh, my something is. No, like, and they have the audio of his 911 call. I mean, the investigation is still ongoing, but they have him immediately calling, and then he uh, realizes this what happened. Sounds a little fishy to me. We'll find the bear too. There should be a bear they can find in the area, right? They say it's not uncommon for well, a bear in there. Oregon or wherever. There's a lot of bears. <laughs> and what the neighbors or witnesses say? Oh yeah, there was one around today. The, no, okay. I think it's like a common occurrence. Oh, it would okay. be like at my house, you go, oh, there's, there, uh, did you see a deer? Is there a deer in the area? Oh. Well, I see them all the time. I've never been there. I don't know they're that common. Yeah, they said that they are, uh, Oregon is home to roughly 25,000 black bears, but they're typically non-aggressive, so they don't know if this particular case, this bear was aggressive in some way, and that's why they were trying to shoot it or to protect themselves. Because they say black fight back. Black bear is supposed to fight back against them. Brown bear, what do you do? Get down. Get brown, down, get down. Brown, get down, black, fight back. Okay, go on. Prince Charles has tested positive for COVID for a second time, and the main story here is that he might have exposed his 95-year-old mother. So people are making sure that everyone is okay the and queen. isolating the queen for yeah. other people. All right, good news for Snifter. Movie Pass is getting a reboot. Oh, he's the one that put this place out of business. I know, right? <laughs> the subscription-based movie ticket service plans to relaunch this summer, nearly three years after shutting down because of some financial troubles. Now, the chief executive of MoviePass announced the plans during an event. This was yesterday afternoon, and she laid out an ambitious goal. She told the audience where she told everybody the plans that they want the company to be responsible for 30% of all movie ticket sales across the United States by 2030. Okay, and I want to I want to be responsible for 80 percent of radio listenership across the country. I mean, you can have whatever. Look, this. First of all, I don't think people are going to go back to the movie theaters. I I really don't. They clearly are. Yeah, Spider Man. They clearly are. What do you mean they clearly well, are? Spider Man was the most the uh, highest grossing movie of all time. Just came just without. Of course, people are going. Back. The highest grossing movie of all time. Over top five. Of all of, time. Of in the theaters. Yeah. Highest grossing well, of all time. This up. You haven't seen this? I, the new annoying. Spider-Man, they say, is so close to being Avatar. And what else is up there? It's maybe top three now? Mm. All right, maybe I'm just out of it. It's I'm never going back to a theater. That's why fine. would I? Forget it. You never went in the first place, right? I don't no, I did. Why. And it was a... Uh, when did you go to... When was the, the last movie you went? 
Oh, it was probably 10 or 15 years ago. And I said, I'm never going to a movie theater again. People are on their phone. The screen is lighting. They're, they're phone, uh, people are just on their phones nonstop during a movie. And I, you can't, I can't focus on a movie like that. All the noise and people are talking and forget that. That sucks. All right. This kind of really shocked me. The autopsy report of Bob Saget has come through. And now we know what happened. He apparently hit his head and then went to bed and ended up dying from a brain bleed. That's what the medical examiner says. That um, it did not, that he also was COVID positive. That did not have any effect as far as his death. But he was, he had no idea he was positive. And he was traveling, remember, performing. Um, He hits his head. I don't know if he tells his wife because he did check in with his wife. Before he went to sleep, don't you say, oh, my God, I knocked my head. I hurt myself. Yeah, it's very suspicious. Yeah, Dieter, what was Didn't you have a, uh, I had a theory? conspiracy corner on, on Bob Saget? Yes. I said something fishy. I think that the Olsen twins took him out. Yes. One of them because he knew something about Heath Ledger. You know, Heath Ledger died. Mm-hmm. And the Olsen twins were involved with that. So he somehow found out about that. I don't know if he's going to spill the beans. So then they took him out. And this goes with my theory. He was hit with a blunt force trauma on yeah. his head. Blunt force right. trauma. That, that's not just falling down and bumping your head. That's something somebody took a, a pipe in the library and hit you over the back of the head with it. Well, I, I heard that he had multiple hits to the head. Oh, I, 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 picture? I just know it was blunt force trauma they said it was the cause. Snitch, if you go into that article that I put into the system, there's a like a broken down picture as far as the areas of the skull. Oh, area? I, so it's multiple spots? That's really Multiple fishy. areas? Come on, that's not just a fall. A fall would just be the right in the back of your head. If you fall back and slip and hit the back of your head. Wait a second. This can't. Wait. So this thing is at the bottom. There's like seven spots here. What? This is crazy. He had two black eyes? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. Come on. You tell me this is the natural fall? Get out of here. I, I, I don't know his, or these are just different spots for a hit. It says, okay, he has a, a bleed under the scalp. He had a linear fracture at the base of the skull. He had multiple breaks of the roofs of the orbit, like your eye socket. Come on. From a fall with oh. two black eyes. He had a subdermal hematoma that's bleeding uh, around the the brain. Countertop contusions. What the hell is that? I don't know exactly, but what did you? They go, oh, it was an accident. He slipped and hit his head and didn't tell anyone. You wouldn't text your wife that or anything. I mean, maybe. Or, I mean, it would. I mean, I just don't know how that's possible. Maybe I you really don't. To, oh wait, you don't want to worry her. You think so? Maybe he slipped in the bathtub? There's, there's no way. There's and, and something to this. It's just like I think it was either Peter or Charlie that brought up that uh, Liam Neeson's wife. Yeah, Nata- Natasha Richardson. Yeah, Charlie did. And how she went skiing, hit her head, she's fine, and then goes. Yeah, but she was skiing down a mountain doing 30 miles an hour. No, I know, but. And it's ran still, into a tree. That's like a. I understand that, but she was. Oh, she did? I thought she just fell back in her head. She fell back. I don't think she hit a tree. But she, oh. she, I thought she fell back and hit. But they say be very careful. If you do hit your head, you have to be careful. 
because something like this could happen. But there is something suspicious about all of this. There is. I mean, that is weird. There was. They keep saying. I mean, wouldn't they do like a, wouldn't they find, if he hit the back of his head, slipped and hit the back of his head, would he bleed anywhere? You'd figure you would bleed if you hit your head that hard. Was there was there was there blood in the hotel room? Any blood found on like the the in the bathtub on the shower? I mean, they said the star's death was ruled an accident and it was caused by blunt force injuries to the head, noting various abrasions to the scalp and fractures to the base of his skull. That sounds like a lead pipe. How does that happen? Did, Did he take a bath before? Was there sign of him bathing? You know, did he slip into the bathtub? I think somebody was waiting there. Somebody murdered him, man. Wow. And you believe it's the Olsen twins? Yeah. Go on, douchey. Uh, and they did find some drug in his system. No, I didn't think he was on drugs or alcohol. I swear that I read. They said there was no drugs or alcohol in his body, according to authorities. But I swear there was something that was for anxiety. Maybe it was found in there. It was anxiety pills. That didn't kill him. No, no. I know. I know. Exactly. Uh, there was a basketball news. There was a big trade that went down in the NBA yesterday. The Brooklyn Nets shipped James Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond, with some other draft picks and details mixed in there. Harden wasn't happy being on the Nets, and Simmons was also unhappy as a member of the 76ers. So it was kind of a swap for both players. All right. Uh, B. Arthur and Rue McClanahan from the Golden Girls, Dorothy and Blanche, apparently hated Betty White. Really? I did not know this. In fact, there's a casting director that's writing a book about all of the different scenarios that he experienced, and he says that B. Arthur even referred to Betty White as the C word. The see you next Tuesday word? Yes. Wow. I find this hard to believe. I think he's just trying to sell books. Sell some books. Who's going to say that that didn't happen because they're all dead? So this guy's getting a lot of publicity right now because he says that that happened. And then, speaking of bathtubs, Dieter had mentioned that. Ten years ago today, 2012, Whitney Houston died in her hotel bathtub the night before the Grammys. There you go. That's the shizzy on Grover's Morning Glow. We like them with some meat on their bones. So, take a ride on the plus side. side. With RMG Plus. Get down with the fitness. With the aftermath. Don't forget to finish your Friday leftovers. Dig into the juicy RMG TV archive. And fire up the new WJLRBM radio station. Playing nothing but parodies of Daddy Fat Zack himself, Mr. Jeffrey LaRoque. Download the new app, subscribe to RMG Plus now, and let the binge begin. All right, let's talk about this guy. This uh, is a mayor at a, of a suburb here, and... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that he was trying to claim that... What did he say? That the school district was distributing child pornography and he was going to have... He, as mayor, was going to have 
the board members of the school district arrested and charged with child pornography or something, I believe. Which, by the way, uh, the mayor of the suburb does not have the ability to do that. You're not judge, jury, executioner. No one has explained that to this thing back. Uh, but it was some weird story. What was that story, Charlie? Do you recall? Uh, they had... It was like a book or a pamphlet or something that the school district was doing, and this guy said that it was child... Oh, it was... Um, it was creative writing. Creative writing starting ideas. And it was uh, given to these students there who were taking... I think they were already... I think the classes that they were taking, these were like college classes or something, even yeah. though they were in high school, and it was... There was some kind of racy... Uh, creative writing thought starters, I guess. Not the end of the world, but this guy says that they are distributing child pornography. Apparently, he doesn't know the definition of child pornography. Um, well, this this same wacko is back in the news. Uh, people started sending this to me. I was I was out yesterday at a colonoscopy yesterday, and uh, uh, so. The day uh, during the show or after the show on Wednesday, people started sending me this clip. This guy went and he did a, a city council meeting. And they have a, a a pond or a lake there in Hudson, this suburb. And people want to ice fish, apparently, on this pond. And they're debating in the city council on whether they should allow ice fishing. And the mayor... He's, he doesn't want to allow this ice fishing because if you allow the ice fishing, well, then maybe someone wants to put up a, a little shanty yeah, so that they can stay warm. And, well, you'll see where this leads. Uh, here you go. Listen to this. This is from the city council meeting. Additionally, if you open this, this up to the mayor. ice fishing, while on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty? on Little Springs Park for X amount of time. And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. And now you got the police chief police department involved. <laughs> this guy on the right. The guy on the the guy on the right was like, What? What? He doesn't even try to hide it. He's like what the hell is this shock? About? I mean, just this absolute shock. This mayor should be recalled. I would be embarrassed if I lived in this uh, suburb. And this guy, first of all, wow. what prostitute is going to go, you know what? You know, it'd be fun. I want to turn some tricks, and I'd like to do it on a frozen lake. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you, if you're a prostitute, there are a million other places you could do your prostitution. Not in an ice fishing shanty. Right, they're going to be walking up and down on the ice, strutting their stuff in high heels, and, and fish that stocking. Come on, man. I mean, first of all, I would take a real hard look at this guy. Because the the people who are always so concerned about prostitution or child pornography, you know, we know this historically. The people who are like way crazy over over stuff, yeah. things like this, they're generally the ones that are overcompensating because they have something to hide. These are like all the politicians who were vehemently opposed to gay marriage. No, it's gonna it's the breakdown of society. We cannot allow gays to get married. And they're secretly gay. Yeah. There have been dozens of them. 
The guy who was toe tapping in the bathroom Larry stall Craig. here. What was his name? Larry, Larry Craig. Larry Craig. Okay. I'll never forget that. That's one of my favorite stories. When we talked about that. Anti-gay politician. Anti-gay, was opposed to gay marriage. Gays were evil. And guess what? They find him in an, I think it was an airport bathroom. Bathroom. Stall. Yep. Toe tapping. Toe tapping. And then going under the stall to try to have gay sex with another man. Whoa. And he's gay. And then he's, he had to come out. Yes, I'm gay. After years of saying how horrible. So the people, I, I would be very, very skeptical of guys like this who who crusade against. I mean, what a leap. What? Does he think like out on Lake Erie if someone is ice fishing and they put up a little hut. But that's prostitution? That's a jack shack out there? That's what he thinks? I mean, you've got to be kidding me. I would be absolutely embarrassed if this clown were my mayor. Can't you let them ice fish in no shanties? Well, well he doesn't want those. to allow ice fishing. He goes, if we open it up to ice fishing this year, well, then next year someone's going to say, well, we should have a shanty. I want to have a shanty out there for... Say no shanty. Yeah. And then and then he goes, and if we allow shanties, then you know what happens. Shenanigans. You've got to listen to this again. This is almost hard to believe. Additionally, if you open this up to ice fishing, while well, on the surface it sounds good, then what happens next year? Does someone come back and say, I want an ice shanty on Little Springs Park for X amount of time? And if you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. And now you've got the police chief <laughs> police department involved. Huh? Just data points to consider. Just data points to consider. Does anybody say anything? Okay. So I'm not in favor of shanties. <laughs> I need well, one more thing. I mean, even the guy next to him puts his hand on the shoulder of the mayor like, you're an idiot. Like... You're having a nervous breakdown, Jesus I think. Christ, is this guy a nutcase? <laughs> I mean, how? I do think that some kids would probably go in there and try to fool around. Yeah, but they would do that. They could Why do that would you do that on the, in the cold, in the most uncomfortable place you could possibly you do it? Just do it in the woods. Do it in the basement. Yeah, in the basement. Like, anywhere. In your car with the heat on. Yeah. John, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, John. Yo, Rover. Yo, what's up? Uh, so, uh, I, uh, I actually live out near Hudson. Um, I don't know why the mayor didn't just come out and say what he's probably really wanting to say, and that is it's just an unsightly thing for that community. That's what you're uh, saying. Right. Hey. Prostitution. I right, mean, that exactly. Like, like I mean, that's like, I agree. I think that's, uh, that was quite the, uh, extreme word to use. I think he should have, if anything, you, you would think he'd say, like, well, next year there would be the homeless living in the shanties. Instead, he goes right to prostitution, like full throttle. Yeah, I, I don't I, get it. But I, I, the guy, I, I would be absolutely embarrassed if I lived there and this guy was elected to be my mayor and represent me with his just his his extreme nutcase views. I don't know how long he's been mayor out there, but boy, he's every every couple of months he's in the news, and not for a good reason. I've got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. 
Bill Squire Friday get down today and the last four pack of tickets to get you to an NBA crossover event for All-Star Weekend. Cleveland's Rock Station. Grover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Intelligent conversation, deep analysis, and expert insight. Yeah, we ain't got none of that on Rover's Morning Glory. In Binghamton, New York, here on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, Grover. How's it going? Hey, what's up, bud? So I just wanted to kind of talk about the whole prostitute situation with that mayor. Yeah. Because I don't really think he knows what he's talking about. Because I'm an avid fisherman, you know, and I've been out on the ice many times. I mean, every now and then you'll see uh, ice shanty, but, I mean, you only see one guy go in and one guy come out, let alone prostitutes out there. I mean, every now and then you'll see a woman out there, but... So you're telling me you, you, you go ice fishing and you have not observed it to be a hotbed of prostitution activity out on the ice. That is correct. Yeah. I have yet to see one out there. I mean, it just it defies logic and common sense. And by the way, this is in an area where I, I, would, I would love to know the last time someone was arrested for prostitution in Hudson, Ohio. It's not a, it's not a prostitution-prone area. I love, I, there's a, I was just doing a Google search to try and find their last, if, they, if there was like a list of prostitution arrests, and uh, the Fox affiliate here 14 hours ago, does, <laughs> does ice fishing lead to prostitution? The I-team checks Hudson Mayor's claims. Like, what they find out? I don't know what they found out, the but I, you know, their investigative team has, love it. has, uh, has, has apparently... Done an exhaustive. Do you want to see? You want yeah. to hear what they have? Yeah. Okay. Here, hold on. Let me let me see if I can pull this up here. Give me a give me a moment. Uh, one second. This is a reporter in the trench coat. <laughs> that guy? Yes. Uh, hold on. Let me hear. Uh, ice fishing huts would be ideal for that type of activity. This is the Geauga County Sheriff reacting to Hudson Mayor Craig Schubert's statement that ice fishing could lead to prostitution. We've never had that problem. The Hudson Mayor <laughs> made the comment during a meeting Tuesday when council members were discussing possibly allowing ice fishing at city parks. If you then allow ice fishing with shanties, then that leads to another problem. Prostitution. Hudson Mayor Craig Schubert sent a statement to the I-Team saying he made the comment because when he worked as a TV news reporter, law enforcement agencies he covered made arrests for acts of prostitution right. and ice fishing shanties. The statement that you made was that this happened when you were a reporter. Do you remember where? We reached out to the mayor again on Thursday asking for an interview and asking for specifics. The mayor would not tell me when or where this incident happened, and he said he would not provide any other details, and he did not want to discuss the issue any further. So he checked locally in areas that allow ice fishing. Cleveland Metro Parks say they have made no arrests for prostitution in ice fishing shanties, and sheriffs in Astabula, Ottawa, and Erie counties also say they have not had any reports about prostitution in ice fishing areas. No, I've never, never heard of any complaint such as that. 
That's what we call And Scott Olstrom, who helped rescue an ice fisherman in Trumbull County in 2019, says he has been ice fishing for more than 40 years. And he says he never heard of prostitution taking place inside the shanties. My kids started ice fishing with me when they were two and three years old. Um, it's actually more of a family affair, uh, the camaraderie. In Hudson, Peggy Gallick, Fox There you go. I mean, that's, that is a... Uh... All right, well, they've done an investigative report there, and they, they have found no signs of prostitution. Maybe he's confused. Maybe he has heard about Jeffrey's Jack Shacks, Jeff yeah. Jack Shack, and maybe that's where he's getting his bad info from, right, Jeffrey? No, I, I like I said, I don't know. You know, there's another interesting um, story coming out of our home state in uh, in the town of Yellow Springs near Dayton. What, Chappelle? They were talking about... I don't yeah, Dave Chappelle. believe has anything yeah. to do with anything no, that we're talking about. in the same state right now. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> all right, hold on to that thought. Uh, John says, oh, no, this is common. Get in the shanties, drop them panties. Yeah. Yep. Um, I went in yes uh, yesterday for my colonoscopy yeah so wednesday i get home and uh, they've they've revised how they do the preparation for these colonoscopies it used to be that they'd give you like this big gallon or something a big jug of this stuff that was pretty disgusting and you were supposed to drink that and it was really terrible tasting it was hard to it was hard i gotta to be honest her. with you you wouldn't do it you wouldn't drink a gallon of that no way and um so now what they do is they, they just send you to the drugstore to get regular laxatives. So you take four pills of laxatives a few hours apart, and then you mix this powder, this Miralax, you mix it with, like, Gatorade, and you drink that. You essentially overdose on over-the-counter laxatives. That's what they have you do now. And, uh, what time did you start taking that well, on Wednesday? Uh, that I started taking at approximately 5 p.m., I think. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, I told my wife, so she mixed it up for me. She mixed up the Miralax into the Gatorade. And I told her, this is dangerous because you do not taste that stuff at all. So it was just like drinking Gatorade. It's a straight-up Gatorade. You could spike someone's That's what I was just gonna say. drink with this. Oh, my God, Peter. Good to know. Oh, man. And then, uh, so I'm waiting and nothing is, is you know, I feel a little gurgle every now and then, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe this is going to kick in, I guess. Maybe it doesn't work as well. I don't know, maybe 7 o'clock, and so I'm standing there talking to my wife, and you've sharted before, right? Theater, you every week. You yeah. push out a fart, and then you go, oh, I got a little more than I bargained yeah, for. feel it. Yeah. Have you ever done this where you actually don't? Fart, shart, you just are standing there and you don't even fart and then your sphincter just like releases, like just involuntarily. Almost like your sphincter like had a hiccup or something, like just, and I'm standing there talking to my wife and mid-sentence I go, oh, oh, oh. Is it gas or? No, there's no gas, but luckily I was, I checked my pants when I went down there. I, 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 it was just like an involuntary Opening up the sphincter, and then a, an immediate panic clench of like with all my might, oh! And uh, 
so I waddled. I waddled down the steps. <sighs> and then uh, just unleashed. Unleashed. Just straight up. Is it liquid or is it solid? Uh, the first time, I I think it was actually liquid. It was just straight yeah, liquid. That's what I imagine, just pure liquid. That's exactly what it's like. Imagine if you drink in a bottle of Gatorade. That's what comes out, uh, a bottle, just the same consistency, just a straight liquid bottle. And yeah. just, it was it was incredible, really. Yeah. Uh, but I have to be honest, it was so much easier. I had a colonoscopy like 15 years ago because I had the, an intestinal blockage. And it was so much easier this time. I I wasn't running to the back. So I had, a, you know, maybe two hours or so where I'm on the toilet. But then I was like, I was cleaned out. Somebody, there was nothing left. But I went to bed at 9.30 on Wednesday night. And I didn't wake yeah. up in the middle of the night or anything. In fact, the last time I went was probably about 9 o'clock when I got into bed. I I then went to bed. I woke up. I took a shower and I went to the hospital for the colonoscopy. Didn't even go again. Oh, really? So, uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. In fact, I haven't gone since I had the colonoscopy. I don't know what happened. They shoved that garden hose up my ass, and I don't know if I'm blocked up. There's probably going to be some sort of ridiculous unleashing today. But uh, so what happened? They you go in the back and then. Well, they uh, they they put you in a room first. They put an IV in your uh, arm to give you fluids for some reason, and uh, and then my I, my arrival time was scheduled at ten thirty a.m. and then the procedure is at eleven thirty. They want you to arrive an hour early, so I got there at ten thirty. The reason I didn't do a show yesterday was because I figured I figured I was going to be trapping my brains all morning. Yeah. Also, I. I, you know, I, that wouldn't have been enough time to leave here, to go home, to shower. I mean, you got to shower before you shower before this. So, you know, I was showering. I was scrubbing my ass. I did my whole routine, trimming up the pubes. My wife goes, they're not messing with your junk. I go, it's it's in the same neighborhood, though. You're naked. Yeah. It's all down there. And uh, so they put you in the room, and, and my procedure is scheduled for 1130, and they go, uh, they come in, they go, we're running a little bit late. I said, all right. So then 11.30 comes, 11.45, noon. They go, ah, it's probably going to be about another hour or so. Are you starving at this time? Uh, No, not really. You're okay. You won't get to stop eating. Tuesday, I stopped eating. They told you that? They said, don't eat it all Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, you ate I Wednesday I ate an apple Wednesday morning, but I lied to them about that. They go, when was the last time you ate? I go, Tuesday. They go, okay. I did eat one apple Wednesday morning, but you know, no one no one tells 100% of the truth when they go in for something like that. And um, uh, so then eventually, I don't know, it was probably like 1 o'clock or whatever, one third. I don't know what time it was. I eventually go back there, and they wheel you back. And I looked at the thing. I'm laying on the bed looking up at the ceiling, and I look over. I see this huge-ass thing that they're going to stick up your ass. Oh, now. really? It's got like this whole... Like, they should hide that. Yeah. like a curtain so you yeah. can't see that. Cover that up. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I wonder why they do this. Every time they put you under, so they use propofol to put you under. 
I, the time I had it done 15 years ago, I don't remember exactly what they did, but I told you, I was like, they started, and I was like half awake, and I'm like, oh, and then they go, oh, is that uncomfortable? I go, yeah, and then they did something, and then it knocked me out, and then I, I just woke up when it was done. Did they put it in your IV, or did they do this? The no, this was in your IV. Okay. They, uh, they give you a propofol, Michael Jackson's sleeping medication. And you're on your back? Yeah, laying on your back. Do they then roll no, you? No, actually, then they go, like, right before they do it, they go, okay, roll over on your left, and, they, like, your ass, your bare ass is exposed. And I, I, The whole time, I, I just wondered, like, what makes you, like, get it, you go to medical school. You know, you want, a, you want a career where you can make a bunch of money as a doctor, but what makes you become an ass doctor, of all things, <laughs> like... Like what is the what's the motivation there? I think they're trying to pay a lot. Yeah. Because nobody else wants to do it, so you get into it. Think so? Yes. Also, like a gynecologist. They could not pay me. No, that a guy like it. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah. So you either love ass or it's got to be great money. One of the one of the two. And um. What's the last thing you remember? Just turning on your side. No, the last thing they turn you over, and then they do this every time I've ever had a procedure where they knock you out. They start asking you questions for some reason. Well, and the guy goes. The guy goes. Hey, yeah. He goes. Okay, you know, I got to put this in. You're gonna feel it kick in. Your next thing, you're gonna wake up and, uh, and and it will be over. I said okay. And then he goes. Hey, you have any uh, vacation plans? I go. Well, none. None. I'm gonna be able to finish telling you about by the time this kicks in. He goes. We'll try. Yeah. <laughs> he goes. We'll try. I go. Well, I'm thinking about going to the World Cup. Uh, where's that? Cutter. Where? Well, some people pronounce it Qatar, but it's Qatar. And then, out. And I, I told him, I go, ah, feel this coming in. And then within, I mean, within, you feel it within, I guess within two seconds, you feel it. Seriously? Coming. Do you feel it go up your arm or your heart? or your No, I didn't feel that. You just feel like, like your brain is shutting down. Okay. And then next thing I know, I wake up. I'm in the recovery room. And the nurse is, like, waking me up. And uh takes me a second to realize, you know, where I am or what's going on. And and uh she's telling me, okay, man, nothing found. A-OK. You're on a 10-year plan now. You don't have to get another one for 10 years. Oh, wow. She goes, do you remember talking to the doctor? I go, yeah, beforehand. She goes, oh, okay. That answers it. I go, what do you mean? She goes, well, he talked to you after the procedure too. I go, how would who would how would I know? Yeah, how would anyone know? I mean, what, what, what kind of shape am I in after the procedure? How long is the actual procedure? No idea. I think about thirty minutes. I is said. Um, and, uh, I said, hey, did, I asked the nurse. I said, did uh, does anyone say any like really wacky things when they wake up? She goes, oh yeah. I said I didn't, did I? She goes, no. You didn't hit on her. She goes, on the nurse. Well. You mean to say, hello, nurse? No, I didn't say that. That must be some sort of George Carlin stand-up act or something. Kirkian. No, but I would not. Uh, no, it's not a George Carlin stand-up act. I was going to say, well. Where'd you it get was, it from? Huh? Where'd you get it from? Family Guy? Google that. Okay. Animaniacs, right? Okay. Say that again, Snitch? Animaniacs. You got it, brother. Okay. Oh, by the way. No, there was, was, I, I was. I was out of it in the recovery room and. When I when they wheeled me in, like before they give you the propofol, they start you know the guy, the anesthesiologist is talking, and the doctor and the nurses and everything. There's like four people in the room, and 
the anesthesiologist starts talking about, he goes, okay, we're going to take your mask off now. I go, okay, good, I'm fine with that. I'm done with masks. He goes, you know, masks, you know, the one good thing about masks is that people are more attractive when they have their mask on. Then they take the mask off, and you're like, oh. And the, the nurse, this this woman, was was like, oh, Bob, or whatever his name is. That's so, you know, oh, don't say that. And you know, she's like a younger nurse or whatever. And Then when I was in the recovery room, I saw that same nurse walk by, and she had her mask on, and I was going to make some sort of comment about, I'm sure you're attractive with your mask or without your mask, but I just bit my tongue because I didn't know how it was going to come out when you're like all dazed <laughs> on that, like, hey, baby, you got a nice ass. Oh. <laughs> how long were you loopy from the... Uh, no, I, I pretty much, I, I got up. She goes, don't stand up. You can put your clothes on, but just, just sit down and put your clothes on. I stand up, and she's like, no, sit down. But I was totally fine. Totally fine. The other major difference, the last time that I had this done 15 years ago, maybe it's a different procedure, maybe it's different stuff, maybe it's different. I mean, it's the same procedure, but maybe they had a different, I don't know what was going on. Last time that I had this done, 15 years ago, I woke up, and the the, 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 the nurse told me when I woke up, she goes, listen, you're going to feel like you got to crap your pants, but you don't. It's just all the air that that, that you know from the colonoscopy. It's just gas. Just let it go. And I, I, I woke up, and then like a minute or two went by. I go, no, no, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta unleash. I'm gonna have massive diarrhea. I gotta crap my pants. She's like, no, you don't. I go, you gotta. She goes, you can't walk. You're on the, uh, uh, you know, you're woozy. And I said, no, no, I'm gonna. You want me to crap my pants here in this bed? Cause I'm, I'm gonna. You're gonna be the one cleaning it up. I'm gonna just literally explode liquid diarrhea right out onto the bed. She goes, okay. So I walked to the bathroom with my little, like, thing, my little IV thing or whatever, I don't know, and I, I walked to the bathroom, sit on the toilet, and just massive fart. No diarrhea, nothing actually right. came out. Yeah, of course she was right. She knew what I was talking about. She's like, it's going to feel like you're going to have diarrhea, but you don't. Well, I didn't believe her. So this time I was prepared. I said, I don't care what I think is going to go on in my mind. It's not going to be actual liquid diarrhea. I'm just going to just blast farts and be okay with it. I'm going to I'm going to trust the medical professionals. So I woke up. Nothing. Didn't feel like I had to crap. No gas. No, no gas. gas. Nothing. Where, where did it go? I don't know. I, I mean, still in there? So they come out today? Dude, I haven't done anything since then. Like Are I you haven't. Sore? No, I feel... Your butt's not sore, no, no blood? No, well, I'm an expert at taking things, you know. <laughs> Clearly. You know, yeah, that's what I do on the weekends, you know. So... Nothing. Didn't we do a study that if you hold in your farts, and then goes into, like, your blood, and then it comes out your mouth, you then, like, burp it out if you hold in your farts? I I have... So I don't know if they have... It's got to come out somewhere, man. Did it come out today? Well, here's the thing, like, I'm wondering, do they have, like, a new, like colonoscopy thing where it sucks the air out while they're as they're taking that garden hose back out of your ass are they like somehow sucking is are they vacuuming everything back out with it or something or what because this was an entirely different experience this was not difficult at all 
at all. I'm I glad you're it. saying that because there's a lot of people out there that are hesitant and afraid. So I think this is a good message that times have changed. They've made it easier, and it's something that can save your life. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not fun. But, you know, having explosive diarrhea, then it is sort of an interesting thing. Like, I've had diarrhea many, many, many a time. Yeah. But to have straight up, this is even, this is more liquidy than the most liquid diarrhea you've ever had. It is just straight up, like, water. Like, it's, it's crazy. Did you weigh yourself? Just in an incredible amount. Before and after? Not before and after, but I, I did. I, actually, I, Wednesday morning, I think I woke up, I was 184, and then... Wednesday night when I went to bed, I was 182, so two pounds. Yes, Jeffrey, what is it? Well, it makes me, um, you know, huh? <laughs> well, you can't yell at me if I have to get a colonoscopy on a day I work on the show because you had to do you had to do one on, um, so. What? What? You're going to schedule one? You say he's going to miss I think he's had some propofol. <laughs> No, no, I'm just good. saying, you can't yell at I mean, no, you can't yell at you. to be on, on a weekday for the show, and you had to miss the show. So now you can't yell at me. No one's going to do yell it. at you. you a day well, they only do it in the morning. Otherwise, right. I would have scheduled it in the afternoon, but right. they only do it in the morning, I guess. No, that's but uh, I, was talking, I was talking to my mom last night about colonoscopy because my mom is kind of urging me to get one because mm -hmm. one of the things that causes colon cancer is those polyps. Yep. Mm, right. And um, she told me about that. She, I think she had had one or two of those removed from, I think, the last time that she had to have it done. Mm. So, um... Do they find any polyps? No polyps. That's great. Anything? No. And they tell you right then after the results. There's no way to see, yeah. That's why. Well, I mean, they know. Yeah. They see it. And I'm guessing they would have removed yeah, it. Yeah, they, they, they say, they tell you that they remove it if, if, uh... They find something. If they find something, but they don't find anything, and... The the nurse did. I asked, does anyone say crazy stuff? And she goes, yeah, yesterday a woman woke up and she asked me for an apple. And then she started saying really inappropriate things. I go, what? She goes, well, I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know what she was saying, but uh, I've got to take a break. We will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Bill Squire Friday. Get down today and the last four-pack of tickets to get you to an NBA crossover event for All-Star Weekend. <laughs> Dumb down your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Uh, work sucks. Yep. Well, work sucks less when you got Rover's Morning Glory. Sucker. The trivia is coming up in just a moment. What do you have on the way, doozy? Anderson Cooper made a pretty big announcement. I was shocked to read this news. I'll tell you what he announced on his show coming up next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Someone wants to know, what do you think Jeffrey would, uh, would he, like, be prepared to go in for a colonoscopy where we have that ass hawk going on. We oh. have a mohawk of ass hair all oh, yeah. caked with crud. Did yeah. you mention what did you do? Did you shave? Oh, of course. You, okay. Shaved my ass crack, trimmed my pubes, shaved my balls, uh, showered, you know, right beforehand, really scrubbed in there, cleaned, used a blue sphincter rag. Jeffrey, should we schedule you a, with a colonoscopy? Um, all I'm going to say is I'm going to take a nice, really good shower and wash my ass, my ass crack. But as far as shaving or manscaping downstairs, we wouldn't have to. 
You don't have to? No, because, like, my people aren't that long. I don't have no afro going on downstairs, so that's a good thing. I, I just, I don't even think that, and no offense to you, Jeffrey, but I don't know if you could be trusted to follow the directions of taking all the laxative and drinking the stuff the night before. Does he even need to take it, Rover? <laughs> he just craps six times a day anyway. He doesn't need to take any laxative. Um, you'd have to wear, like... Like, you'd have to get underwear that's, like, fresh out of the package, too, Jeffrey. I'd like, probably just buy some new underwear just, exactly. just to be on the safe side. Right. Also, uh, my wife can also walk me through that because, she, you know, she, she has had it done before. Oh, yeah? She's so had she had a colonoscopy? Walk me through that, you know, well, the taking of the laxes and whatnot and uh, follow those instructions and that kind of thing. The only thing is is that I would need a ride there and back because I'm not, you're not allowed to drive. Right. And, and that's the only thing that holds me up. You don't know I, anyone who can this. pick you up? What? You don't know anyone who could pick you up. Your wife doesn't have a driver's license, but, I mean, who who drove you into work every day for a Chocolate couple Charlie? of weeks? Yeah. Can't your but, parents? Well, they're up there in age, dude. My dad just turned 84 last week. Yeah, his dad, can't be, his dad can't be bothered. Charlie, you could do it, though, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I would do it if, if you needed it. If you needed a ride from the colonoscopy place, yeah, of course I would. And I'm you could also Uber anyone. home, too. Yeah. No. Yeah, why not? You can't Uber home. Why? I think you have to have somebody there with you. No, you don't. That's what my wife always told me. There's always got to be somebody there when you have, like, a that type of thing done, you know, so. I would help, too. I mean, I think any one of us, Jeffrey, if you needed help. She wouldn't help. Yeah, I would. Of course I would. Of course I would. I, do you think Jeffrey has any issues? I, I, I doubt it. There's something about him. I just, he's like a... He's going to live forever, that guy. Well, yeah, I think he's seen. well healthy. Chris, yeah. uh, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Rover. How are you this morning? I'm doing all right. What's happening? Well, I heard the mayor make a comment about we, uh, I say, uh, I say should lead to prostitution. Yeah. I'm not falling for it. Um, if anybody knows prostitutes, it's me. Um uh, if, if anything leads to prostitution, it's shopping at Walmart. And the reason for that is, is that's where I find most of them. That's where you get uh, matter of fact, it's my favorite hunting grounds. Uh, Walmart, my favorite hunting grounds, Walmart. How do you know what's going on? And, and here's the thing, guess the beauty. Every girl has an inner prostitute in her. For example, Doogie would give up the ass for a house payment and a car payment. Uh, most girls, uh, you, you approach them. Uh, you tell them how beautiful they are, and you say, let me ask you a quick, stupid question. Yeah, I'll direct you my final sentence, but would you have sex for 250 bucks or, uh, for 15 minutes? Would you have, would you consider having sex for uh, 500 bucks for an hour? Uh, you'd be surprised of the women. No, 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 it's true. Every other day now. I do this all the time. No, listen, it's so true. I've been at shopping malls, bought a girl a Gucci purse, got the ass. Went to the hotel room, got the hotel room. Then at Walmart, paid paid two girls on separate occasions three hundred dollars to have sex with them. Went back to the hotel room, had sex with them. Now they, I just what put on a rubber and all that. What will the beasts are these that you're picking up? No, now listen, these are beautiful women. Now I can call uh, a professional service cause up here in Columbus and get me a, a professional one, but I don't want that. I want a girl. That that would think she'd never do that because when they've got five hundred dollars cash right in front of their face, 
you'll be surprised at the majority that will say, yeah, 15 minutes, he's a good-looking guy, he's going to wear a condom, uh, everything sounds good. They go for it, and, and the condom part, that's just a front. I like to tear the piece of the condom off before I put it on, so when I get a couple of good pushes, it just pops mm-hmm. through, and then I really go to town. All right, all right. Oh, all right. No, all right. Don't believe that. Get, get the hell out of here. She was really adamant that it's true. No, that's, that's with that personality, he's he just. <laughs> I could see I could talk a woman into into sex, right? It sounds like a good-looking guy too. I'm sure. Sounds real hot, real real looker. Uh, Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? Yeah. Here we go. Here's the shizzy on Rose Morning Glory. All right, this Sunday. 6 p.m. Eastern on NBC, we have Super Bowl 56. The Rams host the Bengals. We have country singer Mickey Guyton, who is doing the national anthem. And the halftime show will feature Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Oh, man. How do you throw the music in that? There's so many people... So they each do, it's like 30 seconds. I hate that. Like one verse, then go to the next song. Yeah. Um, what is the information regarding Snoop Dogg? It's pretty interesting that this came out. Oh, yeah, the timing on this? Right before the Super Bowl. And this is not good news for Snoop Dogg. Apparently, he has been accused of forcing oral sex on a woman. Oh. Right I think ahead. from, what, 2013? Oh, my God. Why are you coming out with it now? Yeah, quite some time ago, a few years back. This claim says that Snoop was accused of forcing oral sex on a woman. This lawsuit was filed right before. Everyone's talking about this because the allegations just surfaced. And um, they wanted to cause problems. The accuser was reportedly in attendance at one of his gigs in Anaheim, California from May 29, 2013. She claimed that Snoop's associate, Bishop Don Juan, offered her a ride home. And the woman, who has not been identified, says that she fell asleep in the car. Then she realized that they had arrived at his home, not hers, when she woke up. And the lawsuit says that he discriminated against and harassed her because of her sex and gender. What does that mean? What the hell is that? What? She claimed that she went to Snoop's place, adding that she went to the bathroom because of a stomach ache. The accuser claimed he forced oral sex on her. And he While she was on the toilet? He adamantly denies any of this happening. It's just a weird I mean, report that's a, to come out. That's right a long before. time, almost ten years. Right, late, but why now? Yeah. Hoping he would just pay to silence her before the Super Bowl. Yeah. He and also he, just uh, I, he bought Death Row Records. I did. think. Nice. Yep, he has acquired Death Row Records. That's the latest on Snoop. That's a lot going on with him between Death Row performing and then sure. oral sex accusations. So. Uh, have you seen any of these Super Bowl ads that are out? No. Not of bringing people back, like the Jim Carrey character. He returns as Chip Douglas from The Cable Guy. That's a teaser for Verizon. We have General Motors giving us the full version of their Austin Powers reunion with Mike Myers, Dr. Evil, as well as others from the series. And I'm not watching any of the ads. Until that day. I know That's what you should do. Yeah. yeah. What's the point to watch them ahead of time? Yep. So, 
Now, what time? What time does the actual game start? Six thirty. Six thirty. Okay. Do you watch any of the stuff None. leading up to it? None. Because then you get burned out. I, I can't. I she turns it on at noon. Yeah. Right. I watch it till six. Then she turns right. it off for the game. And you've already mm-hmm. seen all of the commercials that are going to run during the Super Bowl. They play during the pregame stuff. Um. So six thirty is when it. All right. So because I, I was just talking with my wife about. What's the menu that day? Well, we're going to go raid. Uh, her father's Mark. Super Bowl party. And I mean, this guy this guy goes all out. He has a whole spread down there. But do you eat it there, or are you going to pack it? No, no, you pack it, bring oh, it to my house because no women no women are allowed over there. Dear. Right. So well, you she, can go. You can go and hang out with the boys. You know, before anyone shows up, she's going to go get you know all the food that we need for our Super Bowl party from his Super Bowl party. He's not insulted by that. You're just going to take the food and leave like in a to-go package. He's Italian. He'll say, "Eat, eat, eat take here, more. eat here with me." No, no he's Robert uh, doesn't talk. He doesn't like Rover. Yeah, I'm not Italian. I don't fit in with all these guys. True. Yeah, you're an outsider. Olympic news for you. I know you like when grown men cry, Dieter. Uh, I Sean, actually watched this. Did you? The only time I was going to watch the Olympics was for this. For Sean White. Yeah, when I'm like, I know this guy. Let me see. Hopefully, he wins the gold last night. And he did. He cried. Oh man, it was a bust. Yeah, he didn't do so well. He because remember, this is it. This is his final Olympics, and he placed fourth. Mm. Um, he's crying and makes you sad because you work your whole life to do something like this, well, and he's then done it. he's already done it. Really. I know, but still, you're ending, and you want to end on a high, and he didn't do that. So he was crying. And then this is a pretty shocking story. Do you remember earlier this week we had talked about this Russian skater to this young girl who had completed a quadruple, landed First it? First woman to complete yes. a quadruple whatever. Yeah. yeah. And now her name is uh, Camila Veliva. She's 15. Apparently, she has tested positive for drugs. She failed mm. drug tests. And... They're, Russia is saying you need to keep, you have to compete. You keep going and you win. So, 15 years old, she tested positive for a banned heart medication. Uh-huh. But that can increase your stamina. Yeah. The strength. Oh, so what? That's what it is. Yeah. Now, organizers have appealed to the court of arbitration. She had, she's already won the gold at a team event, and she's due to compete on February 15th. But we don't know what's going to happen. If I play second and she tested positive, well, am I first. the winner? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Yep. So they're trying to figure all of that out. All right. We have Kanye West in the news. He is threatening to drop out of Coachella if Billie Eilish doesn't apologize to Travis Scott. So Travis Scott, of course, was all over the news because of his incident that happened a few months back mm-hmm. where those people ended up dying and he kept performing. A story that just happened maybe a week ago was Billie Eilish was at a concert, her concert, and she stopped her show because somebody was in distress. And she had made a comment, something to the effect, I wait for people to be okay before I keep going. Well, Kanye is taking that as she dissed Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. So he's come out and said she needs to apologize and she needs to say she's sorry because they're performing together at Coachella. He's going to headline. She's going to headline. He's like, I'm coming with Travis. If I perform, you need to apologize. And she's like, what are you talking about? I would, if I were her, I'd say, 
tough. Screw you, pal. Like, she said she did come out and she goes literally never said a thing about Travis was just helping a fan. So that's yeah. what she came out with. Anderson Cooper made a pretty big announcement on his show. I don't know if you have it. This was last night. Let me see. Do I have this? Anderson Cooper. I don't think I have this. He made the announcement that he's expanding his family. The birth of his second son, Sebastian Luke Masani Cooper. Well, he, oh, had a kid. he had a second kid? Who, yeah. who gives birth to the kid? Well, it's a... He's already got one child, a surrogate and all of that. Uh, Cooper's 21-month-old son, Wyatt Morgan. So this is two kids he has. Congratulations to him. And finally, Sting is the latest performer to sell his entire songwriting catalog. He sold it to Universal Music Publishing. So it is an accurate... Acquisition that includes hits like Roxanne, Every Breath You Take, Message in a Bottle. The deal is reported to be worth around $300 million. Damn. Everybody's doing this now. More than 600 songs. Remember they split Brown yeah. upon this, and now I think once Bob Dylan did it, now they're all doing it. Wouldn't you want the $300 million right out? Yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I thought, isn't that what kind of selling out? No. They they, well, you get to an age, you don't care if you're selling out. I mean, do you... What about the other police? Do they get... Is this just a songwriting thing, or is that... What is this? Songwriting. His entire songwriting catalog. Such a sting? It's not but he the, wrote the stuff himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's the Shizzy and Rover's Morning Glory. You know what was weird? Uh, I don't know, made me think of also sexual than R, but we were, I was in the car with B2 and we were listening to, and that Dua Lipa Elton John song came on. Yeah. I forget what that's called, but. Is it Rocket Man? Well, it's not called Rocket Man. It uses part of Rocket Man. It uses part of four different Elton John songs. And, uh, so. That song came on, and she goes, oh, so this is like these different Elton John songs? And I'm like, yeah. I go, I guess there's four of them. I go, Rocket Man, obviously, is one of them. She goes, what's that? I go, you've never heard Rocket Man by Elton John? She said, no. And no. so then I played Rocket oh, yeah. Man by Elton John. Yeah. And I played it, and I, she goes, no, never heard it. It's impossible. <laughs> I go through life and not hear that in a movie, on the radio. Well, it's like when we were in Liverpool, and we were getting ready. The, the night before we went to these uh, Beatles things, they uh, they have like a museum there or whatever. Because the, the Beatles are from Liverpool, and I, I'm like, hey, I'm playing some Beatles songs to get in the in the mood, you know? Because I've never heard this. Yeah. I go, wait, wait a second, hold on. You've never heard this song? She goes, no. So I keep playing all these, like, super massive Beatles songs. She goes, no, I've never heard of them. Impossible. I think she... And then, uh, and then, and then she goes, I can name more songs from, uh, who was it? I think it was 
I think it was Backstreet Boys. Oh, we talked about this. Who was the band? O Town was one yeah, of them. Yeah. Yeah. O Town. I go. O Town had one song. You can't name more than one O Town song. And so I I pull up like Apple Music and I start playing O Town songs. And she's like, boom. That's that's whatever. And then I play another one. Boom. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I've never seen. Who could name ten O Town songs? Who even knew O Town had ten songs? They had one song. Didn't she not know who Tom Hanks was, too, or who was it? Some famous actor. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she wouldn't if she wouldn't know who that is or wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. She doesn't watch anything. She doesn't watch any TV, movies. For growing up, she doesn't watch any well, movies. No. No. Not into movies. No radio. She didn't have the radio on with Elton John. Well, I think oh, radio was always on in my house when I was growing up. A little yeah. bit before her time, I think. They still were, but you play any of these classic channels... He's on every day. What is this? Is this O Town? This is O Town. I don't know any O Towns. This is called All or Nothing. They were on a TV show. I think it, was, it might have been like Making the Band or something. They were on like a reality show where they were trying to put a band together or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. I think that big fat guy was in it. The guy. Uh, the guy. Joey Fatone? No, no. <laughs> you said big fat guy. There's always one. No, uh, Lou Pearlman. Oh, the manager guy. The manager oh. guy. Is O Town? Is that Orlando? Is that? The yeah, yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Right. You remember this? Yeah, now I'm kind of. Are they so sure? Uh, I do have thanks. I do have a. Uh, I do have an update on Dom. Our producer slash phone screener and people are have been asking what's going on with him and uh, uh, the update that I have is that uh, we have parted ways I, I met with them in person a few days ago and uh, you know it, it really is just I think the best move I believe and so Dumb will not be returning to Rover's Born of Glory. But I do wish him the best. I told Dumb that I don't have anything against him personally at all. And uh there you go. That's that's the update. I don't know what else to to tell you. But uh but there you go. Um Oh, are you trying to make him sad? Are you are you trying to make no, him just send him off? Wait a second. Are you trying to make him cry if he's listening right now? Charlie? No, wow. No. What a dick move. Can you believe that? I love Dunn. All of him put right, sticking the knife in and twisting it. No, this is Jeez. Wow. He's my first roommate on the show. First roommate? What do you mean? Like the Disney, the Disney uh, trip. Oh, oh, that was a, that was your first uh, experience with. After he almost killed me in the one room, <laughs> and I had to share a room with him. It was fun. Good yeah, Dumb was uh, really riled up. Wanted to fight Dumb, and then uh, Snitzer. Or I wanted to fight uh, Rob. I mean, and and then Snitzer was trying to film it, and then Dumb wanted to kill Snitzer at that point too. So a nice, easy, lazy vacation. For Snitzer, that that trip. All right, I've got to take a break. 
We will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Friday, get down today and the last four pack of tickets to get you to an NBA crossover event for All-Star Week. You can ask your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Kindness is a gift everyone can give. I will grab your face and, and smack your head off the ground and chew your face off. But just because we can doesn't mean we will. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. You want to uh, axe that rejoin there, Charlie? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um. Paul, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, guys. Come in. Hey, so... I can't help but this feels exactly like dating an ex-girlfriend and expecting a different result in the in the end. I wanted it to work out, but I was very skeptical when he came back. Like he, he hit the ground running, but I was like, it just seems like things find a way to make a full circle, and here we are again. So well, wishing I, the best, but I think I it's best Dunn, for everybody. I said, you know, I, yeah, I think I agree with you, Paul. I think it's best for everyone. I I told them I said this is best for you, and. Uh, He's like, how's "How's this best for me? I said, trust me, this is best for you. Because if if we continue down the path, things are going to get, you know, something's going to get. It's it's better. I I told him, I I think he's talented. I think he's he's good on the air. I think he's a... I said, don't take, take a leap, man. I said, go get a job somewhere. Leave, leave town. Oh, you didn't mean like leap, leap off a bridge. <laughs> take a leap. Oh no, no, no. Okay, I said take a leap. Okay, go a leap of faith. Ah, go perhaps get a job at like a third mic somewhere, second or third mic on a show somewhere. He always said that. He's always told me where I wait. Well, I I do believe that. I also told him I believe that. Sometimes you get in a, um, I don't know if a rut would be the best way to describe it, but sometimes when you're in a particular situation, you're in that situation or you work for that company, and that's just the way that that company sees you. And they're never going to do anything more for you because they see you as, well, that's just this guy. That's what he does. This is what he's worth or whatever. And I've had to do this in my career throughout the years, that you sometimes have to move to a different company, different city, whatever. Uh, I'll give you an example. When we moved from CBS over to here, CBS said, this is the most amount of money we're going to give you. And uh, this company said, well, hey, we, we want to have you over here. We'll pay a significant amount more. And they did that because this this company had uh, 
crappy radio station that was in the toilet with no ratings. They had like 20 different morning shows through over a 10-year period. So they realized the value. CBS, they go, well, we take it for granted because Rover's been here for years and gets great ratings, and, hey, this is it. What, what else could he go do? Yeah. So that was my suggestion to Don, and I said I would fully support that. I said, you want to use me as a reference? I'll tell them how great you are on the air. And we had a very... I think we had a very cordial meeting. We had a couple of drinks. and He showed up. I already had the red wine at the table ready to go because I know he likes red wine. He loves it. Roxanne in Columbus, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Roxanne. Uh, yo, Rover. Yo, what's happening? <clears throat> A very short-time listener, but when I do listen, it's for hours, so just wanted to say that. Yo, Dieter. Yeah, yo. Hey, so I knew that there was more to the story. Of course, I didn't hear Paul's whole call because I can barely hear my phone when it's not on speaker, but I knew that there was, like, more to the story with Dom. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if there's more to the story. Or, I mean, I don't know. Well, but what you said, you know what I mean, uh, just basically, you know, you exploit everybody else's situation and everybody, you know what I mean, and you kind of were like, well, I wish them the best, and that was great, and we're just going to part ways, and then you went to a break. <laughs> I'm like, Rover. Well, look, I, I, the, the reason I haven't talked about it is because things weren't finalized, well, uh, and, you know, I, I, I know everyone wants me to talk about it, but when, when, when... You know, first of all, I don't think that's fair to do to somebody before it's actually like a, an official thing. You know, come on the radio we'll and talk see, but, about it while the guy is no, still employed by the No, company. and I knew. Uh, um, right. I knew that there was something. But let me ask you this. What about his little, you know, tirade? It's been a few days ago, several days ago, when, you know, he was like, right, Rover, I'm just the screener. You know, I'll talk when you ask me questions. Like, that's kind of what I, where I was coming from. Now I assume that he's got a, a new job somewhere. Kind of, I picked up a little bit on that, but, you know, like I said, I didn't want to miss the phone call, so I have, you know, I could barely well, hear my phone. I don't know if he has a new job yet, but I told him what I think he should do. Um, gotcha. And we'll see. Uh, and you support him, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I try to take care of them as best that I uh can or could and uh you know i think the look i put my neck out on the line when when he left here and he um he wanted to go fight that listener when he left the radio station and he drove to go beat some up uh you know they, they wanted to fire him that day and i said eh, you know let's let's see and so look I think he's a good guy. I just think that this is probably not the best situation is my take on it. This particular scenario is not a perfect fit. Do I think that there is not a perfect fit for him out there somewhere? I think that there probably is, as I've mentioned. He's, I think he's good on the air. I think that if he... Uh, 
goes, I think he'll be perfect somewhere. I, I think he can get a job somewhere and get on the radio. And I think he's going to, this is why I kept telling him, this is good for you. I think that this will spur him to seek out a situation where he will personally be happier with the new situation. That's my thought. But we'll see. Someone sent me an article, and they said, Rover, what do you think about this? And I took one look at it, and I thought to myself, well, I'll tell you what I thought in just a second. Let me tell you the uh, the story. There's a, do I have, I don't know if I have a news story on this. Let me see. Hold on a second. This, uh, this realtor, do, is there a news story that goes with is that or not? story? Say that again. I saw going around, is this the story I saw going around where it says um, it's rude to tell people that, that they can't wear shoes in your house? I don't know about that. Is that part of this story? Which story? The realtor. Oh, oh no. Real, story. Okay. okay. Right. Sorry. So there's a, a realtor named Michelle Salt. She is a realtor in Calgary, and she went on Facebook, and she said that um, she said that she met with a potential client, was going to list a home or whatever, and she, she posted this on Facebook. My heart hurts today. Recently, I went to show a house, and when the client, who was a lead through my website, we hadn't met yet, saw that I was an amputee, he drove away. She is, a, I guess... A former Paralympian with only one leg. So she here's a picture of her. She has like one regular leg and then one artificial leg. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, but when I asked why he left, he said he prefers to work with someone without a disability. Oh, jeez. Come on. And then, of course, she's like, I'm able-bodied and, you know, I so on and so forth. And... <laughs> I got it. I I would beg of this woman. I'd say, put this client out there. I'd love to get his side of the story. It put him on blast. Because it really happened. I don't think this happened. Okay. That's my take on this. I do not believe that this happened. I, this is. I, I just. I could understand why if uh, perhaps you were going to hire someone like. Uh, I don't know, like a firefighter or something, and they were an amputee, you might go, oh, how are you going to carry people out of a burning building with one leg, you know? Like, but a realtor? How would that make any difference if someone's a realtor and they're an amputee? I, I don't think it would. No, of course not. And how would they even know? If it's in Calgary, been... by the way. How would you know if she was an amputee? Because in Calgary, it's pretty cold right now, I'm assuming. What's she wearing where you'd actually see that fake leg? Right. I get it in that picture. She's wearing a skirt, and she has a fake leg. So maybe if it was summertime and she was wearing a skirt, you go, hey, she's an amputee. But how would you know that she didn't have a cast on, for instance? Yeah, is she showing the house when she goes up the stairs? Is she kind of, like, limping and dragging her leg? That's the only thing I could think of. You know, when a realtor shows you the house, they go through all the rooms? I think this is just my personal opinion, and I could be completely off base. I think that this woman sat around and thought to herself, hmm, how can I get some free publicity for my uh, for my realtor business? Yeah. 
people will have sympathy for me if I say that somebody didn't want to use me because I'm an amputee. Maybe they'll even start to go fund me for me, but at least I'll get a bunch of news coverage. I just, I, I, the guy just peeled out, just drove away, and then you somehow got a hold of him. Why would he even pick up? He sees you that you're an amputee, and he just peels out. Yeah, don't buy just it. leaves. Why would he pick up the phone when you call him later and go, hey, why'd you leave? Why would he even pick up the phone? But even if he did pick up the phone, why wouldn't he just say, you know what, I had the case of diarrhea. I'm going to think about listing my house, maybe. I, I'll, I'll get back to you. Who would say, you know what, eh, amputees, pay them, because <laughs> I'm evil. It just sounds like such an unbelievable story to me. I agree. Does you it... buying this, Jeffrey? I mean, the, I mean, an amputee, if they put their mind to something, they can do it. Look at Carl Brashear, who served in the U.S. Navy. He was a diver. He was in a shipboard accident, and his leg got cut off. And um, he still wanted to be a diver, and the U.S. Navy did anything they can to keep him from being able to do it. So to test him out, to see if he's able to still be able to do his job, despite the fact that he only had one leg, they had him put on this diving suit, which which weighed oh. like 200-some-odd pounds. Isn't that Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, they did a movie about it. You're right, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Robert De Niro. And they told that story. That was a good movie. How he pulled that, and how he pulled that off, and how he passed away uh, a few years back. And um, yeah, I mean, like he 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 got the will to pursue what he wanted to do, despite the fact that he had only one leg. No well, honor. Uh, this woman, I just don't think that this happened. Eight six six Yell Rover. Eight six six nine six seven six eight three seven. What data? Small chance. Small chance I think it could have happened. Could have. Anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard stranger stories, but unlikely, would you agree unlikely, with me? Unlikely, yes, but people are dicks. People, Some people are just mean. But who admits to being a dick? Huh? Like, you would, wouldn't you, who would admit to being a dick? If she, if you see her, she's an amputee, yeah. you peel out, then she calls you later. Why'd you peel out? Why'd you leave? Would you go, ah, it's because you're an amputee. I hate amputees. I no. would, but that guy's having a bad day. Maybe you, it's something. You wouldn't even pick up the phone, would you? You just wouldn't pick up the phone. You'd ignore her call. Or ha maybe she called from a different number. She caught you off guard. You you would come up with some sort of excuse. No one would ever admit to this. I just don't believe it. How did she lose the leg? Did she serve? Was there a story she, no, she uh, lost her leg in a motorcycle accident back in 2011. She was 26 uh, at, at the time. Then in 2014... She competed as a snowboarder in the Paralympics in Sochi, Russia, and again in the 2018 Paralympics in South Korea. So she's a two-time Paralympian. It's good. Do you think she just completely made this up? Yeah. I do. Because I also think that if it weren't made up, if this happened to me, I would be so angry at that client. She obviously knows the client's name is through the website. She has his phone number and all that. I would be so angry. Wouldn't you put the guy on blast? Everyone is, is all about that these days. Wouldn't you go on Facebook and go, Joe Smith of Calgary said that I'm an amputee and he won't want to, he doesn't want to deal with amputees. I just, you're, you're grace, you're gracious enough to just leave him anonymous. Well, you have a business that you have to run, so you don't want to, be that guy or girl that blasts people like that. Yeah, that would look bad. If you get, I could put yeah. a name out in the article. Yeah. Why am I going to go to her? Because if, she, if I don't buy a house, she might put me on blast. Right, I'd be hesitant. Uh, yeah, I, I See, I disagree with you on that, but uh, I, think, I think she didn't name the person because he doesn't exist. 
I think the whole thing is made up, and it was made up for publicity, and she got exactly what she wants. Now, maybe, maybe. Uh, there have been plenty of things in my life that I thought, that won't happen. That didn't happen. There was one story I just saw, and I go, that's hard to believe. But maybe, maybe it happened. It was a story about a uh, a flight from, like, New York or something to, to London, British Airways flight, and they, they were in first class, a man and a woman sitting next to each other, and uh, they didn't know each other, and they were having a conversation and a couple of drinks. She claims that the guy raped her there in first class while while other passengers were asleep. And then she got raped, and then she went to the flight attendant. She's like, this guy just raped me. Um, now, it's hard to believe, but it's possible. That is, to me, that is actually more likely than what happened in this case. Because I'm always amazed at how weird dudes can be sometimes. I go, what? That? Yeah, but you're talking about full-on sex, raping her? Or was he just... You know, with his hand, there's a difference because they walk the aisles. Could she just scream out that the guy's on top of her raping her? Could she go, hey, help me? There's people all around. There's people behind her, in front of her. <sighs> that, that I can't believe. They walk the aisles every two minutes, don't they? Offering you a soft drink? Well, so, not every two minutes. It feels on, like on a transatlantic flight like that, they, they turn the lights down, they let everyone sleep. But don't they when face it's an you? Flight. Isn't the jump seat facing the passengers? I never said no. They class. have a bulkhead in between, so they you don't you're not just staring at them. There's a wall in between. Okay. So that that turns out to be true. You're telling me that story? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. They, they arrested the guy when the plane landed, but then they let him go right away, and they go, "Okay, we'll investigate this." And to me, I I wondered, well, why would they let the guy go if he raped? I mean, that's a pretty whacked out crime to just rape a random person on an airline. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to keep that guy in custody? Of course. It, and it says forced to have sex is what it says. Here's, let me just read it to you. Uh, let me go to RJ first. Uh, RJ in Binghamton, New York. Good morning, RJ. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, man. Uh, well... I have, uh, because of my autism, I have been, you know, discriminated against so much over my life because I am, you know, disabled, you know. Yeah. Uh, one of the problems with autism is passing a test. Autism is I have no conscious thoughts in my head, you know. Passing a test, you have to be able to think, you know. And so because we think in pictures. You, you don't think anything? No, nothing. I'm blank all the time. How do you That's part of autism. How does that work, though? If you're, I mean, how can you? Because that, I don't. Well, because that's uh, my brain. Act, you know, operates a little different than yours. You know, but I can still communicate with no problem. Yeah. But one of the most famous person that was autistic was Einstein. We think in pictures. We don't think in thoughts. Mm -hmm. And uh, because he was, a, he came up with relativity not because, you know, he could think of it. He saw it. You should become a movie As an director. autistic person. Huh? You should become a movie director. Think of that. <laughs> I'm almost 75 years old. and uh, It's never too you know, late but for a second career. He, he said he lost his man's well, that's, degree. Well, that's true. How did he lose But what, I'm, I'm saying I lost my degree by reason of autism or disability in the state of New York where I was told by a 
someone who head of the you know financial aid saying you're a disabled inferior, you don't deserve an advanced degree. Wait, you already said that Close. to you? Wait, once you get a degree, you have a degree. A lady said that to me. Well, what year? A lady. That, what what yeah. year did that happen? Uh, in 89. All right. So it was a little bit before, you know, people are a little more sensitive these days, but. Did you already yeah, have a degree? I, don't they know, I guess. You, or they, they can't do that, can they? They never let me finish it because I. It, it has to do with. Uh, when I went to, it was years out of school and went back and uh, at Binghamton University and they. Basically, I had to take some, you know, 400-level, you know, courses to yeah. get ready for it, you know. I got C's in those. And they says, oh, you did good, fine, you know. And now you start your master's degree. You know, I finished the master's degree, and then what happened is because my grade point average, you know, we get B's because like, passing tests is like, you know, pulling teeth, you know. And uh, because I can't, you know, think very clearly. But they, I finished my degree, but they, my grade point average Dropped below a certain point, and all my funding it was it was taken away, and I owed the college money. And they said, "Screw you!" You know. Well, what was that? You know, these wonderful in chemistry. Oh, what? Oh, RJ. And I had I published a paper with reference to research I did for my master's degree. RJ, I'm going to give yeah. you. An, honor right. an honorary master's degree from the University of Rovers, Born and Glory. Oh boy. All right, all right. Masters, forget about that. You're gonna, you got a doctorate. You're Doctor RJ, as far as I'm concerned. Now, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, thank okay. you, RJ. All right. Thank all right. you. Bye. Wait, do you think he won't remember that he called us? I think he'll just have it as a picture in his mind or whatever he said. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think I'll remember. Uh, hmm. I'll tell you the details of this. Uh, I guess it was United Airlines, not British Airways. It was a British man who was arrested. I'll, I'll tell you that story in just a second. So the realtor, you buying it or not buying it, Dieter? Happen? True or fake? Fake news? I'm leaning towards fake, but I'm saying there's a chance. Okay. I'm saying not. But if you had to put a bet on it. Put a bet on it. It sounds unbelievable. Charlie, yeah. fake news or real news? It's all completely fake. Snitzer, fake news or real news? That's made up. Totally. Doogie, even Doogie says that it's made Sorry, but there's no way. It's just a prosthetic leg. Yeah, I think you would be so angry at the guy, you would want to, you'd be like, that son of a bitch, you'd want to... Put him on blast. But I can see why she did it. No, no not if you're that riled up, because that would really piss you off. I've got to take a break. We'll be right back on Rover's Morning Glory. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Bill Squire Friday. Get down today and the last four-pack of tickets to get you to an NBA crossover event for All-Star Weekend. WMMS. Rover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Radio transmissions leave the Earth and travel forever. Eventually, a distant alien civilization will hear the immortal words. Yuji, I had a diarrhea accident. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Sorry, I was going to give you the details about Dinger. Uh, there was a. United Airlines flight going from Newark, New Jersey to London Heathrow. Probably about a five and a half hour flight or so, six hour flight, and um, 
A 40-year-old woman says that uh, she was raped on board the flight. She was in first class. She was raped by another man. Uh, who That guy was a British guy. He was 40 years old. So both of them were 40. They met in the lounge there prior to. So when you're flying first class, they have like a little lounge area that you can get free food and free drinks in. And it's like off the, you know, not in the main uh, airport waiting area. I was wanting to get in that area. Try and sneak in. Oh, come on. Free drinks? <laughs> free food? Oh, you'd go nuts in there, dude. Oh, man. So happy. The little things, right? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Here with Mrs. Flight. Oh, yeah. They'd just be like, no, your flight's leaving in five minutes. Oh, but I got free beer here. Yeah. I'll stay. On standby. If somebody else wants to go, yeah. pay me to hang out here. So uh, they met in the lounge, these two people. And witnesses said that they were both drinking alcohol in the lounge. Then they get on board the flight. And witnesses say they both are continuing to talk and have drinks on board the flight. Then the woman says that she was raped uh, by the passenger during the flight while others were asleep. She reported it to cabin staff who then radioed ahead to London Heathrow. Police were waiting as the plane came into land and they uh, arrested the 40-year-old British man. They did a forensic examination of the area of the plane where it was supposed to have taken place. And uh, they released the man on bail while they investigate. Um, now, I don't know. I guess it's, I don't know. What do you think? Is that, is that, we don't know apparently now. I'm assuming that the, the first reports was that this happened like in the business class seats. And there's a, um, there's a picture here of United Airlines uh, business class. And it would make it extremely difficult for this to happen because the way that you'll see here is these seats, they all, they, 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 they lean back into a full-on bed. Each oh, one nice. And so, like cubicles. Yeah, the they're little wall? cubicles. Huh. They don't, like, close like you can still see in there. But... You know, you'll see there's a single uh, over here, and like, if you look at this, each person is in their own little seat. You don't necessarily sit right next to someone. Okay, so there's more privacy. Now I might believe this happened. How? But why did she, well, he could just get right on top of her. Why did she yell out? Did he put her his hand over her mouth? Maybe. I don't know. But the other theory is that this didn't happen in the seat, that it happened in the lavatory. Now, what, she goes in, doesn't lock the door, he goes in right after? Everyone locks the door on an airplane. That's what keeps people out, and it says occupied outside. Right. Don't, doesn't everyone lock the door when you get yes, on a plane lavatory? You're going to take the risk and not lock it? Did they go in there, and she's like, oh, let's make out, and then he took it a step further, maybe? Okay, that I can believe. It but, sounds like it was in the seats. First class. That's what I, the original reports. Everyone was making it sound like it happened in the seats, and even I, I just I don't know, man. That would I guess anything's possible. I'm never surprised by how creepy people can become sometimes, but that just that just almost seems impossible. 
Well, another story that would almost seem impossible is we were talking about, someone sent me this article, we were talking about guys pretending to be cops, and there is a corrections officer in New York State who was just arrested. You have the news story? Oh, my God, is this a good story? I mean, it's bad, but it's good. He gets arrested because he's pulling women over, and he has like a he has like a Prius or something, and he put a little lights in his Prius to pull people over. Now those that doesn't seem too legit, but I guess if you it's at night and someone's pulling you over from behind, you don't know exactly what kind of car they're in. But a Prius, he's pulling people over, and then he would he would uh, try to coerce nude photos out of the women. Listen to this. Story. Uh, this is from whatever news this is. Here it is. Trusting allegations tonight against a New York State corrections officer trainee accused of posing as a cop and then pulling over women in their cars. It's happened at least twice at night on the Long Island Expressway. He asked for the women's phone, claiming they were texting while driving, and then he contacted them later on their phone. And that's when it got really disgusting. There's a long hour reporter, Kristen. And I love him. Yeah. New York State Correction Officer David Oliveri could soon himself be in state prison. He's facing charges related to pretending to be a police officer and stopping two female drivers last month. He indicated that they had... He had stopped them because he believed they were not uh, obeying the speed limit and that they may have been driving while either texting or talking on the cell phone. In both cases, police say Oliveri took the women's phones before releasing them on a warning. They say in one case he got the woman's cell phone number from her phone and then... Shortly thereafter, contacted the victim on his cell phone requesting for her to send him new pictures of herself. Police say in both incidents, the 37-year-old married man from Quorum was in his personal vehicle, a gray Toyota Prius with a mounted dashboard flashing light. Police say he drove that car to Comac yesterday where he attempted to meet up with one of the female victims. It wasn't her, though. It was police, and they arrested him. Oliveri's attorney says his client denies all the allegations. If anyone has seen a similar incident or also has been a victim of a similar crime like this, we're going to ask you to reach out to our Crime Stoppers hotline at 1-800-220-TIPS. All right. Mm. So this guy, what he would do is he'd pull you over and he'd go, you were talking, you were texting and driving. Let me see your phone. He'd get your phone and then he would scroll through your photo roll back in his car and he would get your nude photos off the photo roll. Mm. Like if he had any uh, you know, hot pics. Then he would also have your cell phone number, and he would try to coerce the girls into sending him more nude photos. Not a great plan this guy had. At which point then he would um, say that he was going to uh, he, he was going to release the photos. He would uh, release them online or on Pornhub or to their relatives if they didn't comply. Now, what a dumb idea this guy had. How do you... And then he texts him from a cell phone. Now, obviously, the police can figure out who that cell phone is coming from, right? Yeah, he's like, threatening them to not tell anyone, and they're so scared Who that... wouldn't tell? Ladies, by the way, if this happens to you, tell someone, tell the authorities, tell whoever. Uh, 
That's not normal behavior. Real cop, probably not going to do it. And if a real cop does do it, they're going to get arrested. This guy's not a cop, pulled you over in his Prius. First red flag. Uh, I just, I can't believe the guy was that dumb. That's why I say we were talking about the United Airlines guy who maybe raped a passenger on the flight. Mm -hmm. That's hard to believe. But look how dumb this guy was. Maybe that guy on the flight was just as dumb. I mean, this was not a well-thought-out plan, I don't think. And the guy's married. How do you explain uh, that to your wife? Is that the lady walking with him out of jail? <laughs> that like, I don't know. There's a lady. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. How do you explain that one to your wife? It didn't happen. I, it, I was hacked. Yeah. That, that's that's the Anthony yeah. Weiner uh, yeah. defense. And we're using my phone for nude pictures. I mean, how, I just... <laughs> Yeah, that's a hard one to... That's an instant divorce, right? Oh, yeah. If your husband's doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know the game Wordle? Play uh, it yeah. every day. Doogie was... Don't uh, play it? Yes, I do. It's a fun guys, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will admit, I can't do it without using pen and paper. What? My wife used to do that. I told her not to do this cheating. Is it? I wonder. To me. I don't know. It, it's I do it in your head. very difficult to do it in my head, so I write I write the words down, or I'll do like A-E-I-O-U, and then I'll cross out what I didn't use, whatever. But it actually shows you on the keyboard when you're playing Wordle what that, letters have been used me, and which ones are available. Just saying, that's how I do it. So your wife doesn't do that anymore? Cause it's, that's cheating. Yeah, I told her, yeah. All right. Stop it. Okay, knock that <laughs> off. Snitch is serious about his wordle. Well, we, yeah, we, we compete every day. So. Oh, yeah? She beats me all, a lot, so. Does she? Yeah, she's smart. Have you ever lost at wordle? Have you ever not been able to get it? Yeah, yeah. You what? have? What? Of course, yeah. What? It only happened to me once. I've only been doing it for like two or three weeks, and I, I, uh, I've never gotten even to the sixth one. The last one, I've, I've, it's always been on five or better, but I, they're pretty easy. Generally, I mean. And we, and we send them, um, like, I'll, we'll do it. It's the Dance Moms. We'll send it to one another to compete with, because I know you say you compete with yeah, your wife. Graph, yeah, Yeah, so it's like, okay, where are you? Did you do yours today? And well, I have to beat that person. Real quick, did you notice, because, you know, New York Times bought them, it's different today. I did it's, notice It's that. different. Today it is? Yeah, yeah, it's different. It doesn't fit in my phone either. It's like uh, the letters are off the screen. Oh, I think you need to maybe... Uh, Clear your cache or refresh or something. Works fine on mine. Are there ads on it or anything? No, it just has New York Times on the top. But they're coming, right? Ads. I would assume. I mean, they don't. They don't spend more than a million dollars buying this game to not make money off right, of it. Right. Right. Anyhow, so uh, Wordle is a game. If you're unfamiliar, it's a, it's a website, hmm. and uh, basically you have to guess a five-letter word in six tries or less, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, it will it will keep track of what letters you've used, which ones are 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 correct or maybe in the word but not in the right position or, or they're just not in the word, and then you, you try to pare it down and, uh, and, and get the five-letter word. Well, a, an 80-year-old woman named Denise Holt, every... Day she would send her Wordle game to her daughter. Oh, really? Would, yeah, it's probably like Snitzer and his wife, you know, just a couple of old people playing Wordle together. <laughs> wait, you, so wait, Rover, you don't send your score to anybody? No. You don't? Who am I going to send that to? Send it to me. To 
Do you too? Or your wife? She play? Yeah. She doesn't play? Oh, my wife. I don't think would enjoy playing Wordle. But ask her. Um, I send Chris. Krista sends hers every day. I send mine back to her. You got to beat her, right? Yeah. Like every day. Same thing with the the dance. We have to. The family competition. How many tries did it take you today, Charlie? Don't tell me the word because I haven't played yet. I haven't either. Ooh, let me check. All right. Let's see. Hold on. So every 24 hours, it's a new five-letter word. So you log out, you know, you just go to the website every day. I got it in four. Today you Four. Okay. Right, so now I have to get in three. You okay. won't. I, I started the game today and uh, during the last, com- or during this commercial break, because I saw this story and I go, I didn't play Wordle today, so I I have taken my my two words, my two two lines, you know, and I only have two letters out of my first two, so that's that's not that's a good sign. Maybe today's the first day that I actually lose because okay. uh, I, I only have two letters. Yeah, my streak right now currently, if I can still see it, eighteen. So I've lost. I've lost a couple. Yeah. Oh really? Well, anyhow, so this woman every day sends her Wordle game, her score, over to her daughter, and her daughter. Uh, is waiting around for her mom to send her the Wordle score. She never, she never sends the Wordle. She goes, that's weird. Mom always sends the Wordle. So maybe she tried texting her mother, didn't reply. So the woman says, oh, man, my 80-year-old mother, she must have had a heart attack or something. She calls the police. Over Wordle? Over Wordle, that's correct. She calls the police because she and tells them, listen, my 80-year-old mother in Chicago, the, the daughter's in Seattle, my 80-year-old mother always sends me her Wordle every day. She would never miss it. Click. Hang up. <laughs> no, they said, okay, ma'am, we'll, we'll do a welfare check. So they send cops out there to do a welfare check on the lady, and uh, they find that she has not had a medical emergency. It was actually a man that broke into her home and held her hostage for 17 hours. The man stripped off all his clothes, he's naked, and forced her to get naked and get in a bathtub with him. And what, just sit there? I, I don't know. what have the news the video. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I mean, does he have a gun? Does he have a knife while he's in the tub? I, I don't know. But Wordle saved this woman's life. Wow. Here's a news story. Good afternoon. I'm Erica Sargent. And I'm Brad Edwards. Welcome to our viewers on TV and on our digital streaming network, CBS News Chicago. Now to another CBS 2 exclusive. An 80-year-old suburban woman held captive inside her own home. She's sharing what she did to survive after a naked man broke through her window in the middle of the night. CBS 2's Stephen Grange is here. And Stephen, remarkably, she stayed calm and that may have saved her life. You know, Brad, Erica, this is truly just unbelievable. She stayed calm as this stranger made her do some really disturbing things throughout her Lincolnwood home. She survived in part because family from across the country realized something was wrong. Eighty-year-old Denise Holt likens it to a beyond horrifying dream. I, I, I was in shock. A bloody figure, a naked man creeping in the shadows as she slept in bed, scissors in hand. This threatened me. He got in next to her, but she stayed calm. I was trying to survive, that's all. He said, I won't harm you or molest you. 
She says he then ordered her to take a shower with him. Then he said, no, I'm not warm enough. We have to take a bath. They got in and out of the bath, her nightgown soaked. The man then dragging her around the house, disconnecting phones, leaving trails of blood. He had gashes from the broken window he used to get into Holt Lincolnwood home. He took two knives from my kitchen, and he, he told me he liked those. He then led her to this basement bathroom, barricading it with this chair. I didn't think I was going to live. With no windows, in darkness, Holt did exercises in the 17 hours of captivity. I was doing marching and stretching as much as I could. All the while, the man was making himself at home. As family and friends noticed something was off. I'm across the country, and I noticed this. Holt's daughter in Seattle saw texts weren't being read by her mom. There were also no updates on a popular phone game. I didn't send my older daughter a wordle in the morning, and that was disconcerting to her. Friends and family called Lincolnwood police, leading to this hours-long standoff with the man. Family says the SWAT team used a stun gun through this hole in the door to subdue him. I can't say enough good things. They were beyond wonderful. The man who police believe has mental issues now in custody. A terrifying ordeal Holt's family hopes others learn from. The importance of staying in touch with loved ones. I never thought in a million years this is what was happening, but it was. I'm very lucky. Yeah, so Wordle saved that woman's life. Yeah, so you should send somebody your Wordle so they know that you're okay. Rover. Yeah, yeah every day. Send it to I'll me send every you day. a Wordle every day. Okay. And then I'll try to I see it. you every day, though, so. I know, but maybe you have something you, happen. Did you play Wordle today yet? I have not. I just checked on it, and it is a different look. Yeah, I tried. Snitch, I know what you're talking about, like, uh. Because I they I, I was clicking around on the menu of this new Wordle, and uh, they have other New York Times games. Some of them you have to pay for, like the New York Times crossword puzzle, but then they have a mini 